And we're live. Painkiller already, episode 301 with our guest, Shoe Nice. Kyle? Got a few sponsors tonight. Got Nature Box coming back, Squarespace, Tracker, and Blue Apron. We'll talk more about each of those later on in the show. There are links down below in the description if you want to check them out right now. But let's get right into it. We got Shoe Nice here. We, we got uh, fucking Shoe Nice on the show. Yeah, man. How are we you, got man? The madman. Hey, 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 guys. Known, <laughs> known globally as just the consumer of, of refuse and the guzzler of, of alcohol. Like, just. I've seen you on all kinds of like um, like clip shows and uh, on TV and uh, and on like you know articles around the the internet and uh, we watched the Vice documentary about you recently. Um, tell us what it's like to to be you. Well, basically, I've been an entertainer all my life. Um, I've been eating crazy stuff since I was like five. These dudes brought one of their mom's brand new tampons out into the yard, and they like to dip them in water, and they'd open up like umbrellas. Yeah, and I just was, I said, "Give me that, I'll eat it." And I thought it was just like some kind of a rolled up thing from a first aid kit. No. <laughs> I think I was sick, so I ate it, but it was dry, and I didn't realize that tampons open up in your throat like an umbrella. <laughs> so I'm choking in the yard, like drinking out of my mouth. <laughs> The kids, even the bullies were scared, so I knew I must have been screwed up. My mom came out, yanked the tampon out of my mouth, <laughs> smacked me in the butt, and the rest is history. I mean, through elementary, high school, always being sent to the office. I used to stand up against the cafeteria wall, let people dip their old napkins in from their lunch trays and their milks, and throw them at me like giant <laughs> spitballs, and I try and catch them in my mouth. So <laughs> I gotta ask: Terry A's would just sit there. Are you kidding me? That's horrible. I was always at the special table, but I wasn't really special. They always wondered well, why I didn't blink much. You know what I mean? I blink maybe once every thirty minutes. So. Yeah, like that kid on Deliverance <laughs> playing the guitar. <laughs> so yeah, um, I came into this roofing world. And it sucked, but I was in the roofing industry for 20 years. And oh, that's the job. worst. Wait, can I ask you? I want to ask you oh, about yeah. that. And I hey, let's rewind a little bit. I want to talk about right. when, you, when you first start eating the awful things in school. Now, I've heard someone say that that was pica, you know, when you've, you're compelled to eat objects. But as Taylor pointed out to me the other day, I think that's usually like, ah, oh, I want to eat dirt. I want to eat like just anything, yeah. anything like you can put your hands on you want to consume. So yeah. it wasn't well, that, was it? it? It was more about getting attention, getting friends. Well, exactly. Not friends, because I was just a good-looking guy and a class clown. Usually, class clowns are goofy-looking. Yeah. So, I mean, it just like I had all the jocks, the burnouts, the women. I mean, everybody. The teachers were hitting on me. So, basically, um, pica, they got me confused with that disease. But I do agree with the word pica. P-I-C-A, paid in cash always. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I used to tell the counselors. They were that, just so always you, looking at me. Just, it's, and they'd be like, all these doctors would be like, um, we're really not sure we can do anything here. Your mom's waiting out in the car. You know what I mean? So the first time you ate something that wasn't food was the tampon. And the way you describe it was... Like you were choking on the ground and people were concerned for you. Like when you when that was over and she pulled the tampon by the string out of your mouth, were you still like fearful or were you kind of you got like a rush? Like I can't wait to eat glue and sticks and little yeah. rocks I find on the road. Yeah, because when I was like three and a half, four years old, I found a pack of my father's non-filtered Camel cigarettes, and um, 
I ate that whole pack and I turned blue. I mean, like, it was a story that was always in the Butts family. And all. I don't remember. So I think I just, my, I don't know, my mouth crazed. I mean, because I don't mind glue. And I'd like to take this moment out to do a little sponsorship from my buddies at PKA <laughs> who sent me money to get my own drink during this interview. And I chose <laughs> the Max. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Elmer's makes the tastiest of glues. I've I've heard so. That was yep. a good pick. I feel like we didn't introduce. We assume that everyone knew who Shoe Knight yeah. Twenty Two is. If people don't know, he has hundreds, if not thousands, of videos on YouTube. Shoe Knight Twenty Two, and he eats things that you would think would kill people. Uh, it, it includes drinking. Uh, is it a liter? What does vodka come in? Like the big thing? It's like uh, a fifty milliliter, where you're my usual slams, but three quarters of a liter. Three quarters of a liter. Two half gallons of slam. vodka. He drinks wood glue. He eats things the, yeah it, the, it's important as to what woody's saying this isn't like an eating channel where it's oh i'm gonna eat a bunch of burgers or look at how many hot dogs i can eat it's actual poison <laughs> it's actual poison formula 409 eats. didn't you drink it's that? Like that scene at the end of princess bride he's always preparing for a showdown like that where he's been preparing <laughs> by eating poison for years it, it's one of those channels that like hey, you hey. show to a friend and you're like you won't believe what this guy does he eats a whole thing of cock and they're like no he doesn't and then they watch it and then they're like okay well what else does he eat and then yeah. you just go through the whole catalog. So you brought up the cock. I'm, 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 I don't think cock digests. So right, please tell you... us what happens after you eat the cock. Do you have... Well, let's do a little history on eating cock. Okay. <laughs> Got to say that carefully. Um, yeah, so I would always, like, as a roofer, you'd always have to do some... I'd never eat the silicone. That would go on my pants and, you know, it hardens up, whatever. But latex, something about it. When it, I, I used to wipe it to make it smooth on a gutter edge, something in construction, and I'd just lick it. And all these people are like, that wasn't real. I mean, you have to poke the, no, you don't have to poke the cheap tubes. And any painter knows when you got to get something done, you don't have a lot of money. They got the cheap ones. I heated it up in the microwave. So it came out like frosting. And uh -huh. it's just latex, bro. I mean, it goes through your system easier you know, than an eraser. Takes all the nutrients out. That's, that's yeah. not good. I, I don't microwave anything now after I learned that. But, but so that actually answers the question. In my head, this thing stays as caulk and when you poop you probably have an uh, all white poop on the other side like i imagine it like a long like like Coil. butthole like circumference just tube. take a candy bar and put it on your um glove you take it out of the toilet it's a, it's a silicone rope that you could just <laughs> coil up and sit around your plunger and just add more to it every day until eventually you melt it back down and reconsume it i guess for a but real big stunt I, like a giant tapeworm i, I really want to know the answer when yeah. the caulk goes through like a is giant it tapeworm. is it still caulk on the back end no 98.6 is your body temperature uh -huh. it's going through stomach acid i mean they should make bulletproof vests out of corn kernels because that's the only thing recognizable in my shoe shoe no, no, I don't know if we can swear. That works. Yeah, yeah we, no, we, we, we don't use bad words on this yeah. show. Yeah, we, <laughs> we use a lot of bad words on this show. Food, but it was what, the whole thing. Aside from corn, I know you said it was only corn, but what are the other things that you catch on the back end? Like you eat. Uh, uh, like oh, anything wax. Like if mm -hmm. I slam liquid wax, it immediately turns hard. And then you got. That's what one trick of that is. Somebody almost choked to death. I said, don't try that. I'm a professional idiot with decades of experience. Crayons. I mean, 
I you just I, I the anything wax comes out and you can see it like crayons. La Beast showed a picture of his crayons after they you know, but I don't like posting videos of feces. Oh. That's why I quit. I quit Live Leak because I couldn't go to that website and look at all that death and destruction. I'm all about feeding the homeless. You guys gave me twenty five dollars for a bottle of wine or scotch. I bought glue. Seen a Mexican old man broken down on the side of the road. I said, "Well, you need gas." He couldn't understand, so I went over to his gas tanks and jump in. We went over to the place. He took his can, got some gas, went inside, came back. He had Doritos, a six pack of beer, some Slim Jims. I said. <laughs> Did you get any gas? He's like, yeah. The thing was like a quarter full. We went back. He didn't even have enough gas to get it into the line. So I was like, all right, bro, I'm out of here. But Woody's Gamer Tag helped you out today. See, I'm glad we didn't give him the $100, Woody. You were right. If we gave him the $100, he'd have been, he'd have been in the ghetto somewhere filling everybody's tank up and getting everybody clean. Yeah, can't have that. I'm bad, I'm bad no. with money. I'm bad with money when I'm with the home. I turn around to throw money at the homeless. Um, I do this one thing with this one lady. She's old and haggard, but I do the $2 crumpled up over my thing, and she catches it in the wind on the corner every, you know, maybe once a week I see her, but it's so funny, and people honk and they cheer when she catches it. Kyle, they don't even know what the hell's going on. But when's the, guys the last are, time you gave something to the homeless, Kyle? Uh, I, I gave a guy, like, I guess maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. I, there was one like at the at the red light. I gave him the ones that I keep in. Oh, mind. you're a brother in my book, dude. One time, I mean, there's millions. I'll never do it. I mean, that's Taylor. Um, probably the ones that I would pass after like a Blues game in downtown St. Louis. I wouldn't <laughs> stop because when I was a little kid. I my dad gave me like a dollar to go give to one of them, and when I did, they like snatched my arm real quick, and it freaked me out. But uh, I gave like five dollars. I usually give money one out of like eight, nine times at those little corners where like as long as I'm not way back, because I feel like a dick if like you're way like ten cars back and they're on the corner and you roll it down, wave a dollar at them, and they have to sprint over like <laughs> desperate for it. I feel like I'm kind of an asshole. But yeah, I probably saw, like a you... year, year and a half ago. I, I witnessed Woody giving a, a, a homeless gentleman a twenty one time, and uh, but I thought that was that guy was a bit of a scam artist. He like had like a he had he, a like, giant I hand. Yeah. I don't know how he did that. He's like oh, I, I gotta go to Denver, the doctor. I've been in the, uh, sorry, no. I, but I've been in the Denver homeless scene for like three years. But me and my brother, we've been helping out the homeless since we were teenagers. Our mom just instilled it in us, but. In Denver, I knew who was just spending it on meth, and they get all mad when I give them tacos. They were like, "Where's the dollar bill?" And when I was in my drinking days until New Year's Eve, we would sit there and I'd get everybody drunk, high, and whatever. And you know, I controlled what they did. You know, like twenty, thirty of them for a year. They called me the most famous not not homeless guy in Denver because they knew the truth. But so you had a band of homeless people. Oh, without a doubt. I go down to the line at 12, 12 p.m. I got, you know, I got people in high places, bro, because this one guy sleeps on these church steps. They got to be like 28 steps high. Let me take a shot of this glue, guys. I appreciate Please it. Please do. Man. Please do. That's that's great. He is pouring the glue into his mouth. It's just flowing. Oh, how does it taste? Mm. Something. Something I'm telling you, something about this, Max. It's like biting into the side of a piece of Ikea furniture. 
I mean, it just tastes. I remember this now from another video, but that is <laughs> like some good stuff, man. And you, you pay the money for it. Yeah. <laughs> so no. when you eat stuff that's tastes crazy, like a two by four. Do you? Well, by the way, real quick, let me warn, he, let me warn everybody that comes into your channel. I, uh, I've been watching Woody's Gamer Tag for a while. I knew he had a big server on some video game, but I don't know what a server is, and I never played Minecraft. But don't ever attempt anything that I ever do on my channel. If you happen to go over there and watch it, I'm a professional idiot with a side of alcoholism for decades. Okay, guys? That's all I had to say. Go ahead, Woody. Uh, that so was that, Taylor. Yeah, go ahead, Taylor. The, the way, if you guys are listening audio only, the way that he ate the glue was the way that someone eats glue. If this is the, you can't even count this. what time this it's, is that you've eaten glue. It's how an eight-year-old eats chocolate sauce. Just bottle, like, three inches above his mouth, head turned up, like, nom, 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 yes. nom, nom, he, nom. He was drinking it the way that, like, Michael Jordan and Mia Hamm were drinking Gatorade in those commercials from, like, the early 2000s. Just dumping it in there. Not missing any. That's but, that's how I eat ready whip, right? Tilt it up, let the can like you know three inches away from your mouth, and mistake. See, that's a mistake. See, mm -hmm. see, you should be able to like you want to put it horizontally. That way, you get some whipped cream and a buzz at the same time. Yes, nitrous oxide. Right. I'm telling you, man, this is like high-powered energy drink <laughs> shit in the glue world. Uh, that MAX means something. Is it just ain't regular? <laughs> Wood together well. <laughs> I mean, it's very good wood glue. Let's see if it's flammable. Oh, God. Nah, we're good. Uh. <laughs> when you eat something like that, is it more that you enjoy eating something that you know you're not supposed to be eating, or is there something about all the weird flavors of the various poisons that you eat that you're like, oh, I kind of like that? It's all about a dare, bro, and YouTube 10 years or 6 years ago just let me amplify the dareness in me. Don't ever double dog dare me. I did a 350-pound sorority girl that a fraternity said, you bring back her underwear, we'll give you $50. It was my buddy's fraternity. I didn't even go to a fraternity. I was an honorary member in like 19 of them <laughs> over a 20-year period. You that like so when, I got done with this chick the next morning I wake up I thought I, my head was up against the wall and she was behind me but her back was the wall you know I get up and I try and leave she's like oh no you can't leave you said you're taking me to breakfast I said when did I say that when your thighs were closed up against my ears and I couldn't say anything for an hour I'm running across the soccer field of this thing with her panties flapping in the wind. I mean, it slowed me down like a parachute on a dragster car. <laughs> I get back to the fraternity. They spent all the money. Nobody's got five bucks. And I was like, all right, at least you got a half keg. And I just threw the panties in the air. Legendary from 88. Sorry. <laughs> When I remember a story, I'm just going to throw it out. You right, know what I mean? There's so many of them. I'm like Forrest Gump, for real. I had braces on my legs as a kid. I went oh, to war and back, and I had a son with a girl named Jenny. Go <laughs> figure. I don't have any documentation on like two or three of those things you just said, so I'm just going <laughs> to take them with a grain of salt. <laughs> well, the, all right. So Chiz reached out to you and asked you to be on the show, right? And, and I guess you said yes, and at some point, the negotiation got to this. 
If I don't hear from you by tomorrow, I'll figure you back down like the rest of the pussy channels on YouTube. Tell Harley to go fuck himself when you see him again. Your podcast <laughs> looks like a lesbian book club anyway. <laughs> Have a nice <laughs> life, broski. All right, all right. All right, first <laughs> off, I would always be a part of your world, even if you didn't have me on, because, you know, just as I can understand, maybe somebody emailed your work and said, show nice scams people and just sent you like a hundred of them. And then you say, well, we don't really need this guy. But in the end, I probably got like six grown men that are actual drunk haters in Google Hangouts and they just plan all these stupid conspiracies against me. And I think it's pretty cool because I formed all the hate on purpose. But to get back to you on that thing, can you quote me again? It was something oh, I I'd love to. to. Uh, tell Harley to, uh, I'll figure you oh, back yeah, down Harley, like the Harley, rest of it. Tell Harley to go fuck himself. And your podcast looks like a lesbian book club. That's the part I'm most excited about, really. I really think we should swap out RSK okay. with LBC. <laughs> right? When I used to do stand-up comedy, um, I used to open up for headliners in upstate New York. And I, I wouldn't get paid, but i get more laughs. And people would scream, bring back the guy that doesn't get paid. And I was just sitting there. And the group of women were down in front. And I said, well, what's this, the lesbian book club? I knew it was a bachelorette party, but, I mean, people got up off their feet and were clapping. So I just ripped on these people for, like, that's where the lesbian book club. You guys look like, <laughs> I mean, dudes that I would go to Vegas with, like, for real, man. I... The next Mark Wahlberg entourage. I'll be the star. I mean, I know you are too, Woody, but, you know, let me go first. <laughs> So now, now, why why should I be telling Harley to fuck himself? Because I guess. Now, here's the deal with me and Harley. Go way back. I mean, I went way back with LAB, Serious Pete. It was just me. Epic, Epic Meal Time was above us. He was like, oh, we love Harley. But um, he's an epic fathead gym dude yeah, he don't look it but he's just like furious pete it's one of them egotistical type a personality always has to have that perfect car perfect girl and just if somebody beats them in anything even a verbal conversation it pisses them off so me and harley are on the phone one night i got this hot chick next to me in uh, Lynn, <laughs> massachusetts we're gonna get together and collab uh, he's shit-faced as me uh, she's like get the fuck out of bed if you're gonna sit here and talk to that idiot i said that's harley from epi you have no idea who's on the phone bitch <laughs> so i went to the living room i said all right harley the next day he's like dude you were so drunk i don't even know if you heard or whatever six months later this dude gets on his twitter with three hundred fifty thousand followers and says shoe nice can't even keep a chicken bed i was on phone when he got kicked out that's when I sent out the shoe nice army wolf pack and we trolled everybody <laughs> and we just disliked everything. But I love Harley. I the shoe nice start... army wolf pack. I, I don't ever start an argument. Oh, the wolf pack's retired. I'm done with my trolling days. It just got boring. I used to I imagine the wolf pack was what you call that band of homeless people that you had. I just imagined like like eighty five hobo Joes with like little jibs and shanks. Swarm in the internet cafe. I think Harley made some um, professional mistakes that brought him out of the top 10 in YouTube, but uh, who's talking? But it doesn't matter because Vivo is going to be in the top 10, top 20. It's all going to be Vivo, Justin Bieber, Eminem, because it's just music, and Vivo's going to own that top 10. Eventually, Pie will be caught in views by Eminem. It's slowly but surely happening. Justin Bieber's coming up with a new album. So, yeah, Taylor Swift, I knew you were trouble when you 
didn't give me so, any views. So you're not drinking right now. So that nah. that's interesting to me because we were talking about like, oh, we should have him do like a liquor slam on the show. And then Chiz was like, no, he's not drinking right now. And I was like, oh, so he swore off liquor. He's like, oh, no, no, no. Just for now. Like, <laughs> like at New Year's or Christmas, you, correct me, whichever well, you're going to. Yeah, New Year's next Eve. I, New Year's Eve, I might do a slam. I'm really on a Shakeology diet. I meet a trainer from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. my time. Because they all have real jobs too, but they train in Muay Thai, and you know, I'm just trying to learn. Not, I'm a badass mofo. I'm sure. gonna tell you, everybody, right now, I was just born a badass. You can take all the classes you want, have all the belts hanging on the wall. I can't, I can't. I mean, I've had so many dudes kick me in the face, and I'm like Nike, Adidas, or Reebok. Give me that thing, you know, and just show them that seven years ain't shit. Four a.m. outside of a bar, but I was never a fighter. People always just wanted to test me because all the women were hanging around me. I could break dance as a white guy. So at 4 a.m., like I'd be jumped by like seven, eight dudes, and I couldn't get away from it. Then the cops would show up. I'd be like, chill. I'd be fighting the cops, but you never knocked me out. My great-grandfather was semi-pro boxer. My grandfather was. My father had the Muhammad Ali speed bag. I did that at... I was doing... <laughs> my grandpa was a professional boxer. My dad had a speed bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, no, that family that lineage really box. broke apart and then and now i eat glue on the internet <laughs> but i'm taking no that's what i mean i gotta I, i'm training now and people don't realize that uh-huh. i'm combining my strength and my heart and now it's a little bit of skill but once that freight train gets into that cage and with these jackhammers it's just over i don't care who you are what you're doing i'm gonna be in the ufc by 50 and you guys are gonna be in the front row the VIP. I'll go. I'll go. I will gladly watch you in the UFC. Um, I watched you in Bellator. I I wanted to do this since I was 21 Mm -hmm. when UFC started and um, when, you know, Hoist Gracie would fight four guys in one night and break all their arms when they're tapping out for five minutes. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? He didn't let go. You guys just want to remember this statement. Mm -hmm. Woody. Taylor, and I can't see this dude's name because my face is blocking, but I'm going to call him Kyle. Some kind of three letters. IPS. FPS. Yeah. FPS. Oh, yeah, it's right there. But I didn't cheat. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you guys will be there, man. I appreciate this um, promotional thing because I'm trying to get, I'm doing a, a promotion with Joey's World Tour. I'm actually moving to LA in like three weeks. There's this guy that's just like, dude. You know how many commercials I could have put you in? You could have been the new progressive insurance spokesperson. <laughs> we're getting rid of Flo's ass, you know? Yeah. So I'm dead yeah, in I can see you in that job. You can I, I, you know, I, I came here for some reasons. My son's going to be 18. He can do what he wants. We'll meet out in L.A. So you, and we'll just, you know, as an, as an, tampons on Venice Beach. As an award-winning dancer, your breakdance claims really caught my attention. Can you still breakdance? Yeah, I can do certain things. Show I mean, me something. I'm in, I'm in a controlled area. I, mean, uh-huh. I can always, you know, just hit the hat over. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Break it down from a seated position. You know? I, who wants me to come out of the garden house? You know you what do? I mean? Where's that doorknob? <laughs> Take oh, here it. it is. Here it is. It's yours. <laughs> oh, you broke it. <laughs> yeah, I was. They call me White Lightning. I uh-huh. mean, yeah. Eighth grade, I did LL Cool J. Do you know my friend yes. Sexy Vanilla Freshness? Sexy Vanilla Freshness. She related to Vanilla Ice? It was a dude. Because right now I'm being sued from Vanilla Nice. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm being sued from Vanilla Ice for saying Vanilla Ice. You know the Kardashians have me banned from Twitter? Yep, I'm not on Twitter anymore, guys. Sorry. Wait, how'd you get banned from Twitter because of the Kardashians? Give us that. that well, this this goes back to me eating Kim K's with JJ off the cover of a magazine, and it got like a hundred thousand views. So they must just have been going through <laughs> YouTube, and it came up. So she tweeted to me. This is before Kanye. She tweeted to me, "Oh my God!" Or they were just dating. She goes, "This guy on YouTube with these really blue eyes just ate me off of a magazine." Weird. And I didn't even know these dudes were like, yo, Kim Kardashian just said something about Twitter by you. So I went on and um, I didn't even have a Twitter account, but I found the tweet. And I said, oh, shit, that's me. What's up? Black, white, black, white. It's my turn, right? So she blocked me, but they continued to watch me. <laughs> and then I got an email from something in the Kardashian. I thought it was like some kind of a troll email I get all the time. And, uh, yeah, it was actually Kardashians saying that they wanted me to take down every video talking about Kim K's with JJ. So I didn't. <laughs> I was hoping to be sued and it would be all over E! News and everything, but... That's what I'm hoping for. You know, you're a nice guy, and I'm just having a podcast with you, but I troll the big timers just so they'll shout me out like that Leafy is here, dude. You uh, ever hear of him? I saw you trolling him recently. I mean, he's blowing up. He's just a little nerd. He's got all the emo chicks, you know, so of course he's going to get about 2 million views overnight just going, well, it's Come on, I gotta eat a tampon dipped in Days Insanity sauce. I can't even pull 20,000 views. It's all politics. YouTube knows exactly what they're doing. They're punishing me because I went to another network, went back with Google. You know what I mean? Now I'm back and things are looking better. If they I weren't getting their slice of the shoe nice pie. What's up, bro? They weren't getting their slice of the shoe nice pie. You cut them out. Yeah, but I got things coming down the road, something similar to this, but I'm just going to be talking to my, I won't be in a group, I'll just be doing my own podcast talking to my fans. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a time where people are going to go to my YouTube and they're going to turn it on and it might not be there. It might be five years down the road, but yeah, I'm going to do it. Get I you know you, you get I'm some haters sorry, on I'm yelling at Google. He's in here again. What's up, bro? I know you get some haters on your videos now, but I remember when you first started uploading and every single comment, it was overwhelmingly positive. Everybody thought it was hilarious. And for no reason, in every one of your episodes, you do something where you're like, and this one's for all the haters out there. <laughs> and you just addressed a big fictitious group of phantoms at the time. <laughs> there were no haters. It was like 50,000 likes, 60 dislikes, and you're like, and you can tell me to fuck off as much as you want, but I'm not stopping. <laughs> and it was like, why did you why did you do that? And then just invite so many people just for the fuck um, to be funny? I, I just, I was born with that to tell Johnny one thing and tell Freddie another so they'll fight on the playground and I'll just be on a swing going, ha, ha. But I don't know, it just... Yeah, it's a it's almost like just being a prankster. It's the prankster in people. Some people in life just don't care, but some people just love to get that bucket of water to dip on their buddy's head. And I think I took that with the videos and trolls. I used to just make videos. Uh, you got to pay me $5 to be a friend of mine on Facebook. And I really didn't need it, but I knew haters would take them videos. 
And I formed hate on purpose because hate versus good, you know, it brings conflict and conflict brings change. And I'm going to change the world through a YouTube community. So all my little haters, they'll be kneeling along the other masses when I become the next messiah. (laughs) Sounds kind of weird. Can I take another hit (laughs) of glue? What is he hitting right now? Well, just some tobacco. <laughs> My hookah won't reach here. Some kind oh, of Indian tobacco. Okay. <laughs> some, some kind of Indian tobacco. Smells skunky. Illegal. Like burnt rope. So I got a question for you. I watched the Vice documentary. Can you hear me? Yeah. And, and uh, I guess you used to live with either your wife or a serious girlfriend, and she kicked you out because she couldn't handle the fame. <laughs> yeah, I lied about that on um I thought you might have Vice. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was actually from my um pill addiction. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I was breaking up prostitution. No, Vice was really kind you in that life then, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I broke my back in the union and I came out of that hospital with morphine patches stuck to my nutsack. I was like, eh? Oh yeah, I got a family? And then I just started, like... Very accurate. Yo, the VA, I'm a veteran, so all my shit's for free. And they'll pop anything in your mouth as long as they get paid. And they put me into a state of mind that put me into a mental institute for two weeks. And at the end of that two weeks, the doctors came over to me and say, Hey, we apologize for blaming or causing... We apologize for diagnosing you with bipolarism <laughs> disorder. And we know it was the medication we gave you. And please don't call a lawyer or anything, but is here's the exit. I'm is like, it real? That, is Oh, yeah, to get that, to the end of that question, dude, um, my ex-wife is just like, listen, we got a kid together, but you're just insane. But I didn't see anything in perspective. I mean, the first six months of my videos in the trailer, when I started eating stuff, I was probably on 15 hydrocodone tens a day. <laughs> Morphine patches and anybody that's on opiates, it's hard to come off of you if you're weak-minded. Mm-hmm. I just quit shit. Like, boom, I'm done. And just, I just quit like that, drinking. But you couldn't seem to. AJ. <laughs> you didn't quit in time to stay at home, though. Like, you, you quit after she kicked you out? No, I quit. Yeah, I started drinking again because I was sober at home, but I was popping pills. When she threw me out, I started drinking and I couldn't get pills anymore. <laughs> So you figured that one out, bro. But I'll see you at the next AA meeting, man. I got to go get me some beer before the liquor store closes. (laughs) (laughs) An old rehab joke. (laughs) Rehab as a teenager. My school sent me to rehab for a drinking problem. And when I went to rehab, I learned how to trip on acid and mushrooms. You know what I mean? Thank you. I feel like we really skipped over the part where you were in the mental institution. And I wanted to know. Yeah, I'd like to go back to that. Yeah, we should really not gloss over your stay at a, at a mental institution. Now, was that is that the only time you've been in a mental health facility? Yeah, it was. I was one flew over the shoe shoes nest. It's a good I, movie. Very sad. I, I only watched it sad. once. I was hooked on all these pills, and I was running through cornfields on my property. And finally, she just called this ambulance and police, and they're like, "We're gonna take you somewhere to sleep tonight." And I'm just like, "No problem." But I was doing stand-up comedy in the police car, and they, she turned on the radio, and the whole well, unit... Well, sit-down comedy. We get to the... Um, 
we get to the institute and i'm doing stand-up comedy i'm waving at the cameras this is all high on pills the next day said we're going to keep you for about a week and you're going to take this so when i took that i went crazy and kicked the door out and i ran around this baseball field like um i don't know field the dreams or something oh and this lawnmower guy started chasing me <laughs> And they brought me back up, and they knew they screwed up. And eventually, near the end, I was actually doing NA meetings while the teacher was late. And they were just like, this dude ain't crazy. He's a genius. Get him out of here, man. Get somebody that's really crazy in here. So that's basically all. It was only two weeks, and yeah, it was just... What did you do trip, during those two weeks? Like, did, They just sort of sobered you up? Like, Did you attend classes, group therapy? Like, What is it uh, like to live there? Mar- once they mark you in and your wife's in agreement, they can keep you for an automatic 10 days where nothing changes. You go to meetings. They try to rebuild your life. It's mostly suicide people in this unit I was in. I had no idea why I was there. I was telling everybody that suicide's for pussies. And if you, you try it again and it works, you're not going to heaven because you're not on your life's path. And they're like, we got to get this guy out of here. <laughs> Man, that's not a very productive guy to have in the suicide meeting. <laughs> You're all a bunch of yeah. pussies! <laughs> <laughs> Just kill yourself. You won't do it! Go ahead and do it! Prove me wrong! You know? <laughs> I've taken a lot of people up. I don't know what it is, if they're lying or not, but people come in. When I used to have Facebook, I was like, Dr. Phil in the messages. Hey, man, I was in a dark place. I was going to kill myself. I found your YouTube videos. I'm back at college. I'm back getting along with my boss. Parents come in. Wow, you just changed our kids. They do it the shoe nice way now. And it's just like, you're <laughs> What does that your mean? What is the shoe nice way? Like, like, if you had to attach a slogan to yourself, what is it? All or nothing? Like, like what is the shoe nice way? Saving souls, smoking bowls, and crushing trolls. What's my life motto? I smoke marijuana for my Crohn's disease. I've gone practically homeless feeding the homeless. And I just love the troll mofo that just gets so uptight over words on an internet website. <laughs> There's lots Some, of them out there. If someone Every out there feels like suicidal. Sleep at night, I'm sorry, bro. If someone out there is feeling suicidal and or just down on themselves and they need a little bit of shoe nice... What video do you think is the most inspirational that would put them on the path that you've made? Probably um, Earthworm Chubby Bunny. (laughs) You don't laugh at that. You might as well get the news tight. I didn't mean that. Stop it. Either way, sometimes my split personality likes to sneak out. But, yeah, um, um, I just I tell people, yo, if you kill yourself, you're a little bitch, and I'm going to slap your mom's ass at the funeral. And they're like, wow, he responded to me. Oh my. But then you save somebody's life and they become annoying, you know? They just never. It's like somebody you pull out of a fire. I mean, they just never. Then they cling. Yeah. Okay, okay. Enough with the Hallmark cards. You know what I mean? Just say it to me. It means more. Sorry. What's up, So, which video do you tonight, think is man? the most inspirational that would put kids on the right? Is it like the really heavy drinking or the. The tampon ones to cheer just, people up. Everything about me, dude. I'm just hilarious. I just, something about, I, it's been my whole life. I just, people always wanted to be at that bar with me. Roofers out of town. They always wanted to be in the car with me. Tra- I mean, I don't know what it is. I just bring up the spirits of people. You know you what I mean? Like That's why I call guy. myself the next Gandhi, just with nice shoes. <laughs> 
You can't save the world in sandals anymore. <laughs> no, you can't. I guess not. It takes proper footwear, I would assume. What do you got a question? I I don't know. It's the problem of there are so many things that I'm thinking about right now that I can't even begin to nail it down. Where are you living right now? Do you want me to do a quick rendition of my whole life in um, under a minute? Under a minute? So this is a stand-up bit you've done. I'd like to hear it. (laughs) All right, I'll do some stand-up. We'll pick the crowd. We'll say uh, Austin, Texas sidebar off the main strip all people with cowboy hats and stuff you know what i mean sure yeah sure hey everybody what's going on tonight anybody drinking over there fucking been watching you guys for an hour sipping off that hey watch it bro i never hear that voice at paid shows all right check it out guys I'm the opening act. I'm not getting paid, and you didn't pay to see me, so there's no pressure here. I've never seen so many backward-ass country fucks in my life. Sick just to be in this place, you know what I mean? My parents drank so much beer when we were kids, we had to use their old koozies for arm floaties at the public pool, you know what I mean? (laughs) You think that's funny, dude? Yeah, either way. I'd have Lisa Beach on one arm and go on fishing in the other, you know what I mean? (laughs) Parents were so drunk on Easter, we'd have our baskets would be hidden in the neighbor's house. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you think that's funny, dude? So is your girl. God damn. Thank God you're behind that fence or whatever they put up there. Yeah, so um, anybody doing the bull tonight? Huh? Somebody get on that bull right now. Take the pressure off of me because I really don't have jokes for you, hillbilly fucks. First <laughs> off, WWE is fake as shit. And if you're spreading that down to your next generation, I just I don't feel for you, man. I don't. How's that, man? Good. I, I didn't even it. have anything in, in my your head. Element. I was impressed by how you set up a way too detailed stage before you began. <laughs> <laughs> like, you had to create an alternate reality. No, Houston. We're in Houston. And then, <laughs> right, in Austin. <laughs> Bar to the side. <laughs> uh, I really performed in front of a whole... I'm not racist, never was, but I performed in a whole... It was not one white person for six blocks or in the auditorium. I did it for these guys that I'm um, seeing me doing a talent show. And I had to wait for 2 a.m. to go up. And I just, you know, I came out and I said, hey, man... Um, I've been waiting four hours to make you mofos laugh. Can I at least say the only racist joke I know? Everybody's like, huh? <laughs> so I say this joke, which really isn't too bad. It's funny. When people know you're not racist, they don't Tell care. Tell your joke. Tell your joke. Only racist people have racist thoughts. Take What's that to the end, guys. Say it. Break time? Cool. What's your joke? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I thought you said break. Um, the joke. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if I should say it on this podcast. You can go right ahead. some people. We're, but, uh, but stoners' lives matter, right? You want to talk about legal marijuana and why I live in Colorado? You live yeah, in Colorado? Yeah, as you take a hit of your tobacco. How do you know? You can tell by hand movements. You just said it. <laughs> My buddies used to love hanging out with me when we were in New York, and it was illegal because I'd be like, "Yo, don't be using your hands like that." There's a cop. Get big, that like, off camera. Yeah, your yeah, tobacco. You should, probably, you should probably enjoy your tobacco off the camera. Oh, yeah. 
The camera is... That was a flashlight, bro. That ain't no... <laughs> ah, I see. It, it did look rather small. my thing for later, man. That's... It's, it's, you ever okay. see a bong? That's... I don't ever see a bong. That, that, that's the, the, the drizz catcher. <laughs> <laughs> I say I'm going to bring illegal substances into a podcast. Who would yeah. do that? That, that sounds crazy. None of so, yeah, I put you guys up here because you're PKA and I'm shoe nice, but eventually all these triangles will have letters everywhere and nobody mm -hmm. can figure out nothing. And then I'll just rip it down in a psychiatric raid. I go through backgrounds like Kim KK goes through the JJ's, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying that sometimes you go into a psychotic rage where you tear down your background. Tell us about one of the times you did that. <laughs> This guy takes everything literally. No, actually, bro, um, it's not a psychotic raid. You just got so many people are like, dude, where's my name on the background? Where is it? I said, it's to the right. I just don't have the camera pointed on it. And I said that to hundreds of people. So I just can't do that anymore. I just so can't say, hey. I, what's your based beef on, with based that? Based on your videos over the years, based on everything I've seen of you, your your closet's pretty monochromatic, huh? There's There's... There's not a lot of yellows and oranges in there. It seems like every hat you have is blue, every shirt you have is blue. Or it, you're really playing up those blue eyes you've got. They look real nice. <laughs> How well, many blue, blue is just the blue is the color of relaxation, and I've always worn blue. Giants fan like for life. Just... So, did you upload like twenty or thirty or a hundred videos in a day recently? What happened? Yeah, there? it's about, uh, I'd say it's about um, 85 in two days. I'm doing a little September test, and I want to relive hitting 500,000 subscribers again, so I got to get like 70,000 to unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's going all over the web, and people are just like, you know, Killer Kings. They're all so scared to just shout out Shoe Nights because they don't want epicness, cultness to mm -hmm. be in their community. They can't they handle 10, it like we can. People. Oh, my God. I've been watching this Furious Pete all this time. He mentioned Shoe Nights once. Months when Furious P was mentioned by him a hundred times. So I, I don't want that. Forgive me for being out of the loop, but... It, is Furious Pete also like an eater? Like, what does he do? Yeah, he's a crazy eater, gym lifter. Um, he's got a German TV show. He goes around the world and eats. He's Did, got, does um, Furious he, Pete have, eat anything that you can't? Like, can he hang he with you? Eats, um, not he really. He eats large amounts of food really fast. Like, he'll yeah. eat a pizza he's that's not, as big as your entire table. And yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's not pennies and glue. It's like a burger or pizza. It's, yeah. it's, it's actual food. food that he eats. Many but it's with a food. lot of it's with a lot of water, like Matt Stone and all these guys. That, uh, the Nathan's hot dog. People beg me to go to it. I said I'll go the first time they don't allow water. We don't like I the water. See Why is that? Matt Stoney and Chestnut eat a hot dog without being all broken down by water because it's not a hot dog bun. It's mush. It's not eating. 80 hot dogs in 30 minutes. It's eating mush and hot dogs. Huh. That is like, true. Take the water out of the equation, I'll tear that group up. <laughs> I don't know. You might. I just know how to swallow with a dry esophagus, man. You probably would win, actually, because it seems like everybody who does that competition is really, really dependent on that water. That Asian guy is, he gets it Big both all the way in. 
like Kawasaki or whatever his name is. And it just <laughs> shovels him down. Well, the new winner is Matt Stoney. That um, Magachachi, he's gone now. He's retired. But, yeah, Matt Stoney is the new champ. But Chestnut just beat Matt Stoney out for the most current record of Nathan's Hot Dog Contest, which has lost all its flair over the years. I find I that competition disturbing to watch. Yeah, I can't watch hot dogs all coming out of people's mouths. I mean, I, I can eat some crazy stuff, but yeah, there's some things that'll make me gag. That's one of them. Hot dogs. Especially yeah, 90 can, degree imagine. heat. Imagine picking that up after. <laughs> you, you couldn't pay me enough for a temporary janitor. So where do you live now? Are you, are you living in a house, your own house? Are you, you staying yeah, with a buddy? Denver, Colorado. I got a two-bedroom condo. Okay. And you use YouTube money to pay the rent? Um, I got different ventures. Um, mm-hmm. I got things that I'll be paid for the rest of my life. And, um, yeah, huh. YouTube is probably maybe my rent. I paid for the rest I mean, of your life? It just got you, really like, shitty. You have a I mean, trust you know, fund? Woody, it just got really bad lately with just, I mean, when it was just YouTube, mm-hmm. I, I just, I made some good money. And I was just like, I don't know. What, what Maybe you, it's oh, oh, that's right. I'm uploading a hundred videos a day. Don't give a shit about my subscribers, but I do, and the real ones know that. But I can't have little bitches in my hunger revolution, so I gotta weed them all out sure. through trolling on YouTube. Because uh-huh. I can't have people that are bitching about their news feeds on free YouTube to go to Africa with me when I go save that continent. And I'm dead serious. So I've I'm often wondered a about community of people. Your plan seems to be it's like an underwear gnome. Type plan if you follow the reference like step yeah. one eat glue step two question mark step three cure world hunger right so th- there's a disconnect in there for me between the glue and the world hunger <laughs> right that's what you don't understand right now and all i ask is just laugh for now mm-hmm. and i'll pause you when i need you because yeah <laughs> you kids can't save the world in six years you know what i mean i gotta become president of the united states in 2020 over kanye west i gotta use that poll to bring uh-huh. everything because listen you can end global hunger guys it's a simple equation it's like a mathematical equation actually. sure sure what, what is the equation it's three times two to the second power equals spread the wealth. Equals food. Spread the yeah. wealth. Okay. So that, wait, what that, is, so what is the plan? That, uh, the plan you know, is uh, that eventually I'm going to brainwash close to 20,000, 30,000 people over a 10, 15-year period. And within 25 years, yeah, they're going to be playing Xbox Live in Africa. A Wawa Wampa from Utopia is going to be playing Unga Unga. <laughs> from south sure. africa and uh, yeah we just gotta it's just it's a it's really a racist thing you know nobody wants to explode africa into a prominent country why bother you know what i mean the, the cool part is you can get the ufc Racism. fights on an yeah. xbox so they'll see yeah. you when you compete it's the banks that are keeping africa hungry bro which banks fuck yeah, that. every everyone the dude rothschilds right bastards yeah i've heard of that See, i'm not i'm not all about that (laughs) illuminati Uh and conspiracy theories i think conspiracy theories came right along the same time with molly you know what i mean i mean this new generation of like bush did the 9-11 and all that i'm all about just helping out as many people as i can before my heart stops beating and i do it on a small you know atmosphere plane whatever you want to call it now but it's definitely going to multiply 
I just see it. I've seen it since I was eight years old going to bed at night. I was just on top of this hill, like the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And he's like, where'd the noise come from? And they say, huge job, instead of pointing to the sky. It's just something, I'm not crazy. It's just this is what's going to happen in my life. Whoever wants to be a part of it, hey. So anyways, how about them new tampons they got from OB? Strawberry scented? <laughs> now I can go down on a JJ all the time? I, I didn't know they had strawberry scented tampon. Have you tried know. one of those? It's, it could be a vid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, going, like, just visiting your YouTube channel right now is, it's baffling. <laughs> that that there are so many videos <laughs> uploaded that make no sense and have no use and I am so puzzled. You really are trying to lose subscribers. There's, you really are. You're. I thought you were bullshit and you are clearly not. You are trying to lose subscribers. It's just, it's just a test, guys. <laughs> a little more glue? <laughs> He's eating, He's eating a, a, a several more ounces of glue. <laughs> I got a question for you. With the beard, with the beard though, it's tough. You got to remember, you got a beard now, so you can't leave like <laughs> extracts and then go to the store. Yo, I once painted my face all sharpie, did a video, then I ran to Seven Eleven. Indian dude was like, "Oh, see you making YouTube vids again." Sure. Yeah. So, so, so wait, sometimes when you eat crazy things. I see you like, uh, like, like, like manipulating your throat or esophagus or whatever the shit it is. Are you just playing it up for the camera? Like, like are you just kind of like hamming it up to make it look like I don't know. There's a special technique to it when really you're just drinking or. Nah, it's all literally pain and tastes like shit. <laughs> um, no, I don't ever play anything up. Nothing's ever fake. But, um, you but can what he's say asking, everything's altered, but I've been. What doing... he's asking is, are you doing anything to like rub your throat to help things down? Is oh, that a oh, thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When I go up with that liquor, all I know that first shot is like. But I've done it since I was 15. So as long as I can get it past that throat and esophagus area and down, I'm fine. And just I don't know when you're up like this and you push in on here. The esophagus goes like this. Sure. I don't know. It just I, I can do that with anything, man, with water, whatever. It's just you got to go past a certain point, and it's like I'm holding my throat up and my head just to keep it all, and it just goes down like them sword swallowers. When you drink a bottle of vodka, afterwards, are you sick or just happy and drunk? Um... It's more of a just, I know I'm going to bed. I eat good food before it. Put some to bed. Some <laughs> you just drink a whole <laughs> bottle of vodka and fall asleep? I put some more. Uh, excuse me, that glue gives you the gas. Um, <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> that must be the glue. <laughs> I didn't mean it, Burp, bro. Much but glue. yeah, um, what was the question? After you drink a bottle of that vodka. That burp tastes like a carpenter's ass. <laughs> After you drink a bottle of vodka, what, what's going on with you? Like, are, are you sick? Right. Are you sweating? Are you sleepy? Are you happy? Are you sad? I'm fine, usually. Um, there's some aftermath bits. But what it is is that um, I just plan it out. It's not like, you know, that everybody's like, slam this bottle of liquor at this bar. No, I got to. I one time I slammed a bottle of liquor and headed out in public and I got arrested on the beach. 
I don't even know how, but I was yeah. fighting like 30 people. <laughs> so I just go to bed, and I really don't even know. Well, then you the do know how it happens. Wake up, and I just, I don't know. I've just got a belly goat stomach. That's what caused it. So, <laughs> all right. so what was the absolute worst one as far when as I got, When I got out of jail jumps. and I walked back to the hotel, my buddy next door to me goes, I knew you were going to get arrested. I was like, you should have tackled me, dude. <laughs> Next question. I'm sorry, my brothers. <laughs> what was the worst booze one? Or was, I guess better question. Was there ever one of the booze slams where you actually thought, like, this is physically dangerous. I have to go get this taken care of. And not me, but my friends couldn't wake me up after the Devil Springs 116. I woke up in the emergency room with a tube down my throat. They should have taken me to the VA because I got free insurance there. So I got hit up with a $600 thump your pummies. Thump, yeah. Pump, Pump your, your stomach, stomach. Bill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, that was the only time. I never get worse. Uh, there was one time I thought I was going to die. The fish sauce slam. I didn't realize all the teaspoons of salt and yeah, literally all like, the sodium. People, <laughs> so people do that sodium. in China to kill themselves. So I'm running around Denver, 16th Street Mall, just Gatorades. I just couldn't get enough. I thought, <laughs> And I was just like, I, I did an aftermath of it. I'm like, okay, okay, because it felt like everything just got sucked inward. Like I wasn't sweating, <laughs> going that way to save my body. Right out, crisping away. I went to spit in the air, and it came back like a yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible! You needed a bag of saline. You said once that you don't throw up, and that you can't throw up. Is that just something you said, or? Can't, is no, that true? You can't I, I throw really up. don't have that puke thingy in my. I've tried it with so much stuff. I want to try that IPACAC, but no, I don't puke. I've never puked. And my mom never puked either. And she used to drink like a half a gallon of vodka a day and go to Jesus work. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a lot. That's of where I learned how to slam because I knew she had vodka under the sink. I'd have to slam it real quick while I was doing dishes. What was that noise? Nothing, Mom. I just dropped the Tupperware ball. You know what I mean? We both be sure, drunk. Yeah, we Everybody knows. We've all been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to smell vodka on somebody's breath when you got it on yours. Yes. That's a T-shirt right there. I'm not a... proud of my alcoholism, and that's why I'm dropping it out of my um, entertainment career because YouTube was just a resume, and it's working. I'd love but... to go into details about it, but yeah, I was I was around a company with a tractor trailer full of equipment. So call them independent film. I don't care. That's a lot of equipment. <laughs> I based my movie career on trailers of equipment. Once they're 17, you know I'm got Angelina Jolie. She's available now. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> you know why she wants sole custody? Because Brad Pitt likes to do cocaine and Molly and passes out till noon. You know, she can't leave the kids there alone. It's not like he's cheating on her or he's gay. Oh, Hollywood's hooked on cocaine. I can act without it. You want a line of coke? Hell no. <laughs> I'm crazy as it is. Jesus, give me the script. I'm doing the backwards. You know what I mean? Smoke your tobacco off the screen. <laughs> no, dude, you don't understand, man. Oh, I'm, just, just, I'm, just, I'm watering these plants over here. I'm, I'm watching for the neighbors. <laughs> so you mentioned being arrested. You, you sounded like maybe that wasn't that big of a deal. How many times have you been arrested, and what was the most serious of offenses? All my arrests came from me being drunk. I haven't been ever no arrested. No way! Yeah. 
But uh, anyways, I was a victim of a lot of circumstances. Sure. It's hard to believe, but yeah. I've literally tried to break up a fight and was almost beaten to death by a police department. Um, it's the just whole department! Like, <laughs> uh, I don't want to say Commissioner, get a few licks in. <laughs> but either way, we called their police department Little Shop of Horrors. They were brutal back in the early 90s. But um, what was your question again, sir? Uh, how many times have you been arrested? And Oh, yeah. Defenses? Um, probably, like, I'd say 12. <laughs> 12 Sad to say. Well, um, one was for marijuana possession as a teenager. One was for breaking into my dad's house after he threw me out and having a house party, but he dropped the charges. Um, then I fought with the police a lot. Um, that was four or five times. And then I broke battles with the law enforcement. (laughs) I was a hero to that city. I broke up Uh a bad um, prostitution sting where undercover cops were going right up to cars and presenting themselves. And then they would arrest them. And I was like, that's entrapment. I got to stop this on my 10 hydrocodones. (laughs) So then they beat me up there. And this dude pulled my ID out. And he goes, ho, 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 guess who we got here? Mr. Chris Shuey. I remember dragging him through an alley 14 years ago. And then I went on a spiel how they sent away an innocent man for six years to cover up the whole incident. But either way, some people don't want me alive. Come get some. No, so, so maybe they'll make another one of those making a murderer documentaries about you. It sounds like there's all kinds of strings to be told. Uh, I'm the next that's... Forrest Gump, bro. My, my next movie will be Forrest Gump. When I hit that million <laughs> subscribers mark after 15 more years, and I'm that angry grandpa, but I've like literally like saved certain, you know, portions of Africa. It's going to get epic, man. Which people which just laugh portions, at me now? But you which areas of Africa do you think are the most uh, in need? Uh, we got to definitely hit the West Coast in because we got to take care of all the terrorism before we can actually bring ships of food in because they're just going to try and control it. Uh-uh. So step one, book so up, step book one up. Is oh gosh, you nice is here. I'm gonna be like this with my fucking like, over here. Put the corn over there, man. Put the corn over there. Not your first corn. time. Yeah. Why are you uploading right, so many out, videos man. right now? I'm just looking at your channel. You're uploading 30-second and one-minute videos, and they're all like three hours ago, three hours hey, ago, three hours let ago. let me five. give you my sign-in info right now when you guys upload a video, me talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is, one of your videos is Shoe Nice Nursery Rhymes Remix. Did you like them, right? It's like, you know, Hickory Dickory Doc, every bitch wants my cock. I don't know. <laughs> I was giving shout-outs to Andrew Dice Clay. He's one of my heroes. He would tear up an audience like Don Rickles and just walk away with everybody pissed. I love that shit. Deal there's with a, it. You came to a comedy show. There's a four-second video titled yeah, Good Night. Sparky, 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 Sparky. Come here. Do you want a little treat? Come here. <laughs> Is he giving his dog tobacco? No, yep, that's what he's doing. <laughs> he's he's giving himself some tobacco, <laughs> or maybe he is giving. I don't. I don't know what the fuck's going on over uh, I ain't got the time, but you know, hurry up, shoe nice, hurry up. I mean, is that just that always leaves me at this point in time? That is. Is that a Trump mask? <laughs> um, hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on a second here. 
Can anybody tell I'm dating a chick at a Halloween costume store? <laughs> this one is freaky, though, man. That's, I scared that's one. the shit out of people. All right, showtime's over. Next question. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's all your math. So, get, how did you get, get, get hooked up here. with the? Get, get. How did you get hooked up with the Vice people? Like they they reached out to you and wanted to do a documentary. Yeah, that was that was a guy from Motherboard, Dan. Watched, loved my videos, and he just threw me down on their table. And literally, when the one lady found out what I was doing and for what, they just within like a week they were coming to my house or my hotel at the time. <laughs> How did they react to your plan to sit to solve world hunger? Oh, they loved it. I mean, we started out with a handshake. By the time we left, they were just hugging me. And they, they actually turned that documentary into a TV episode on their Viceland. And it's on tomorrow at 4.30 your time. If you got the Viceland channel, that's an epic channel. I don't care. I watch that all day. But it's been on. It's repeated now. But I love that. I mean, Tosh.0 can kiss my ass. What a bunch of losers over there at Comedy Central. I've been on that show. Cute. They just use you. Yes. They don't care about it. <laughs> they, they sat there and they ate their buffet of food in front of me, made me eat all this fake garbage. I said, I'd rather eat real roof and tar than brownie mix that's been sitting here for a half hour. Don't ever disrespect so me. So you were unhappy with the craft <laughs> services at Tosh.0. <laughs> I, just, I just, you know, I, what pissed me off the most is me and Ty, yeah, pictures, whatever. Get out of here, dude. You're a loser. I went home and um, they were like... I took their video they put on their Comedy Central YouTube. I didn't go take anything off their website. Mm -hmm. And I just posted it on my channel, not only to promote Daniel Tosh, but to promote me as being on Daniel Tosh. Sure. Because I thought it was cool. And they got YouTube to give me a copyright strike. And that cost me money in the end. It just downgrades your channel. And I told them all to suck my dick. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Was, was there anything else interesting about your time with Tosh, like, behind the scenes that nobody knew about? Like, any impressions of that guy? Like, you said he's a real loser. Did you even talk to him that much? or was he? It just was Daniel on his way. Daniel in the building. He'd come around the corner. He looked at me. He knew I was funny, and he had to challenge that. And I kept making him laugh. They kept having to stop. I was going off cue, saying my own shit. They left some of it in, but I was supposed to answer only what they told me to say. And I didn't do it. So they finally just let it through. There was like 15 employees that weren't even working there that day, but they were in the studio where they had the telethon because they just loved me. And Daniel walked in. How many more people can we get here that aren't doing anything? Get your skinny ass up on stage. I got to go on a flight because you can't even put me in for a night after the show. You know? Mm -hmm. I like literally got done eating chocolate shit for them. And they had me in this car with some haji dude. <laughs> I'm running through L.A. to get back to the airport. I'm like, God forbid Country Comedy Central ever gave me two nights at a hotel. Next question. So I, I saw on the bus. <laughs> I, like your, I like your style. You're like, and next. Like, it's usually Woody who, who does that. But, but I, I like it that you're introducing that. <laughs> I saw next by question. saying that you were, you were in Iraq. Um, we keep we've been to Iraq so many times. Forgive me, but I'm not sure which time you went. So, what years were you in Iraq? Well, I was the one where we rescued a country, <laughs> Kuwait. Kuwait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good time. Okay. 
But no, right. it was cool, man. Um, basically, I joined the Army just to go through basic training in AIT to get that money because me and my buddy wanted to move to Florida. I had all intentions of quitting the service when I got out and not even going to my one weekend a month. So but basically, I tried to build back into with my sergeant, but they didn't have a unit in Florida. I came back to New York. The guy's just like, I'm just putting you on IRR, which is Individual Ready Reserve. So when Baghdad started getting bombed in 1991 and Saddam's cutting off everybody's heads in Kuwait, I was sent over there through an IRR program. I didn't have to go. I could have just ditched them, but I said, no, I'm going to go over there and beat these mofos asses. So I actually called them because my mom had called me and said, the Army's looking for you. I just said, hey, when do I leave? They're like two days. I'm like, what? Jesus, I maybe have a week. You're like, oh, man, can I change my mind now? No, we got your number. You're going. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Giants beat the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl, and I got on a plane to Iraq. I held up that Wide plane right. to watch that kick. Wide yeah. right. Wide Remember. right. Yeah, sure. I. That was a big night for me. I want to so talk it's about nice it. talking to people oh. my age. What year was that? Dealing with the, 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 the rugrats of the internet world. It's nice talking to people with actual brains. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't mean that, you two people. Yeah, I did. Go ahead. <laughs> Next question. Uh, right. So what did you do in Iraq? Like you yeah, were in yeah. the army, well, were you I was infantry? A 51 kilo, 51 kilo plumber. I was combat engineer kind of, but they didn't need any plumbers when I got there. But uh -huh. I was with the Bad News Bears group platoon. We just all came out of everywhere together as a group of people that quit the army. So <laughs> they would put us on the back of a five ton and we just headed out into the desert for two days and two nights sleeping right underneath the stars until they found a unit that wanted you. Well, we pulled up to this unit. Captain opens up the doors. Move them cots over. You said you want another guy. We got one. So they send me in with these two other temps that weren't going to stay there, but they had to sleep overnight. They had to move all their stuff. Now, I'm the only white guy in the tent. I right. don't care because I'm not prejudiced. Right. But when it came shower time, yeah, men weren't created equal. My nickname is Jimmy Dean Sausage, you know what I mean? Either way, I don't know why I went into small white penis stories, but yeah, I was food supply, and I just fed everybody and all the units out on the front lines. They'd send back their five tons, their cooks, boom, 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 make deals with people. When you got the only refrigerated truck in the whole company, sure. yeah, you own shit. <laughs> Next question. Did you I shot a camel. I didn't shoot any humans, thank God, because uh -huh. how can you be a messiah when you took the soul out of somebody's body? I did shoot a camel because I hit him the day before, but I was going to turn that into like I hit a soldier and he died in my arms and I went back to America to tell his wife and we fell in love. Isn't that a great movie line? I don't know. Why did you kill the, the camel? He was still in misery. We backed over him. He was trying to, they tried to get food out of our lots because we had goat's milk. You could drink it in like 120 degree temperature. Uh, Not me. I stuck to sand. <laughs> was there anything that you ate over there that was new? Like a new weird food or something? Yeah, I, I, everywhere I've been in stages of life, I've entertained, entertained people by eating whatever I can to make them laugh. No money, no internet. Internet, no fame, but um, I did MREs without dipping the stuff in water because it's all like dehydrated. So you'd pop like a square of peaches, and it would just blow up in your mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so you, your income is is YouTube money, right? That that's that's where your your cash comes from. 
YouTube. Wow. Oh, look at Woody. He's repeating a question, uh, Taylor and FSFPS. I got uh, yeah. you. Oh, now, yeah. I got, like, YouTube. Uh, we sell T-shirts and hats. I got uh, an annuity for a broken back for the rest of my uh, life. Okay. Um, I do stripogram sometime. Of course. Hey, baby. Oh, you didn't ask for the young college guy? You asked for Jack Nicholson then. Show me your titties. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like it. A, a stripper that asked the bride to join in. Hey, this, my new apartment's pretty cool, though. It's a uh -huh. condo turned in from an old farmhouse. If I had to jump out my window over here because of a fire, I land right into the yard of a pit bull and a Rottweiler. That sounds bad. Yeah, not, this is only temporary, bro. I'm going to California. Out What's of there? Denver. And uh, Denver's dead, man. I just got to go west, and I'll land that job. I'll take Flo's job from Progressive. Mm -hmm. I'll be the next All-State guy. You're in good hands with All-State. And I was also in an old movie like the A-Team. <laughs> so hey, have you ever seen... your dog's on. I'm in an interview here, you know? Eat. Have you ever seen anything that, that, that you thought, you know, that, that wouldn't be for me? I wouldn't eat that. I wouldn't drink that. Is, is, there, any, do you ever, do you, is there anything out there that you feel that way about? Two minutes. Uh-huh. All right, then. Not even, not even, not 30 seconds. So he's fucking crazy, right? <laughs> like, we all agree that, like, there's something wrong with him, that, that I, it's I'm a little so... cruel to continue this because he's so fucking crazy. I'm like, bouncing back and forth between, like, earlier I was like, okay, he totally is into his own shtick. This is an act. And then the more I've listened, the more I'm like, no, this, this guy might just be a crazy person. I heard that. Yeah, hey, let's, I'm trying to listen. figure it out. Um, I'm a character on YouTube. Seriously, I've uh -huh. always just loved to act, and it's just a character with a stomach of a billy goat that's, and the penis of a mule. That's why I asked <laughs> about the money thing twice, because like, I, I, I don't mean to hurt your feelings with this, but you strike me as a crazy homeless person. <laughs> I wish I didn't eat my facial tissues. I'll just blew up my eyes, you meanie. I knew this was a troll. I, I, I feel like you're a crazy homeless person who for some reason has YouTube money and therefore is just a crazy person with the home. Right? Like, like <coughs> some, some of the things you say sound to me like the things that like a, a guy I'd walk by on Skid Row might say, like, like, like it's know. really out there. And that's why some of the most smartest people are geniuses and they're homeless. They just can't deal with the masses of idiotism. But they usually don't say things like most smartest. So or idiotism. <laughs> <laughs> Harley's going to laugh at that one. Uh, See, that I, I, that's I, the troubling thing is is you're I way didn't too know Harley was here. He's not. I, 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 oh my god. Have <laughs> my YouTube. I, your whole existence perplexes me. Like you you are I, you're a little crazy. Do you, do you know that you're a little My crazy? God, is that a real dude? No, that's a, a oh, that... dummy that he shoots. Oh, shoots. Oh, yeah. dude, that dude's got to join my um, compound when I know the world's going to end because I just have it all in my head. Right? be 10 years, but it's going to happen. Oh, man. So, so circling back to the little bit crazy thing, you know, other people don't say that or think that. A it's... lot of people have said that to me ever since I was a young kid. The biggest argument against... Nah, the it's not crazy. like I'm crazy as I'm, I want to kill people. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You know, I don't scam people. I don't rape kids. It's just like... But they let them all say that because when people see that on the YouTube streams, they're like, what? He's a scam and rapist. I got to go see his channel. 
and then I got him in the trap. So when we turn the cameras off, do you settle down and like stay on one topic and, and, and operate in like a straight line more so than you are right now? Because you're bouncing no, from yeah, thing to I thing. Just, my mind changes like that, bro. I don't even know what's going on right now, dude. I mean, it's just like it just changes all the time, man. I just I can't live in the same spot for a while. Can't stay with the same woman, and I can't blame it on the war because it happened before the war. Uh-huh. I had a helicopter land on my head. Sure. I fell through a skylight thirty feet, and landed on my head, and I don't know. I still feel the same. Chiz, our manager that you spoke to, he was in the the camp that you were just fully crazy. And my kind of argument to him was like, actual really crazy people aren't intentionally funny with like prepared quips and stuff. Like, and that yeah. was my thing. Of yeah. other than that, though, you you are really doing giving a Daniel Day Lewis level performance for the past six years of being <laughs> a crazy person on the internet <laughs> because that's like it's so believable that like i we're all really in tune with the internet on this show to the point that we'll be like that's a troll that's not a troll that's fake that's real watching your channel it's like oh okay he's it's just a joke it's just a joke and then you'll upload 400 videos of 30 seconds uh, with with nonsensical titles and just bizarre uh, assumptions in, in the content and it's like okay well where are we at now like it's if that's your goal, you're you're puzzling people exactly the way you want to. I don't even know where you may get this from. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? No, what it was perfect. Is- he responded to me saying he was a little bit sane by saying, "Oh, you know, whatever," and then he drank some glue. Like it's, oh, I, 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 it's I, like I, a Chris. Was- it's like a Chris Farley kind of Jim Carrey, like Will Ferrell. Do you just? It, it doesn't matter if you're at a a high school prom or whatever. You're the one dipping your head in that punch bowl. You're the one taking everybody's emotions and just ripping them out of their souls and snapping them back. When I say, "Just kidding," I don't know what it is. <laughs> His Do I mind even have doesn't... to wear these? <laughs> if you don't I, want to, you I don't, don't have know to how you're hearing me. You... Watch this strip. You can oh, see okay. him in here. Let's see. He's eating. Uh... So for people listening audio only, he's taken his iPhone pods and he's swallowing them. They're, they're going to go down his throat, it would seem. And, and I'm guessing he'll pull them back up and recover them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going just as planned. <laughs> well, there's, there's, there appears to be... I can't do that with glue, glue in his mouth. You gotta have a clear path. Uh, what was it you were trying to do? Swallow it? No, I can put an earbud right down here, and I'll show it to you through my esophagus. You gotta get up close. You can see it, and then I pull it back out. And if it just breaks off the end, it just goes down like a tampon losing its string. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all know that. The um, aside from pot, what drugs are you on lately? Just weed, bro. I, I quit the pills. Honest. No opiates. No alcohol. It's just uh-huh. marijuana. Are you feeling a lot better? Like healthier? Oh, without a doubt. I, I like I said, I work out. I've done. I did my first chin up, and the the fucking group went crazy. But these guys are professional fighters, and I can't announce where I'm at in a gym because haters will just order pizzas to their place and sure. just destroy their delivery service. I mean, there's some evil dudes out there. <clears throat> you know what I mean? 
I do. Yeah. They've destroyed people's lives. They've gotten, like, the guy that made a website for me, they called his work, and literally they said, we're sorry, you're a great employee, but we can't have this, and we can't change our number, and they've gotten people fired over YouTube. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I love let's, uh, people. <clears throat> let's watch this much. video. So, so this is a, like, two-minute clip from Fear Factor. Um, I love Fear Factor. I re- I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan and all the things he does. So yeah. it's fun to go back and get a little uh, nostalgic view of Fear Factor back in the day because it's, if you don't remember, toward the later seasons, it got really fucking gross and nasty. So this video is called Donkey Juice. You could have absolutely won every single Fear Factor oh, if you had gone out. And especially in the competitive scene with the can, I just go ten times over. I mean, I'm like, really? Uh, that was like a show I watched and always wanted to be on. But it kind of came out when I was, you know, doing things in life where I wasn't really looking at that. It wasn't no YouTube around or whatever. But new fear fact: I'm going to be on the next America's Got Talent in the trial stage. I was supposed to be on this year, but another guy beat me out in the eating category, and they banged him out. And the dude came back because an intern brought it to a person. And now he went from one show where I was on to AGT. And he goes, dude, do stand-up comedy. I guarantee you, you'll go past the whole meeting everybody in the audience. And you'll be um, itinerary right to semifinals before they go in front of the judges. So many rounds. But I'm going to put it together, a good stand-up comedy routine. Rip on the judges the first time and at least get to the semifinals. Cut me there. I got 100,000 YouTube subscribers from it. But we don't care about subscribers. It's about TV and Internet spots that are in uh, syndication forever, guys. I know I sound like a Looney Tune, but just stick with me and everything will be fine, Woody. And I don't know if you got all the questions you wanted out today, but um, I got to just say goodbye and I'll come back some other day. Time, time to go? Yeah. It's a sad goodbye. This is, thank you so much for coming <laughs> on. It's not goodbye, it's farewell. Yeah. Yeah, because I want to come back because if Harley gets all these chances, so do I. I'm a little (laughs) nervous today, and I know I can come back and calm down and talk like a human being. Scout's honor. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, you want to tell everybody where they can find you everywhere online? Yeah, I'm Shoe Nice on YouTube. Shoe Nice, like a nice shoe backwards. Hey, Woody, are you all right, bro? Is this always your personality when you're talking to people? Not always, no. I, I feel like you're really perplexing <laughs> me, man. Like, I don't I, I, I don't know. Sparky, come here. See, th- this, is, this is an example. <laughs> you, your attention span doesn't last long enough to put, like, plates and forks and knives That's on a dinner table. That's what I tell table. all my ex-girlfriends. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't sit in a movie for more than ten minutes. I'm going to the bar next door. I haven't seen you on one topic for more than 30 seconds. It's amazing to me. How does a human exist with, with like, a goldfish attention span? I know. It's kind of crazy, man. Kind of? that's... That's what I mean, bro. Stick with me and you'll see the whole master plan when it comes to an end, bro. Uh-huh. In 10 I appreciate years? your time and I'm oh. going to leave you here. All right. Thank you for having me on and thank you for the glue. My pleasure. <laughs> thank you for the glue at the end. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, that, you know? Okay, that was the most, that's the quietest I've been for the first, like, how long have we been doing the show? Hour and a half? 
it, it was hard to get, get get anything in. There was there was no reason to try and break in because that was just interesting stuff in the same way that like looking through a book of Ripley's Believe It or Not is interesting. <laughs> like you're like, oh man, I would never want fucking toes like that guy, but that's pretty neat. Like <laughs> watching, listening to the way he thinks and. See, I, I said this while you were gone, Kyle, I think, is that he uh, he couldn't be fully crazy because he has too many prepared jokes and is intentionally funny too often. Yeah, yeah. That, sure. he, if he were actually, like, Chiz thinks he's actually, like, for real crazy. Yeah, I think that I, Chiz will change his mind after watching this. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, he, he is bizarre and funny, though. Um, that, that was interesting. Um, and he told more bad jokes than good ones, which I also liked. I like that. That I'm gonna be. That that's the kind of like interview. Which first of all, I fucking love how he framed it as us all just wanting to interview him. Where he's next question, next question, <laughs> next question. Keep it going. But oh man, he's. I'm gonna be like f- four years from now. I'm just gonna start thinking about that and be like, God, what the fuck was up with that? Like this is this is a life. I don't know. Maybe now. I'm naive. I I think he's. I, I think there was not much show there at all. I, I think that's the guy. I bet right now he's not much different than he was a minute ago. And, and I don't know how he even gets through his day. Like, how do you drive someplace 10 minutes away when you change topics every 15 seconds? Well, he's clearly a peculiar guy. I, I would say he's definitely going to struggle in day-to-day life with just his sort of manic nature that I don't think is an act. Um, some of that was an act and some of it wasn't. He's an odd guy who puts right. on an act. That's what we that's got what here. So um, just you know, just keep that in mind. Let me do <clears throat> right ads. Let me do an ad read, and then let's watch these girls drink Donkey Kong. Oh, 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 is that what it is? I don't want to yeah, watch that. Yeah, that's what that. it is. Oh, come on. She drinks thirty-two ounces of Donkey Kong, and All her, right, fine, I'll watch it. And I think it's like her <laughs> twin sister. I think her twin sister drinks like twenty ounces of Donkey Piss. And they're in these big beer mugs, and they and Joe Rogan is like, "Come on, you can do it!" But really, he's like, "Oh my God, it's just <laughs> pretty good." So let me uh, let me read a little uh, adver- advertisement here. Uh, we should have had Shunice read that. <laughs> no, we shouldn't have done that. Tired of eating the same bland food while trying to stay <laughs> healthy? <laughs> See, this would be great from Shunice. <laughs> Nature Box has the solution to your problem. Making smarter choices doesn't mean you have to eat boring food. Nature Box makes snacks that are full of flavor and none of the junk. Nature Box makes over 100 ridic- ridiculously delicious snacks that are made with better for you ingredients. Simply choose what snacks you want, and why, and they are delivered right to your door. Some of our personal, inf- some of our personal favorites are the peanut butter nom noms, the chocolate hazelnut granola, and the praline pumpkin seeds. Nature Box is constantly adding new and interesting snacks for you to discover every month. Plus, they believe you shouldn't eat something you, sh- you don't like. So, if you try a snack you don't like, Nature Box will replace it in your next box for free. <clears throat> You can't do that with any other snacks. So go to naturebox.com slash PKA right now to get two bags of delicious snacks without any of the junk for free. That's naturebox.com slash PKA for two free bags of bold and unique snacks delivered right to you. Naturebox.com slash PKA to get two bags of free snacks. Snack healthy, snack easy. Naturebox. I've always admired companies that have that business model. That say, you know what? Just let, let me send you some free bags. Every I'm time so I read it, I'm confident. like, is it really just yeah. free? Like they're they're that confident that if you get some free stuff, you'll become a paying customer. 
Yeah, I, I'm sure they would notice if you guys, if like a huge percentage of you guys went there and did that. There's no reason not to because they really are tasty snacks. Like I miss having them. They only sent, sometimes sponsors will send us like a constant flow of their product, it seems like. So I've always got razors and, and cookies or whatever, but I just got the one little shipment of Nature Box and I, I, I eat that up in like a week or two and I'm missing it. I want more Nature Box. I, I guess I'm going to have to pay for it. I guess it makes only makes I sense. I should sign up because I didn't get anything free. Oh, it's really tasty. I, I like did go stuff. to the, 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 they give the hosts this like hidden special website to tell them what you like. I did that, but they didn't mail me anything. So I should get my just subscriber two free things and see what's up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like their stuff. Um, they make jerky too. I don't know if you like jerky. I don't, but mm. I bet it's good jerky. I bet it tear my fake front teeth off. <laughs> The I chipped my teeth a tiny little bit. Oh yeah, I remember, I remember that. Yeah. So let's uh, I... let's watch this Donkey Juice oh, video because come on, it's it's only like a you minute forget. long. All right, I'm ready to go on the Donkey Come video. Yep. <sighs> well, <laughs> three, sorry. two, oh, so hold on, one seconds. I'm oh. star, sorry about that. Three, two, one, play. So I started at zero. We all did, right? Yep. Okay. Oh my god, I haven't seen the show in so long. For the Fear Factor juice stand. And this is what we'll be serving. Donkey semen. Oh my god. He's got a big like Kool-Aid pitcher like from the Kool-Aid commercial full of cum and piss. And you will throw your horseshoe towards that pin. These chicks are really hot, by the way. Are they twins? I don't know. I think they might yeah, if they're not twins, they could be. Like, like they're both hot, like fit, like long brown hair, like really fit, like midriff showing, and like <laughs> dress the same too, right? Yeah, yeah, they're like they're dressed identically. They're they're both hot, and they both did a terrible job. They're right into it, drinking the piss oh, they're cum. And, and she's killing that cum. Oh, it's so thick. She's got like. Oh, she, she drank all the cum. And the cum's all over her, like, sports bra. <laughs> the cum's on her mouth. the hardest thing I ever had to watch. Can now? Yes, you can puke now. What's you waiting for? You girls are monsters. I'm done. Nope, nope, nope. The guys should drink it now. Fuck you. The guys should drink it now. Let's see these twins. Oh, oh. Man, who? I'd be really upset if I was the cum guy and my my twin got pee. Really? I totally yeah, prefer the cum. You the cum is going to be thick and viscous, and you have to gulp it down like a like a hundred percent food. See, I guess it's to me like, well, cum is meant to be swallowed, and pee is not even a food. No, no, <laughs> is a food, and they both oh, came from donkeys. Oh, <laughs> don't cum. Say it again. I said donkey cum is not meant to be swallowed. Well, I mean, it, it's it, just donkey cum. That's the only variable in there. Otherwise, it's supposed to be swallowed. Did you see at the end right there where Joe was like, oh, you have to finish this last little bit, and there was like maybe maybe like a, a an eighth of a load of donkey cum in the <laughs> bottom, and she just had to go, and she'd already like been over the bucket, like, <laughs> and she just goes, look, picks it up, and you can see in her eyes, you can see the second where she's like, I just drank this whole amount of cum, and now I gotta polish it off. And so she just goes, <laughs> just kind of like half vomits as she pours the remaining ejaculate down her throat. That's horrific, and that is not worth. Thinking back, fifty thousand dollars is the prize <laughs> of 
grievous financial trouble are these people in <laughs> when they need $50,000? Unless a gangster is going to break your kneecaps when you get back from your Fear Factor trip. Like, I feel like you get there and they're like, all right, you're going to guzzle Donkey Kong. They're like, oh, really? Last episode, they ate some earthworms. So I'm fucking out. See ya. <laughs> After you divide that in two and pay your taxes, they're each taking home about twenty grand. Because they're a team, right? Do they get 50 yeah. grand each? or 50 Yeah. Grand? They yeah. could get a brand new, lightly used oh, Honda Civic. Because actually, no, no, no. I th- so I'm not positive about this, but it was always 50 grand, I think. So I think on that, that's like the special edition that they did in the later years where I, that was either siblings or twins or something like that. So I think they changed the prize money when mm. they do that. So it's like a $100,000 episode or something because it's like groups. Rogan was amazing at that. Only he could have done that show the way he did. Like, he would be a psychologist in the way that he would talk people into doing it. And he, it wasn't like, do it, do it, you're a pussy, right? Every middle schooler can do that. It was like, you know, they would have to admit that they're a quitter. And, you know, like, they would have, there was a certain defeat and shame that came with not drinking Donkey Kong or whatever it was they were going to do. Like, the, he, yeah. Have you seen when they ate the cave spiders? I'd like to see that. They're alive. They're alive okay, cave let's, spiders. Let's see if there's a small clip of that one. That sounds more palatable. I just watched You know that it's a bad thing they were eating and drinking if eating a live spider is more palatable. It's it's not the the stunts are cool, but it was really Joe talking them into the stunts or making leery people ready to do it. That was the neatest part of the show to me. Well, basically, like, he had that same tonality that, like, you remember playing second grade soccer, and it didn't matter who won, and all the parents knew that, but the coach, who was usually just the dad who was the most into it, is there like, yeah, you got it, like, keep going, come on, you got it, like, run ahead, and it was like, even as a kid, you're like, you know it didn't matter, but it was like, well, I don't want to let anybody down. Like, I, I want to try my best. Like, make the coach proud. Of course, not me. I hated soccer. I was terrible. <laughs> but that's what Rogan does. He kind of makes, he takes it away from, like, oh, come on. You can't handle it into, like, you can do it. Only a little bit more cum left. That can't be more than six ounces of cum. Now it's way no more than four ounces. You got it. You got it. You're a cum drinker. Like that. All right. So what's really cool about this clip, it's one minute long. Look at Joe's. So Joe, it's, it's exactly what you guys are talking about. He's pumping the girl up, convincing her to eat the spider. Look at his face, though, when she actually does eat the fucking spider. All right, ready, set, play. I hope it's what I see, where Joe gets her to convince herself. We'll see what we get here. You guys are gonna have to eat these African They're hideous. Oh, those are atrocious. Oh, they didn't they got, show like, them. Uh, a pet. Grab it, keep going. He's not telling her to think about it. <laughs> Look at that black guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't believe it. Oh, when they're oh, scared of something and, and he psychs them up for it, I, I, that's to me the genius in the show. The he worst was... part of Fear Factor was when they would take a break from like the spiders and donkey juice and be like, this this 
challenge. You have to do this super scary trampoline onto a zipline. It was that was always shitty. I hated that part about the show. The only entertaining, compelling part was the eating and drinking of horrible fluids and bugs. Oh, or, or they had to lay in bugs. Sometimes they'd put that like uh, uh, saw. If you ever saw like Saw Two, where they have those boxes with like razor wire in it. Yeah. This was that same kind of box with no razor wire, but it was just a, a, a cube over your head that you could see through and everybody could watch. You had goggles on, and then they just come over and summarily dump like 10,000 centipedes on your head. And then it was just a close up cam of you going. <laughs> for like 15 minutes, as, there, as Joe was standing next to you going, Come on! Don't give up! You got it! It's crawling on your face! Not gonna hurt you! It's alright! Oh, That's what nah. it was. You didn't like it? No. Nah. Look, that, that reality show that we did in my backyard that Sam won, the prize money for that was the same fucking thing. Like, fuck all that shit, man. I'm not drinking Donkey Kong. I'm not doing that stuff. It's outrageous. It was not... You're right. It wasn't nearly enough money for the awful, like, scarring things that they would sometimes do. There's a whole montage of, like, Fear Factor quitters, and he'll, he'll really make fun of them sometimes because sometimes it's just a really pretty girl... Who like got through the process? However, um, there's one of them. It's like it's twins again, and they've got huge boobs, and they have to swim through this like tunnel of water, and it's really claustrophobic. And she's just like, she like touches the water, and she's like, nah, nah. He's like, you're just quitting. You're just quitting. She's just quitting. Everyone, look at her. She's quitting. <laughs> He's like, you're the worst contestant I've ever seen. She won't even try it, and she didn't. She was like, no, fuck off. <laughs> like, that's Did you see where other ones? Uh, those uh, like I have more respect for her for going. Okay, no, no, I'm not doing that. Oh, you're not gonna do it? No, I already told you I'm not going to. I'm an adult. I don't need a new Ford Fusion that fucking bad. Screw you. I'm not doing this. Whereas other people are like, I'm not drinking this this horse cum. He's like, oh, you're not going to drink it? Look at this. Steve doesn't want to drink a little bit of cum. A little bit of cum is going to turn Steve off this $50,000 prize. And he's like, well, I guess if he's pretty like that. <laughs> he starts that, that like The way that he would convince some people was almost like reminiscent of like date rape. Like he built Cosby people into it. Like, oh, you can't you can't give up now, baby. Like, oh, you know, yeah. you got to put in that money. You're going to go home a loser? Oh, what, what are your friends and family going to think when you go home <laughs> a loser and they say, oh, Samantha, you couldn't drink just half a quart of orangutan shit? You couldn't, do, <laughs> you couldn't just drink half a quart of it? You know little Johnny's in the hospital. He needs help with his medical bills. And you couldn't muscle down a little bit of primate poop. <laughs> Did you see it when he broke I, up a fight? A, a contestant attacked him? I don't Joe Rogan didn't? No, oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah, that sounds yeah. familiar, but I don't What happened the was a, a girl punched a guy, and Rogan treated it like a contestant punched another one, right? Like, like in my head, it was like, oh, I had a girl punch a guy, but it was a girl. And he's like, no, no, you can't do that. You, you can't just go hit him. You know, he's mocking. She's like, he was being a dick, and he was. The, the contestant goaded her and got under her skin. And he's like, you just you can't just go hitting people. That is not okay. And uh, then, if I remember right, her boyfriend got aggressive with Joe and pushed him or something. And Joe, like, immediately, if I remember right, like, landed a guillotine on him or something. And he's like, they, you can't hit people either. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Only I can hit people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I, I'm sure it would be hard to find. But, uh, yeah, it, it, to, to watch Joe, yeah, let's look for it. Let's look for it. Watching this, these little clips, like I didn't realize 
how long ago it was that this show was on. Because I used to watch it all the time. And now even, like, Joe Rogan looks so much younger. They got, like, those, like, big late 90s, early 2000s polo shirts on. Hmm. Let's see this. Uh, first this one I it. found is really low quality. I, oh. Well. Uh, you linked one, Kyle? I linked one. It's, it's, it's standard def. Standard def. I think we can deal with a little 480p. All right, let's try it. I'm queued up at zero. You guys ready? Set. Play. Victoria, Jonathan, it's over here. Account. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is it. She's got it. Hey, 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 oh, hey, what are you doing? I don't know. She hit him hard, dude. What are you doing? That's a little dude. That's a little guy she hit. <laughs> but be your asshole. You can't run up to him and hit him. In previous shows, I've upset a few people. I've ruffled a few feathers, if you will. Victoria might have been the most agitated I've ever made anyone. I mean, she punched me as hard as she could. I mean, she held nothing back and knocked me back. Look, if you and your husband hit each other, that's one thing. You don't run up hey, and hey, hit hey, other hey, contestants. Hey, no, hey, 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 no, hey, 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 no, hey, hey, hey. After yelling at his wife the entire time, he's sticking up for her. He got in Joe's face. And then he got too close to Joe. Please, please. Oh my God. He got too close to Joe. <laughs> he got too close to Mr. Bowman. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, it was a Muay Thai clinch. He didn't get to him. Wait a minute now. I think they didn't show what happened. What happened was he got close to Joe and Joe attacked. <laughs> yeah, they kind of like they they skipped it. There was a little jump cut in there, and suddenly yeah. Joe's got him by the plum on the back of his head in a Muay Thai clinch. Like, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It seemed like maybe the guy was just up front. Yeah, he got too close to Joe. Doesn't mean he hit Joe. It doesn't mean that he like no. He he provoked Joe. Joe, Joe he, after him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joe put you know, grabbed the plum on the back of his head, pulled it down, and and I couldn't see that Joe. Need him in the face or anything, but they didn't should have gotten him in one of those like MMA like feet wrapped around him holds from the back where he's like you're gonna drink this cum and that fifty grand's off the table you whore <laughs> muscles it down his throat just oh, oh. you don't hit people on my show it would be I was funny. on fucking uh, news <laughs> weekly or whatever the hell his show was news news radio, uh, yeah. News radio. <laughs> Yeah, not a great show. Not a great. Show. I enjoyed I that it. show back. I liked in the day. it a lot. Every one of the actors on there, it, it had a career. Like they were all mm -hmm. kind of like medium to kind of me medium high level like actors in their own regard. They all did a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Andy Dick was on it, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Phil Hartman is that his name? Yep, Phil yeah, Hartman. Yeah. He was killed by his wife, uh, in the late nineties, right? That's Murder. Right. Yeah, very sad. He was involved yeah. in The Simpsons as well, I think. He was. Yep. Yep. Part was written for him. You may know him as Phil Hartman. Yeah. Hi. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. Man, was the first hour of this show really good or really bad? I don't know. <laughs> We've Look, talked about having a whack pack for years. I, I don't think he's whack pack material. Um, because to be a whack packer, so so here, this is a discussion they have on the Stern Show all the time about who is in the whack pack. They mm -hmm. they they stop and like classify it and like, well, this guy, but not that guy. So for one thing. They can't have a job or a regular source of income that they can kind of keep up with. Like if they're able to like follow a schedule and show up and work for a boss, 
they can't be in the whack pack. It's it's usually good if they're not really. I know he kind of fits that profile. It's usually good if they're not really even aware of where they are in the world. Like they're just kind of in their own little world. Two for they're two. Not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So far we're back a thousand. It's also good if there's some sort of a freak. You know, they've got some sort of weird thing about them. Like they they fart continuously, or they queef, <laughs> or they like be vomited on, or they eat glue. So there's that, but there's then there's the other thing. There's the attention-seeking bit of him. Yeah, I think he would classify for maybe the stern whack pack. Like he's not much different than like a high-pitched Eric, I guess. He's 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 he's. I guess so. I don't know. I don't think he's. I think he's putting on an act though, because I think high-pitched Eric on the stern show is putting on an act. I don't think there's any. I don't think he's like retarded or. I mean, he's definitely off. He's peculiar, but. He's not as crazy as he's putting himself out there as. He yeah, asked me a... if I'm always like this. And in my head, I'm like, motherfucker, that's the question I ask you. Like, I, I, is he always like this? He, he was whack-packing on. Like, Some of the most smartest people um, would agree with him, would he? Yeah. Well, that's irrefutable. And they wouldn't take kindly to any of your idiocisms. <laughs> not, not one of those idiocisms. Good yeah, that Lord. was fun. I'm glad we had him on. I've been wanting to talk to that guy in some way for years. Uh, like I was with I was with Harley in L.A. Like maybe a, I don't know how much longer after he'd had that phone call with Shoe Nice, and it's interesting to hear both of their versions of that phone call. Um, but I just I remember like Harley's genuine opinion of that guy is that he's too crazy to work with because um, that's what he like told me in a back alley in Los Angeles while I was trying to vomit up the drinks that I had consumed for his stupid fucking show he was like yeah yeah he's really crazy don't deal with him but but that was fun are the charlotte riots getting national news on the level that the ferguson riots did or like the milwaukee like to me no no No, not at all no it's because you guys are all anti-gay we don't care we're we're like you know what they had it coming (laughs) i'm anti-gay i I, uh yeah because it's dominating like the you know i'm in raleigh so i'm like the next biggest city and in uh, North Carolina, and to us, it's like a really big news story. I'm hearing about yeah. it constantly. Do you want to see these guys beat someone up? Let's yeah, watch this I've video. watched all these, but I'll watch them again. Check Is it. this the one where they like pull the guy's pants off and like drag him around a parking garage? Yeah, that's a real gay beatdown. Let, let's watch it. I'm queued up at zero. I linked where it in like there. A black guys grab this white guy and you, know, you got to be 18. Are you ready? No. Almost. I got to sign in. Gotcha. I am ready. It was frustrating to me. Yeah, it's been a it's been a real shitty, shitty time in Charlotte the past couple days. It has. So, you guys ready? Zero. Ready, yep, set, go. play. Oh no! So they're dragging this guy through an underground parking lot or parking tower or something. They're stomping him down. He's shirtless. They're pulling his pants off, too. They're kicking him in the head while he's down. Oh, he's, he's on down. his hands and knees, mostly naked. I can't tell if he has underwear on. I, I, I think he was naked. They, they stripped him naked and left him in the yeah, garage. I'm sure he was. I, I, it's frustrating to me. Like it, 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 From what I can tell... A black police officer shot a black guy who wasn't complying when they asked him to put his gun down with a uh-huh. black police chief, and now they're just kicking the shit out of random white people in parking lots. 
it's because they're racist and they hate white people and they're using this as an example to uh, exert some of their hatred and violence. Yeah, that, I mean, that's all that it is. Like, if these people knew the actual story, or even if they didn't, it wouldn't inspire, like, you know what? Yeah, fuck all white people. Fuck them. Look at that guy, white, in Charlotte. What a dick. Let's strip him down and beat the shit out of him and drag him through a fucking parking garage. Like, it, it really is. Kyle hit it on the head. It's people who are racist and bitter, and they see this as a perceived slight on their entire community. The fact that it's a black guy shooting a black guy doesn't matter to them because they just—it's it, like just excuse making. To, the dead to guy's family went on Facebook, and they said he was just—he's a father. He was just there to pick up his kid. He was just he was reading si- a book. He's sitting in his car reading a book, and the police are like, "Yeah, there were no books found on the scene," which I find very believable. Um, yeah, uh, and then they said like he didn't have a gun. And then it turned out, well, he he did have a gun, and which dr- pu- pulls into question everything else they've said, which yeah. is like, okay, like now, wh- why should we believe you about any other things you are saying when the simple fact of the matter is you, you lied on something that you knew was going to come out? He was but at the end the on the street. When it, let me let me go, jump in. He was on yeah. the street walking around. They were trying to serve a warrant to somebody else, and then. Uh, the police like asked him about something or, you know, like I guess met him and he went back to his car to get his gun and then didn't comply with police orders. After, Like, why did you go to your car to get your gun while the police were trying to talk to you? Like, what's happening there? What could possibly be like innocent going on in that situation? And uh, and then the police ended up shooting him during some of that. And that's that. I will say this. I think they had body cams that weren't on. Fire them. Mm. Fire those guys immediately. Like, if anytime the body cams aren't working, fire those cops. Get rid of them. Like, I'm done with this bullshit. I, I hate this. Like, I, on the police side, sometimes I hear, like, they want their privacy or whatever. Fuck you. Fuck you. Every bank employee has cameras on them day long, all day long. Everyone at Cisco. There's little smoke half-dome things in the top. Yeah. Maybe you have them at your place of employment. Um, it, like, everybody who works a cash register at Wawa has a camera on them 24 by 7. Yet the police somehow feel like they need to be able to operate in secrecy. Fuck you. Fuck you. Cameras all the time. And they're not biased. They just tell the truth. Whatever that truth is, that's what the cameras tell. The police should be excited about having cameras on them. And if they're not, I worry about why. Yeah, like that, if anything, if you're just a good-hearted police officer, the addition of a body cam on you probably is really relieving. So that if something does go down, you can be like, oh, thank God this is here recording it. Uh so that they'll see this person coming at me with a knife or whatever, and that I'm I'm exonerated. I didn't just go after them, uh, and people didn't assume the worst because the angle from my cruiser didn't quite see what was going on, or I got an incomplete picture of the situation. Uh, yeah, it's just a, it's really shitty that I'm, all those like they're they're riots down there, and media is only calling them protests, which is ridiculous. And it, it's it's some some people are are so fucking stupid. They think that any condemnation of these protests or riots is somehow it, maligning the entire african-american community when that's ridiculous the overwhelming majority of the african-american community i'm sure looks at this and is like oh my god are you fucking kidding me like come on this is like oh thanks for for making you know our community look good in the media for all the actual people out there who lump people in by groups and we'll look at that and say oh look at that just black people being black people like it's just it's bad for everyone 
Like nobody benefits, or maybe I maybe like some secret cabal of you know Bloomberg people do, but probably not. <laughs> I saw a um, uh, a video, and this guy had it's a woman. She was DUI, cute little thing, and uh, he pulled her in, and she managed to slip a phone into her bra. And then later on, she went into a bathroom and started making a phone call. But the cop had a body cam the whole time. And she's on the phone with her friend saying, I got this covered. I'm going to tell everyone he sexually molested me, that he touched me inappropriately, etc. And uh, he hears her, but more importantly, his camera's picking up this audio. It's on YouTube now. And as she comes out and starts telling the world that he molested her, or I forget what her story was exactly, but there was some sort of sexual impropriety in it. Uh, he's just laughing at her, knowing that his whole interaction with her was recorded. If it wasn't, then what? Then what? You know, like, do you not take a woman, a woman who screams rape seriously? I, I, it's, I'm just happy it's recorded because yeah. she wasn't, she, she, heck, she should be charged with a crime. You know, yeah, it simplifies things, and there's no reason not to have it. Like with all this shit going on, there's it, it just would make it so much easier. But then at the same time, it's like they could release a body cam of, you know, uh, a black guy aiming a gun at a cop, and even if that cop is black and shoots him, it'll still result in a protest somewhere because they the the problem with like the paradigm they fit stuff into is every single incidence of what they perceive to be bad or evil, isn't just an incident. It's not just a bad thing that happened or an unfortunate thing that happened if it was a justified shooting. It's still not fortunate, still unfortunate. And they make those incidences and conflate them to be, ah, it's not just this incident. It's indicative of all of American culture. All of American culture is racist, which enables this. And it's like, that's that's why I think people don't like the Kaepernick thing is because it's it's not really actually opening a dialogue. It's just moving the goalposts of the dialogue to be that any sort of violence by police <clears throat> imposed on black people just or 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 unjust is the result of America being racist. And I don't think that's true at all. The fact that this is a huge dialogue in our country and has been for years shows that, you know, when a black guy gets shot in the street, there are no white people out there going, woohoo, yay. Like, w nobody does that. If that was happening, then point me to it. But I don't fucking see it anywhere because most people see that shit and they go, that's abhorrent. That really sucks. Even if they did do something bad, you know, I still feel bad because they died. Like, it's, I don't know. Maybe I'm just spouting too much at once right now, but it's bullshit. The Kaepernick thing... The I'm almost pro-Kaepernick on it, and I might not be if I knew more, but it seems like, all right, here's a guy who's protesting silently and peacefully, right? Isn't that what we want? Like, you might not agree with this protest, but when a guy protests peacefully, I feel like what you do is you listen and, and hear what he has to say and see if there's a problem here that needs to be solved. He's not looting. He's not beating up guys for being white, it would seem. He's, he's, he's not... He's just protesting peacefully. And that, in my opinion, just deserves a listen. That yeah, of course. It's not the fact that it's... It's not saying that he's a bad guy for doing that or that that is on the same level of protest as what's going on here. It's obviously not. It's a respectful... not Maybe not... It's intentionally disrespectful to get people's attention. But it's, it's quiet. You're not rustling a bunch of people's lives up. You're not fucking with people. But I think the reason people don't like it is because it's pushing... Or I guess 
propagating this false narrative that is these incidents are due to America being racist. You know, the police, it's not 20,000 separate precincts. It's a big cabal of evil people who just hate black people. And when that narrative is pushed, it just furthers this chasm between urban communities and the police because everybody in those communities is going to be more likely to be like, oh, well, you know, they really are out to get us. They really do hate us. And the cops are going to be more like, well, we got to go into this like uh, walking on eggshells or maybe some of them out there are going, well, we got to go in, you know, punch them twice as hard first so that we are we're ready for it. Like it just it doesn't so, actually move forward in solving anything because it pushes the wrong problem. Let me lay this out there. So, so they're peacefully protesting in Charlotte. They were. And the police came out and said, it's time for you guys to disperse. And, like, with hardly any time between, hey, disperse and action, they're putting tear gas, tear gas in the crowd. My wife was watching it, and she's like, you know, it really seems like the police are escalating it. They had peaceful protesting. The police go in with the tear gas. I don't know if you want to call that a violent response or not, but you hear where I'm coming from. It's an escalating response. And now the people are, like, swarming and misbehaving. What if, I, like, 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 hypothetically, I'm sheriff. It's like, guys, you're going to laugh at this. My name's Sheriff Woody. I see you're protesting peacefully. You know what? I brought ice cream sandwiches, and I'm going to hand them out to the crowd. All I ask is that you don't block traffic and you don't break things, and this is all going to be okay. Like, how would that do for community relations? How about if instead of handing out tear gas, you had ice cream sandwiches? They that... would they would mob the ice cream sandwich salesman and tear off his pants and rape him <laughs> and pilfer his ice cream sandwich See, cart I... of all its tasty treats, and they would laugh at Sheriff Woody. He's not selling them. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's, he's giving I, them I away. I, also don't, I don't fully buy that they went get out of here and then started hucking tear gas immediately it was on maybe a live was stream quick. maybe maybe they didn't wait enough time i don't know the details you could be totally right there but someone who has tear gas land at their feet doesn't immediately go you know this cause that i was just peacefully protesting for trying to get my voice out there trying to make sure that i'm heard fuck that fuck my cause i'm gonna go do i'm gonna be counterintuitive to what i just said i was going to do by running into that 7-eleven over there breaking all the windows and stealing shit or running into the um, fucking whatever well, sports teams are in Charlotte. Have you ever been team. part of a mob? Like I, I, I feel like oh yeah, you know justification comes in a really <laughs> weird thing. I have, and oh, uh, yeah. um, like I don't know, like it, you're you're at one point angry and for a cause, and then it becomes a free for all, and you're just angry at the world and shit breaks down. That's what the police it, did. Though. Well, it, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. You know, it, it, they should be sane and they should be making good decisions. But justify it or not, it might cause it. And what if they befriended the black community? What, what if they took all those protesters and said, you know what? Here's some ice cream sandwiches. Here's my ear. I'm listening. What do you have to say? Maybe an ice cream sandwich gun so they could launch them into the crowd. <laughs> that might be misinterpreted. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure those are sandwiches, Bob? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shotgun shoot anything. <laughs> um, I always want to, I don't know, I want to see them use some of those future weapons that, I'm always, that I used to see on the Discovery Channel like six years ago. I, I want them to like bring out the big, powerful hose that shoots glue. I want them to just glue a whole slew of people together so they're all tacky and crawling on the ground trying to get away stuck together that would or help use one with of the traffic though 
fuck it. I, they got a special, you know, spray to dissolve it later. But let's get a sticky. Let's let's. <laughs> hey, next time. Sticky. Let's get sticky. <laughs> you'll, you'll look out there. There'll be like thirty pairs of Jordans just stuck to the sidewalk, and not a soul in, <laughs> not a soul inside. See, to say something else about those, how they went from like the peaceful protesters to the people running, like ruining shit. I don't think like a lot of people seem to be implying that all those people holding the signs or whatever that were being peaceful for hours suddenly just dropped them and ran into a store and started destroying shit as an excuse. As with most mobs, I feel like it was mainly a lot of people trying to be peaceful and then a few people perceived it as being shitty and they quickly got everybody who wasn't really there seriously, just the people who are there because they know it's an opportunity that they can loot and steal, cause mayhem, have fun, no accountability. Like, that's the kind of people that that atmosphere would draw but by no means i really don't think that the people who are actually really serious about black lives matter i may i may disagree with them but i don't think they're bad people i don't think they immediately drop their signs and then go loot like i think it's i feel like the chaos can lead to destruction you know they might go in there with one thing in mind and then it turns into destruction i've told this story before but in fast forward people love this um i was in high school there was a guy a classmate i didn't even know him very well he was a year older than me and he was a senior, and he went to this party where there were college kids. And he went there, and he tried to pick up a girl, right? That was his crime. And uh, the college kids beat him up. They hit him in the nose, and they broke it. So he comes to school the next day, and he has this, like, plastic V-shaped sort of nose guard on with maybe tape across his eyes and two black eyes. And everyone was like, oh, my God, what happened? You know, like, how did this happen to you? So, uh like the whole school hundreds of people go to the house where the party was to get like vengeance or justice on these guys that beat him up but they just weren't home you know i don't know if they knew they were coming or what like whatever but when everybody got there they just weren't home and uh this little girl she had a twin picked up like the for rent sign in front of the house and she's like you pussies let's get the house and she starts like hitting the house or something with the for rent sign well it wasn't long before they smashed down the front door and uh i rush in the house i don't know i didn't really have a plan but everybody was <laughs> rushing in the house right like everyone was to be left behind yeah what if all the good shit was gone by the time you got there well like i was i wasn't far from the front if i'm honest like i was maybe the like 18th person out of hundreds to rush into this house and when i get there the first scene i see it's an old like crt television that sat on the ground um some guy has a vacuum cleaner and he you know he's in his backswing like a golfer (laughs) (laughs) he's coming through and he hits the television and breaks the television and i would assume damages the vacuum cleaner as well and i saw that and i was like now that I can't even get the glass up. I should not be here. And I turned out and, uh, and like, everyone's scattering, right? Like, someone might even yelled, like, run! And the police were coming. <laughs> and uh, I ran for, like, a block. And then I decided to walk as if nothing had happened. Like, that was my strategy. And as I'm walking home, probably beat red and sweaty and nervous and whatever, uh, the police picked up me and my partners in crime and took us to the police station and started questioning us. And and it's funny that, like, dude, everyone, uh, not me, I swear I didn't do anything, but uh, aside from walk through the front door, but, like, there were so many people that caused destruction on that house. 
tens of thousands of dollars of damage in like a minute. You know, just people <laughs> ripping everything, destroying like it. Like piranhas, yeah, ruining just, a home. Oh, <laughs> just wrecking this home because they rented like it to the wrong home makeover, but the evil version. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, Juarez family. Dude, so yeah. <laughs> imagine everything's wrecked. Drywalls torn down, carpets destroyed, every appliance ruined, just trashed in a heartbeat. And they're all like, you know, who did it? Who did it? Who did it? Ours <laughs> now. Hundreds of kids were like, oh, it was Dominique, this like 90 pound little girl. And the cop is like, how can this be? How can this be? We have 300 witnesses saying it was all the girl with the for rent sign who did it all. And uh, like she just watched and said, stop, stop. You're right. (laughs) This girl, she could hardly crush a grape. Yet they just they everyone pointed the finger at her. And in fairness, she did turn, I, I guess, the. Hundreds of people were like, oh, they're not there. Eh, oh well, I guess there's nothing to do. And her, she turned it into a mob, an active, like, destructive mob. And um, that... Like, mob definitely a thing where, you know, you just get kind of caught up in the excitement of it, like at a concert where, you know, if you were all, if that same group of people were all at Walmart Superstore in the granary, grain aisle, whatever. Been playing too much Civ with saying granary. But uh, in the grain aisle, they wouldn't just start, like, moshing, trying to get their favorite bread. Like, it's just the environment that you're in at the time, kind of. But, yeah, yeah, I, I can see that happening. I just... I, I, I can the, see like, putting the tear gas in a crowd. That that could be it, but I also just... The, you need the, that heat ray. A heat ray? Yeah, you haven't seen that? They've got this thing. It's like mounted onto a big truck, and it's like a, it's shaped like a shield, but turned the other way, and it shoots a beam of heat at at, at you, like a like a beam of infrared heat. And it's like uh, they say it's like opening a really hot oven, and it being right in your face, and it it shoots over long distances. My you hit him um, with a heat ray. My the guy that taught me how to fly a paramotor was a riot policeman in Berlin uh, before he taught people how to fly paramotors. And uh, I asked him about it. I was like, like, what did you actually do? Like, I know you're a riot cop, but like, what's your role in this thing? And he's kind of a thin-billed guy. He's, he's fit, but he's not like a power lifter or anything. And uh, he's like, so here's what happens, right? You've got a row of people up front with like body armor and shields and stuff like that. And he's like, they're on the front line and people are yelling at them, maybe even like throwing things at the shield. And he's like, that wasn't me. He's like, I was the guy behind him. And a guy with a shield will like look at a crowd and find like a particular troublemaker. That one. So then they open up and then he and like eight other guys swarm through the hole that they opened up, grab someone, pull them behind the row of shields and they close ranks. Oh. And they, yeah, and they, that, that was his job. Like they'd all just you know, open up. Grab a person, throw them in the paddy wagon. Open up, grab another one, and it's before long. It's like, oh man, everyone who screams at these cops is getting tossed in the paddy wagon. They start behaving, he, and and he told stories with this like glee on his face. They they had a um, <laughs> they had a, a water cannon, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. So the water cannon, Kyle, you talk about these future weapons. This is a today weapon that's pretty yeah, awesome. But- uh, it's a 1960s weapon, unfortunately. That's why we don't use the water cannon uh, here in North America anymore. Apparently in Germany, it's still alive and well. Because like, they, they, they put the water cannon. The way they did it, I like this. In German, of course. But they're like, hey, the water cannon's here. You guys need to disperse. We're going to shoot it in five minutes. Right? And, and everyone mills around or whatever. And then they say, hey, three more minutes. We're going to shoot this. At 60 seconds, 
you know, it, it begins almost a <laughs> countdown, you know? So when they start going 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, the people that You're are there, for it. yeah, the people that are there have chosen to get squirted, right? They didn't just <laughs> fail to disperse. They're, they're like, it's a, it's a bit understated. Yeah, you yeah, know, right? I mean. So they're like, hey, squirt me, squirt me with your water cannon and see what we got. And usually, once they get wet, people in water are just like, ah! clothes are wet and they run but every once in a while and he was excited about this a guy he had no shirt on too and he's he's like built he's like arnold schwarzenegger or something and he's like flexing like hit me with the cannon and they shoot him with the water cannon and he doesn't go anywhere he's just getting hit like in the uh, sternum hit me hit me he's not moving and the cops are just like oh all right i guess he wants this they turn it up to full blast. They hit him with the water cannon. He shoots back like 30 feet, sliding like <laughs> there was a skateboard under him or something. Just like 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 a pressure washer and a piece of dirt. And he flies backwards, and, and it's like you can't beat the water cannon. Like, a, there's no human that, that, I don't know, if a hippo could stand up to a water cannon, they That's win. the message of the day. You can't beat the water cannon. Yeah, you can't beat the you water cannon. You know what, cannon. it's a... It's a- I never thought about why we don't use the the water cannon. Oh shit! I've got a video because of <laughs> the past of it, but it does make a lot of sense as far as like breaking up a crowd, like very little cleanup. Oh, I've, right. is this the guy that dies from it? I hope not. Let's start from zero. This is Turkish police using a water cannon. Are you ready? Yes, Taylor. I am ready. Three, two, one, play. Oh shit. This guy's like, give me a squirt. Oh, yeah, he wants to be squirted. Come on, bring it. You know what? Fuck your big water truck. Oh, he kicks a water truck? What is he doing? He He didn't even scratch it. Like, yeah, I hit your big fucking water truck, you pussy. Full blast! (laughs) 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 He wanted to be squirted. He wanted to be squirted, but I think he might be dead now. (laughs) They're all like, you killed him! You killed him! Okay, to be fair, like, they should, like, they hit that guy right in the bridge of his nose with that water cannon. Like, and they hit him with, like, a, like a Star Wars laser kind of bolt. Like, they they just went, and there's the water hit him so fucking hard. It flipped him over like one of those wobbledy woobs or whatever that kids have where you can't knock it over all the way. And he flipped full. 100%. Oh, you're right. Oh, my God. He's stuck. He, he didn't flip full. He just landed on his back. I, in my mind's eye, they hit him in the chest. Like, that. that's what I saw. I'm watching it back now at quarter speed, everyone seeing it. And, uh, yeah, he, he kicks it. He's going to fix his hat. He's going to take his position in front of other people. Like, don't hit them. Hit me. I dare you. And and they're going to see it in a second on the on the show. He gets hit right in the nose. And it's right. a I think that guy's dead. I think he's knocked <laughs> out. I honestly think that guy, like, not just from the water. Just he hits the, the pavement that he's standing on oh. so hard. In any case, he's done fighting water trucks for the day. I guarantee it. Yeah. Up until that moment, though, they've been using like the sissy hose that just kind of wets everybody. They're kind of misting the crowd, like hitting hey, the get floor. Out of here. We'll, I, I we'll saw them aiming wet. at the ground and just ricocheting water at people. Sorry to yeah. cut, cut you off, but yeah. 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 But, but then I kicked the truck, and he was like, "Come on, come on, fucking hit me!" They were like 
Food power! <laughs> like somebody, it's like a princess bride. Like, like he, he click, 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 all the way up. <laughs> Not to insanity! <laughs> when they hit him with that hose, it knocked him fucking silly. That was a big man too. Like he's two hundred pounds at least. Probably That's a heavy guy getting thrown around. Like it's it's surprising to watch because you don't ever see water used that way against people, and you don't realize how powerful it is. Not anymore. You're not gonna, did you see it, of the Charlotte protests, the reporters that were just getting hammered and the shit beat out of them, like in the middle of their streams? There was one like CNN guy, which first of all, like anybody, CNN, like you're the news. You should have taken one look at that and been like, okay, we're going to do like a tomorrow morning piece. Fuck this. <laughs> like, no, we should not be futzing around here. Me and my white crew. You know, with all of this stuff pointing. And this guy was just standing there talking. And this guy from the back corner, I shouldn't laugh, it's not funny, runs over. And one of them, he just kicks him right in the side. And the guy just goes, oof, and tumbles to the ground. The other one, the guy, like, gets, like, a body check on him. And he falls to the ground. Like, it's, it was just mayhem. And it was crazy under, undercovered. That was, all, that was all candidate. Charlotte, or was that Milwaukee or something? One of those was Milwaukee, I think. Uh, but, yeah. uh, no, they might have both been Charlotte. Because yeah. I know Charlotte's been a pretty bad one. It, so let me uh, let me slip an ad in here, and then maybe we could talk about Stop and Frisk. Okay. Sure. I'll be right back. Yeah. Who do we so, got? So, uh, Squarespace. This episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. We, do, we want everyone to remember that. Uh, when you use Squarespace, your sites will look professionally designed regardless of skill level. Uh, there's no coding required. They use intuitive and easy-to-use tools. Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology powering your website to ensure security and stability. They are trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. You can start your free trial today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use offer code PKA to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. So, whether you're starting a business, building a portfolio, or just expressing yourself online, remember to sign up today and go to squarespace.com slash PKA. That's squarespace.com slash PKA. Check them out, build your website with Squarespace, and you won't regret it. That's a guarantee. Is it? For me. For me. me. (laughs) Hang on a goddamn minute. I don't know know if you said that or not. They said you'd like it. Yes. Yeah. All right. Did we so do you want to end? talk about? Yes. Oh yeah. Which one did we do? Uh, Squarespace. Ah. Your favorite. I do like them. Yes, you do. Um, so Donald Trump said that uh, he has the solution. He is, of course, the law and order candidate. Um, he says it's stop and frisk. He wants to br- bring back stop and frisk. And what do you think about that? Ah, uh, it's multifaceted, right? Because on the one hand. I don't want to be fucking stopped and or frisked at any time. And from that standpoint, I'm pretty inflexible. And under no circumstances do I want you coming and fucking fucking with me, right? Like 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 what do you always we always talk about like when we've got to buy the marijuana for our dying mother-in-law or whatever or our dying mom or dad or whatever and we're like, like that's the day you get stopped and frisked, right? Like like I don't want anybody stopping and frisking me, and so therefore I can't have them stopping and frisking anyone else. Uh, yeah. I, I do think, however, that stop and frisk could be effective, especially if it's coupled with racial profiling. <laughs> I, I do like. It's really confusing because stop and frisk is something that that did uh, work in New York. Like crime did go down from the time they implemented that 
until they, I guess, stopped doing it. Um, but it's the same thing you said. Like, I guess it's Fourth Amendment, unreasonable search and seizure, where that, that doesn't seem very fair. So just because you're walking around and some crime happened a block away and the police are like, well, we better just, you know, there's about 15 guys walking around. Uh, that guy looks scary. That guy looks scary. Oh, that's a little Asian girl. Well, no, not for her. Like, it is a violation, I think. So even though it might reduce crime, I just don't like the idea of cops being able to just say, yeah, crime happened nearby. We have to frisk you. Oh, really? What crime? I'm going to tell you that. I don't it opens the door crime. to too many other violations. Like, like once they have that power to, to do that, they'll be able to manipulate that law. And all of a sudden, they're like, they're knocking on your door and like, oh, well, I see you in there, sir. Let me just come on in and come here a minute. Let me see what you got in your pockets. I know you're just sitting in your living room, but let's, let's see what you got here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh-oh. You just lost your house. Like, like yeah. I, I, I also feel using yeah. their powers every step of the way. So I feel like you can't give them that stop and frisk thing. Yeah, uh, it's too much power. For the police to have, and they don't. It just seems like you can't trust they, them. The fact it. that they can just come over and say, like, "All right, I'm going to frisk you," and they don't have to say, like, "Okay, well, there's been a robbery there, and we're concerned about this, and that's the reason we're stopping you here." I feel like it could easily be construed to be like, "Oh, look at that guy. Looks sketchy." Hey, I'm going to stop and frisk you. Oh, hey, Bill, was there a crime here yesterday? Well, there was a there was a crime around here, probably. Like, I don't have to tell you shit. I don't have to tell you shit. What have you been up to tonight, huh? You tell me what you've been up to tonight, you know, just so, well, I, I don't know, what, why do I have to answer that, officer? Well, because, you know, crime is about, and What crime and you was committed, officer? Oh, that's police business. <laughs> you leave that to the police, ma'am. Now, you tell us what you so on, on racial profiling, I remember there was a presidential debate, like, 8 or 12, probably 12 or 16 years ago, it was old, and uh, I don't remember who the black candidate was, but just picture, like, three white guys and a black guy on stage. And they said, how do you feel about racial profiling? And one by one, the white guy was like, no way, terrible thing, can't do it. No way, terrible thing, can't do it. And then they get to the black guy and he says, I support racial profiling. I, it's, it's absolutely insane to ask the police to throw away any kind of intelligence gathering that they do on bad guys, right? So I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, all right, you know, that." Race on its own, clearly not okay, right? We're stopping you because you're black. That's not it. But, like, I don't, if there was an L.A. King's tattoo on the tricep of, like, the last three murder suspects that came in, and I see another guy with an L.A. King's tattoo on his tricep, don't I get to say, like, you know what? I bet he, he was with those other three. You know, I, I bet this is not just a hockey team, but also a gang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the LA Kings are doing more than uh, cutting it up on the ice. Yeah, they're getting like 38 <laughs> shots a night. It's terrible. <laughs> so they're, uh, All that drug smuggling, no wonder they suck so bad at hockey. So it's like, oh, okay, so if it's tattoos, well, that's, that's intelligence that we can action on, right? My... Um, my not my friend, this guy I know that was a cop that I don't respect, uh, he was telling me that, this is a long time ago, when the drug dealers in that town, Ocean City, New Jersey, were open for business, they would roll up a pant leg above the calf. Seems weird, right? And, but, but that was a the thing. They, like, if, you, if my pant leg is rolled up above my calf, that means I'm actively currently selling. And the CIA would send messages through how their shoelaces were tied. <laughs> So the, 
that's interesting. Anyway, uh, it's like, all right, so that's like an active, like interesting piece of intelligence that the police have gathered. And now not just the potential customers know, but the police know. You see a guy with his pant leg up, you know, if stop and frisk were there, they would absolutely take advantage of that. So when it comes to racial profiling, if it's like, all right, you know what? It turns out that a group of people that do this particular crime often wear like Adidas track pants and wife beater t-shirts and they're black, then do you just have to like completely ignore that piece of intelligence that's been gathered when it's a piece of a larger puzzle? Do you have to say, no, 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 we're colorblind completely to, to the fact that, you know, mafia guys tend to be Italian and that uh, this <laughs> other group tends to be Jewish and this other group tends to be black. Yeah, it's complicated because Isn't ethically. It? Oh, go ahead. Well, of course, racial profiling works. That's why I said at the beginning that that stop and frisk only works when coupled with racial profiling. So yeah, it'll absolutely work. But you're gonna ruffle some feathers along the way. Yeah, it, it's it will reduce crime. Like I think that's been shown. I, there's probably someone out there who'll be like, oh, well, there's actually a lot of fucking reasons that happened. I don't. I, I'm not educated enough to know. I from what I can tell from a little bit of googling, it did result in a drop in crime, but. But I don't think we should give up any any uh, any more liberties for some supposed extra safety because yeah. we're we're plenty safe. Stop letting people scare you into giving away your freedom. So just yeah. don't search me, don't frisk me. Like if you see the gun hanging out of my pants or like blood dripping off my hand, like all right, let's talk. But like if I'm just walking down the sidewalk. Let me walk down the fucking sidewalk. Yeah. If a little more crime has to happen to make sure that police precincts across the country aren't able to just very quickly turn this stop and frisk into stop you whenever I want on a whim. Like, it's because you're right. It would totally get out of control if it was implemented everywhere. Like, I guess Trump wants to do. I didn't know he wanted to implement it everywhere. And I I don't care for that. Who knows it, if he does? The, you know, Trump says things. He'll take yeah, different he tends positions to not tomorrow. Say <laughs> yeah. yeah. He tends stop to and say. Frisk. I've, never, I've never once been a fan of stop and frisk. You could go back all the way until yesterday at 248 <laughs> p.m. And I've been a staunch defender of not. Oh, God. He, How bizarre was it when he broke out the Trump mask? What? When when Shoe Nice put the Donald Trump mask on. Oh, oh yeah, that was that I was a very Trump bad Trump mask. Trump mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, uh, I'm I, still not over that. There was a point during that where I just cracked completely up and just had tears. Uh, that that was pretty funny. I thought. I don't know. Like like you asked earlier. I, I, I guess I'm kind of switching around here. But you asked earlier. Was that first hour good or not? I don't know if it's good. I don't know what it is to the fans, to the to the listeners, viewers, or whatever. But to me, that was one of the most fun hours of PK we've ever done. Like for me, I I really enjoyed every bit of that, listening to to all yeah. of his madness, and, and that was fun for me. So so maybe that translated to a, a fun uh, show for the viewers. It's probably like the hour and a half ish segment that I've talked the least in my time on PK, and I was very entertained because anytime like i wanted to say something it was like no why why cut into this guy's time like let's see what what's fucking happening here like yeah you just try to <laughs> slow him down every now and then because he'll start in iraq and he'll end up getting you know like like to yesterday and you're like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. we got to yesterday like, let's go back to iraq yeah, you over being in an insane asylum like that was going out for coffee <laughs> and we didn't even we didn't even ask more about why he was in some sort of special unit in the army for people who wanted to quit or something like that. He was in some sort of like, like unit in the army of like people that nobody wanted because they didn't want to do their duty or something. And he got he was a cook and ah oh man, it's so much more. There's just so that's, much more there. 
that's part of what makes me think that he's not totally crazy and he's actually pretty clever is he uses the whole i have a short attention span this that and the other thing to if there is a question that he doesn't want to answer will give you a cursory little no yeah, goof around response and then before you know it it's like ah we asked about an insane asylum and he's talking about giving corn to kids in ghana and giving them a, their own youtube channel what what are we what what are we talking <laughs> i really about? I, I really liked the part where he said that I just lied. Where he was going to be a UFC fighter, he saved. No, no, no. it was when you asked him um, about what he said in Vice about his uh, wife kicking him out because of the fame, Mm -hmm. and he was like, "Oh yeah, I lied to them. She kicked me out because of my pill addiction." (laughs) 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 Oh, that's great. That's perfect. That's. It was so just stone cold honest. Just so honest and so quick. Ah, oh, no, that was bullshit. I got kicked because of my pill addiction. <laughs> <laughs> well, looks like you beat it, you know. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I really hope he's doing well, though, because it's clear that he really has a light-hearted kind of up look at his. What he's, I don't remember. Maybe he just just said alcoholism. I don't know if he had like a funny pun for it, but it seems if he really is struggling with that, I hope that he continues to do well because that would really suck on the show i see see like originally my idea was like we were you know trying to figure out how to how to use shoe nice what to do with him with the limited time we had with him and it's etc and i was thinking like why don't we have him start out by just drinking that bottle of booze like like kill an entire bottle of vodka or something and then we go from there and you know you know he's just getting drunker and drunker that was a good idea because i was afraid he would be too sane and normal on the show turns out that wasn't an issue <laughs> manic. Yeah, I was um, like, we need to get him, like, get a bottle of vodka in there so that we have in it like a crazy person on the show. No, he he comes that way stock. There's no modification well, he needed. Getting, well, he was getting high the whole time. I mean, you know, it's but, it's not like he came to a sober. Pot yeah. didn't do that to him. Oh, that was tobacco, no, by that, the way. <laughs> that'd be some really strong pot. <laughs> yeah. If, if he was, oh, yeah. when, he, when he leaned over to call Sparky, that was fucking hilarious, though. <laughs> And what he was like, is he giving his dog marijuana? Is he giving his dog tobacco? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> no, he's calling his lighter Sparky and, and smoking. <laughs> oh, right, his lighter Sparky. I didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> I, think it's good. Um, I, um, I, I like his hate for, for Harley, which seems completely unfounded. No. Um, yes. just, like, like, he, he, he was like, oh, let me explain to you why Harley's a bastard. And he's like, I talked to him on the phone once. Cocksucker! <laughs> and it's like, yeah, wait, what happened? You talked to him on the phone, and now he's a cocksucker. What happened in the middle? Oh, he said something about me and my woman. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't think he did at all. I think you're just a <laughs> crazy person. You're a crazy person, little, aren't you? The, so that the was little... I, 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 go ahead. Sorry. I, I feel like I don't want to hurt his feelings. Like I don't want to call him a crazy person. He might be you watching. Him homeless to his face. What are you talking yeah, well, okay, about? He is, I said he was like well, a homeless person. He's like a poor homeless person yourself. A crazy homeless person yourself. So how can you really help anybody? And I was, I was like, oh, that no, cuts no, no, a little no. deep. If you looked was... at the way he responded, if you looked at the way he responded to that, uh, he was clearly, like when we had the little conversation about how crazy he was, you could tell he was really enjoying that. He was enjoying talking about that because he was reveling in the fact that he has not only pulled the wool over our eyes, but the wool over the eyes of all of YouTube. He is quite possibly the best troll on YouTube. He's typing to us right now. 
He's still in the chat. Nobody removed him. <laughs> <laughs> he is typing to us right now. He's uh, to us. He can't we, hear us, like, I don't think. No. I don't think. I, I hope not, or he's just sitting there listening to us. Christopher is typing. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, sorry I had to split, That's and sorry split. I tried to fit my whole life in one interview. That's what he wrote. That's okay. Yeah, That's no, all right. it's cool, bro. We really enjoyed having him on. But yeah. I don't know why I'm talking like he can hear me right now. No worries. But, had a great time. Hit us up when you want to do a drinking episode. Oh my gosh, you're a bad person. <laughs> we were having an idea of if he did like, I don't know, if he thought he could drink like a 30-pack in four hours, that me, you, my- and Kyle would have to team up and out-drink him. P- team PKA against Shoe Nice at beer drinking. Like, like we get each what of us What did I type there? Point. Three versus one drinking contest. Bring it, bitch. <laughs> Sweet. I am even most funnier drinking. <laughs> I am even most funnier drinking, says the word Smith himself. And then he corrected his spelling of funnier to funnier-er. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he's not crazy. He's just jokesters. Like, 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 he, is he, really just fucking enjoyed, he really enjoyed us talking about how crazy he was because that's like a solidification of the fact that he's like, nobody knows... What is up with me? People out there adamantly think I'm crazy. People out there think that this is all an act, and he's somewhere in the ether between I, those two. He, no one can pin him down. It's just like I said when he was here. I, I, I feel like he's just like a homeless person that I might cross on the street who says something about the world ending in 10 years and how he belongs in the UFC. Gotta feed the Africans, and, bro! Yeah, Get and, the hunger! And I just, like, throw Country a dollar and run in the other direction, you know, as a way to, like, separate and create distance. The cat's he, in the crater of the silver spoon. He's like that, except that he can perform this stunt that gets him YouTube money, enough of it that he can buy a condo in Denver. Like, if, if, if he couldn't eat Elmer's glue, he'd just be on a street corner babbling nonsense, right? He said he was in roofing for 20 years, so he can clearly hold down a job. He said a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Well, good point. Yeah. <laughs> He said that, like, he, he, oh, man, he's good at this. This, <laughs> this is hard. He's he's doing, like, some bullshit, you know, uh, detective psychological thriller thing where he gives us a thousand documents of information, and there's three that are semi-real. P- piece the mystery together, idiots. <laughs> like, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, I enjoyed his frequent mentions of like how good looking he was and how he like slayed pussy in high school and like everyone would dip their napkins in milk and throw it at him and the girls couldn't get enough of that. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe that. Really? I believe that he stood in his cafeteria and let people throw food items at him. Right, right. But do you believe the part about the good-looking class clown slaying all the high school pussies? Oh, that was clearly hyperbole. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was like, making fun of himself some there. Which, like, uh, making fun of yourself, like, that shows a level of, I believe you know, he was trying to convince insight, us of like, that. Straight-up crazy person doesn't have. You don't think he was trying to convince us that that was true at that moment? No. No, no, no. No, he was he was like, playing he that was up. Like, I was in bed with this fine ass bitch and Harley called me on the phone. And to that to me that means I was in bed with a real ugly woman and uh she was, I was masturbating. Yeah, I was watching porn <laughs> yeah. at the time. And I tried to pull Maybe. it off like that moaning woman on the side was a real life girl. <laughs> yeah, he he's definitely not fully crazy. Um not even that crazy, I would say. 
I think Chiz is going to do a complete 180 on his position with Shoe Nice because, and I did too. After watching the Vice thing, I was really like, man, maybe he is pretty crazy. I think- and then as talking to him tonight showed like, no, he's he's really just got a lot of people manipulated no. master. He's he does. crazy. He's crazy. I, I won't say that he never has a a thought that's you know bigger than just stream of conscious, right? Like obviously most of it is just stream of consciousness, you know, bouncing around here and there, unable to like follow a topic for very long. You ask him a question, he forgets the question halfway through. I don't think that was all an act. But I, I will admit that he's got a couple of like coherent, you know, gems that he can pull up when when it's appropriate. Still, I, I thought the stand-up comedy thing was 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 good and well practiced and interesting that he he like mm-hmm. prefaced it by like, all right, so we're in Austin, Texas, right? Real country crowd, lots of cowboy hats, and I'm like, I've been to Austin. It's not like that. It's kind of a hippie town. Yeah, it's, I don't think Austin you've is been the only. Yeah, Austin's the yeah. only city in Texas that's not like that. Exactly, that's the thing. Like, I don't think he's ever been to Austin, Texas, but but like that whole bit he had where he's doing stand-up comedy and he's like ragging on invisible people who aren't there like i was so confused by that (laughs) you could tell how confused we all were if you guys are listening to this now go back and listen to the shoe nice portion again because there are so many times that he finishes saying something and i kind of like look at woody's face and i look at kyle's face and i think to myself and i i can see that none of us have any idea what to say or how to even process what it is we've just heard because it's just a an avalanche of misinformation that, so, that you're trying to wade through in the way to an interesting question. When the dog barked and he tried to pick up Sparky, was there actually a dog or was he barking? Okay, so <laughs> there was a dog outside of his house and he made reference to that dog and made a little joke about it that wasn't funny at all. Um, but when he called, when he's saying Sparky, he's talking about his lighter. Yeah, let me feed Sparky here. What he means is he's going to smoke some pot. There was no dog in the house, though. He yeah, doesn't own a dog. No dog. He, he has no dog. That, <laughs> that was quite, I, I, He has no dog. <laughs> I didn't follow that piece like I should have at all. I, and it was... I, yeah, I, there was a dog, and he's, ah, oh, it's Sparky, let me get him, and... You know, hey, I mean, it was a stream of consciousness with that guy. You got to be pretty fucking sharp and like focused on him t- the whole conversation, mm. or you get lost in the weeds. It, 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 it was hard to stay on board. Yeah, because yeah, he's you know really cra- a little crazy. And, and, and I think people manic. are gonna really like it. I think they're gonna enjoy that part. I hope so. So what else we got? Um, I heard I know, Uber so was rolling bad. out self-driving cars this month. I heard that too, but. Is it actually happening? I feel I, like I've seen an update about self-driving cars showing up for the last year. I have no idea. I like that so much better. Now, it, now, so so here's one thing. I don't like Uber because I like the professionalism of a cab driver. I like that you know, he can either go be completely silent or he can carry on a conversation. And he'll kind of take cues from me as to which are best. But like an Uber driver, I don't know what I'm getting into or what, what this person's going to be like, what their reasons for being an Uber driver is. But it's probably not that they want to be a professional, like, livery driver, which is what a taxi cab driver is. So the idea of a car just showing up empty, and I get in, and, like, I can fart in the back, like, like all right, here we go. Got my own car here. This is perfect. That, that's, I would like that a lot. And it would be even better if you got to drive. If the Uber shows up, and you can get behind the wheel and go where you want. I heard a comedian say, buy that stock right now. There's a massive untapped market for rolling handjob motels. 
Oh, Ooh. yeah, good point. That's why I stop at hand jobs. I hear you, but like Get yourself a bang bus. Maybe too much movement would throw off the the gyro scope <laughs> or whatever is controlling <laughs> lanes. Maybe. Uh, Hopefully not. That would be a very well designed. Please stop. <laughs> Driverless Ubers are totally going to become like prostitute. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be a good place to film a porno. I really like. So one of my favorite subreddits is Hold the Moan. That's when they're doing like naughty sexual stuff in a you public. You don't have to uh, tell me about Hold the Moan. Yeah, but for the, list, for the, the <laughs> listeners out, I, I know what I'm saying. Hold the Moan is very good. Hold the Moan. Um, you know, they're doing naughty sexual things in public settings, in parked cars, um, you know, with crowds of people just behind them. Maybe she's facing the camera and like showing her boobs, but they're in a Starbucks completely surrounded, but only the camera can see her front. So she's like stuff like that. They'll masturbate in uh, like libraries and like they're like squirting in classrooms Sex in a changing room. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Big fan of that. So. That will be the next place to film your hold the moan uh, gifts for my for my use. <laughs> that actually is a good point. I hadn't thought about the prostitution angle for self-driving cars, or really just the having sex. In yeah, a, right. In a road. Suddenly, road trips get a lot more fun when you don't have to perform the duties traditionally associated with road trips. Yeah. Yeah, definitely so. It's not. It would be nice to be in the car and just be able to interact with the other person, like give them 100% of your attention, whether that's sex or that's, you know, I don't know. It, the future is now. I, I, I feel like an old man because, like, I'll get out a goddamn laptop every and, and, like, solve a problem so instantaneously that it's just, it's so much power. Dude. It's like, oh, we need a thing brought, brought in from the other side of the country, like, in two days to make this other big thing work. Done. Done. There's a whole. I just. I just. I just put a, a chain of events in motion that would that dozens of people are gonna fulfill uh, what I want done, and it'll just happen. And it's thirty dollars. And yeah, getting so questions I, answered. Like once you get the knack for asking Siri stuff, you know that's amazing. And Siri. Yeah, I know like fifteen things Siri. that she does, and then of course I can just ask her to Google stuff for me, and like that. This, I don't know. Something about that, the future is now. She is amazing. And Siri changed. So when she came out, she was just like a voice recognition system that like people programmed. Now she's a learning machine. She's Skynet. So like you ask her a question and she answers it and she's tracking how well she does at this. So she's continuously learning to be a better assistant through like genetic algorithms. It's the coolest thing. It's a... Uh, it's, it's a little scary, I, uh, but also not scary enough to not outweigh it in coolness. You know? <laughs> yeah. I never use Siri or talk to text because it just I can t I can type with my fingers on my phone so so much faster than having to go back and correct and you like, if you want to add if you if you don't want to look like a complete blithering idiot that has no punctuation and common words spelled wrong, then you just have to type it because oh that's not true voice to text is not there yet at least when I've tried it. You don't know how to use it correctly. So what you do is you say, "When are you coming to? When are you coming to my house?" Question mark. I would like to see you later today. Period. You put your, you say your, uh, uh, your punctuation, and it just does it and makes the sentences. I do that too, but here's the trouble. Like let's say I do just that, and then for some reason it says, "When are you coming to my mouse?" Question mark. I find it super tough to like just swap that M for an H. They haven't worked in either. I suck at it. Or that GUI isn't everything it could be. I think. Uh, do you use SwiftKey? Because I use SwiftKey. 
I don't. I think I just used a built-in Apple one. Yeah, it's a replacement I, um, keyboard. I've done a lot of things to to be able to 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 fix like typing and uh, texting errors. There was this. I I used to always ty- try to type the word have at H A V E, and it would make up this invisible imaginary word that Ab- I don't think is a word. Han H A N N E. And it was just like, what is this word? And I went, and the, I went and like disabled the word, so it can't even fucking be typed anymore. And it's so much, it's so wonderful. So I went and did that to a lot of like common typos and misspellings, so it just doesn't happen anymore. It's, um, I love SwiftKey. SwiftKey does this too, I know, but the the built-in Apple keyboard, if you do like for example, I do PKA in all capital letters. That might be something I type more than most people do. Now it's a thing. Like if I I can just verbally say PKA and it's a word in my dictionary that she knows is like in my everyday vocabulary and yeah. and it's pretty neat. Yeah. I, I, I like uh I like the stuff we're getting. It's cool stuff. We'll have the self driving cars soon enough. That's actually gonna actually gonna be a thing. I want a self driving um, R V. I feel like that really takes it to the next level. You know, self driving car though? is cool, no. but when you have a TV and a kitchen in there now you're talking, but you gotta be at the wheel, right? Like you can't le- you can't have what's basically half of a house careening down the highway at seventy miles per hour while you're in the back barbecuing and Jackie's taking a nap. Ideally, you shouldn't, but people will do that. Yes, <laughs> people will definitely do that. Can you imagine what it would be like for in- to be in an RV to ha- that had like a major like seventy to zero collision? I looked at. Or you like RV. run into a bistro somewhere. <laughs> barrel over like 60 people like that could happen i looked at buying an rv recently the the owners of this house had an rv that they sold it to us and uh so there's like a couple like uh, it shouldn't be a big deal breaker but there's like rv plugs and stuff here and there and uh i was like you know like some of the things that stopped me from owning stuff like that at the apex house was where where would i put it like what would i do with it now those things aren't barriers they're and, so cool ah, it, they're it, expensive they're expensive they're, they're like, and they're bad. Like, well, RVs are built like cheaply, poorly. For example, they're they're just like thin aluminum, worse than a mobile home, right? Thin aluminum. The uh, the little quarter round strips on the outside have like a quarter inch of overlap to the sideboard, and they always separate and they always leak. And then like guys are oh. telling me like, oh yeah, and then they, you you patch it with the tar or something, and then it leaks in tar. some other way. I don't know how they do it. And uh, maybe caulk, <laughs> maybe caulk. I don't know. And uh, and and they're just like <laughs> the, the trim around your house, right? It's all like nailed in with finishing nails. In an RV, the trim around is just held with like tiny little staples, like all, just to step above paper staples. Yeah, yeah, and yeah I know those things. That's the nature. of It depends the on the on the level on the level of uh, motor of like RV you get though, right? Because like whenever whenever they came to our place to do that. Um, um, that 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 thing with Sam and all those guys mm-hmm. with the prize money. They had they had two RVs they brought to like house us in, like if it rained or and I think people eat lunch in there and stuff. And they had um, supports like hydraulic supports that came down and like l- like supported the whole thing. Like it wasn't sitting on the tires anymore. It had like legs that it would mm-hmm. grow and like to level it. That it was so nice. I thought it was so nice in that thing. Like we were all like. I think they said it was like three hundred thousand dollars or something I like that. If you really looked at it closely, if you'd still think so, because and so I Maybe have a, um, I have a, a friend, a paramotor friend, and he's in the market for an RV, and uh, it seems like professionally he's set up in such a way that he can get a good one. 
And uh, he just, you know, he's stuck. Like, nobody makes an RV that he feels like isn't kind of junk. I was looking at junk ones. I was like, what do you get for eight grand? You know? Like, eight give, grand? Yeah, give me some 1992 You get an old van. school bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I thought about that, too. I'm like, all right, so if RVs are all kind of cheap and they're just a, a problem that you're about to buy, how about an ambulance? Right? What if I buy an ambulance? It's got two beds built into it, right? Oh, it's got a, a bunch of storage. <laughs> traffic issues are <laughs> solved. Like, what if I bought an ambulance and, and uh, they typically are overbuilt? They're like big diesel engines and last forever. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I think about buying something. But then every time I look at it, this is what happens. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. It looks like I just need to be in this thing for like $8,000. Well, shit. That's like 80 nights in a hotel, which is not only better, but like cheaper. And there's a long time before you get a payoff in buying a car that you can live in. Yeah, like you would have to be spending a third of your year vacationing, staying in that thing. And even if you did spend that much time vacationing, very quickly that RV turns from like, man, do you believe it has a TV and this little card table and that to being like, God, I'm so cooped up. I got cabin fever in here. This sucks. Why didn't I just get a bunch of Marriott points like everybody told me to? But now I can't because I'll admit I was wrong and I'm fucking idiot to buy this. I, I'm convinced now that the only way to vacation is to avoid ho- like if you, especially if you're vacationing and not on work is VRBO or um mm. or uh or or uh what's that thing that that kept getting fucked over with in uh, uh Airbnb That's Airbnb it. something like that cuz I've done it several times since uh you know getting places in Atlanta to go uh hang out for a night or two and I've gotten like really high rise apartments where you can see like the whole fucking city for like $150 a night. Like, it, um, and I've gotten uh, like whole houses with like a backyard and a grill. And so like, what's the difference between the two VRBO and Airbnb? Um, so VRBO is vacation rentals by owner.com. So it, it tends to be, there aren't any cots in like closets on mm-hmm. there. It's mostly like nice stuff. And that's the one I prefer. It's the one I've used longer. But Airbnb is so big and popular right now that you, if you go in and set the parameters to like only the whole house, only you know if you if it has air conditioning and cable and Wi-Fi, if you set all the parameters like you want them, then it'll narrow it down to you know the listings that you would actually want to stay in. It's just the thing about Airbnb is the bottom tier of Airbnb is real shit. Like there's no like there's no floor there <laughs> where it's like oh no no you can't just put someone in a closet like yeah you can. Like there'll be $15 Airbnbs where this, it's a cot and you can see extension cords all tangled in the background. And it's like, here, stay here for the night. That, don't want that. I, um, oh, I had a thing. I was waiting for it. The... But, but uh, VRBO, you, you can get some like, you can get like a mansion on VRBO for, let's say, $2,500 a night. And it'll have 12 bedrooms so you and like three or four couples could go and get this mansion with a pool and a tennis court and 50 acres for like a whole week and each of you'd only be chipping in a little bit of money so so i like to do that stuff too there's a similar service but it's for renting your house out for for movies and that's i I was like huh like I wonder if anyone would rent my place out and film a scene or two, like, in the Game of Thrones room. Like, would they look at this place and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, we're doing a shoot in North Carolina, and this place is three hours away, and I, I, I wonder... Like, Little Dicky's going to show you, up? Little Dicky, or... Oh, you maybe know, you don't know that reference. Have you, he's got a video called Save That Money, 
And the premise is that he's like oh, making yeah. this whole music video for free. And at the beginning, he's literally going from house to house, maybe in Beverly Hills, begging, hey, you got a big house. I'm Little Dicky. I'm a rapper. Um, we'd like to film here. And he just begs until someone says yes. Yeah, but they rent it out for a lot, you know, and, and a lot of the like if it's a bigger production, something that to you is a notable amount of money, like four or five thousand dollars for two days to them is a very tiny piece of the budget. And uh, it's like, huh, I wonder if there's any money to be made there. I wish my I wonder house how much how much else. would you charge? Like because so, you couldn't have like brand new movies in theater. It would all have to be movies that they were watching for the sake of it being on the big screen and like really comfortable theater chairs. Oh, you're misunderstanding, you know? Taylor. Oh, am so, I? So, so the premise is that um, a movie production company would want to utilize Woody's property for their film for the as set. a setting. Oh, I thought you meant that people in that area that didn't want to drive to a real theater mm-hmm. would rather come to your house and watch it in the comfort where they can My eat their own snacks. My first thought as well. No, I must not have well. explained it very well. No, no, no. I would is... much rather go to a friend's house who had a nice indoor theater than go to any public theater and take that dice roll of whether or not there's going to be some oh, loud asshole next to me. I found a good one. Dude, we I have found a, a good new one, too. Oh, ours is really good. Let, I... me, let, me, let me quickly describe mine. Mm-hmm. So, so this one's good for if I don't want IMAX. It's closer than my old one. It's 40 minutes away in Athens. And you walk in a door. Um, there's no one there. You swipe your card at a machine to buy your tickets. It takes literally, it's like boop, boop, boop. It's, it's faster than the airport check-in thing. It's $8 a ticket, and uh, there's no lines. There's nobody fucking there. It was wonderful. I loved it. Here's what makes mine special. You go in, and you buy a seat. It's a little more than a normal movie theater, maybe like $10 a seat. But you don't just buy a ticket. Like that, you have an assigned seat now. You're in G15. And you get there, and it's like the nicest Leatherman Le- uh, um, uh, lazy boy that you've ever sat in it has uh, an electronic button on it that like m- puts it into the recline phase if you want is it that. an amc theater no i don't think so i hadn't heard of it before maybe rodeo i'm not even sure and uh and then like it has a table that goes across the front the air conditioning is so powerful in it people bring blankets and uh and like they pull up the center they bring blankets they cuddle up and they watch a movie together and it was a normal movie. I think it was like Star Wars or something. And all right, then, you know, they, they all try to come on the floor, you know, for decency's <laughs> sake. Dude. You know, you try not to hit the guy next to you. Well, it's easier to just stay erect in a public area with your feet elevated, keep that blood flowing down, you know, as you recline. That di- Does yours have a button that you can press on the armrest? Because you're describing exactly like the one that I go to usually, but they have like a button you can hit and then order food or beer or soda yeah. or whatever you want, I, and they I, bring it to you. I, I didn't order that, that level of food, but I think that it does. it is there, and it's called the Raleigh Grande, and I'm trying to get uh, like images of it or something for this show. You know what I've been doing lately? The food I've been sneaking in, maybe I already told you guys, but I go to like Moe's or Chipotle and get one of those big fucking chicken burritos <laughs> and I I've been sneaking in a whole a whole Moe's burrito. So like oh, as I, do the, it. I my I, I have the girl put it in her purse. So we we get in there, we get our burritos out, unwrap them, you know, tearing aluminum foil, which is a sound you should never be hearing in a theater. <laughs> I'm like I'm like, tear it quietly. Don't let anybody hear you unravel, un- unraveling. Yeah. And like, by the, t- here all of a sudden. by the time the previews are over, I'm chowing down into my delicious uh, Chipotle burrito. Got my big gulp there and my, my, my Snickers. It's a great time. Um, that's, that's 
fortunate that she let you put burritos in her purse. Is she her burritos in there too? Ah, well, if she brings a burrito, she'd be mean to not accept Everybody yours. Everybody gets a burrito. <laughs> Come with Kyle. Everyone gets a burrito. <laughs> Burritos to go around. Yeah, that's what I do. Like, like I'm on the way to the movies, I plan it out so I can stop at Moe's, get the burritos, put them in the bag, roll it up real good. I bring the chips and the queso too, and uh, I try to get in there where it's assigned seating, and it's like at the IMAX where it's so fucking big that I can be like, all right. Nobody's around. Let's get the burritos out. But yeah, that's made movies so much better. Because I always eat when I watch TV or movies. I gotta have my food. If you go to Mo- what's your ranking on? Because I always maybe there's one close to you. There's yeah. Mo's, Chipotle, and Qdoba, Quadoba, yeah. whatever the fuck it's called. Those are the three I know of. What's so your Willis, ranking? So there's a Willie's Mexican Grill, I think, and they have uh, this garlicky chicken, and then they have this other like really spicy marinated chicken. Um, that's pretty good. But I think I like Chipotle. I think I like Moe's better because they got queso, but Chipotle's just as good, if I'm being honest. I like Moe's and Chipotle about the same. I feel like Chipotle has, like, better quality meat than Qdoba. I don't really go to Moe's very often, but Qdoba has the, like, spicy hot queso it puts on there, which, hot queso, that's going to put you over the top. The fact that Chipotle doesn't have that yet, or at least I haven't been to one in, like, six months because they didn't have fucking queso last time I went. And if you have opened a Mexican restaurant, you can't just go, ooh, guac, no, ah, queso, gross. Like, no, you have to have everything. Or people won't go there, especially not if there's little poop particles giving people E. coli in your tomatoes. I love those burritos so much. I'm, I'm looking into buying a burrito steamer right now. Um, it, it seems that thing like... That they, they put down... <laughs> <laughs> and they make the burrito all like sticky and stretchy and pliable. So you fucking roll that shit. Well, up. it's three thousand dollars. It takes up a lot of counter space and it has one use. <laughs> I was ready. To pull the tr- I was ready to pull the trigger on a pretty nice burrito steamer, um, pretty much like what they use at Moe's. But then I, I read someone who said that a vegetable steamer is better. That it's just a table. It's a um, a stovetop vegetable steamer thing that'll steam it and make it all stretchy. And I think that thing's like twelve bucks or something. So how much so was the, the high quality steamer? Oh my God! They start at eighty and go up to like two fifty for like just a regular thing for your kitchen top, and like you know another three eighty for like the top of the line thing or that whatever. That doesn't sound crazy to me. Like I, I feel like an ice cream maker, a bread maker, they're all in that same price range. They are. It's just like I can see bread. Yeah, like, you can really like get into bread, it. You're going to be eating a lot, a lot of bread. Products. Bread has a lot of utility. You can use it for toast in the morning. You can use it for a sandwich in the afternoon. You can use it for whatever at night. A tortilla is like you go three meals in a row and you start to feel like some weird invalid who with OCD where you're just constantly steaming new tortillas and just eating burritos. And we've and got so too, many stupid appliances anyway. Like, like we've got like the Keurig thing and then a regular coffee pot and then an espresso maker. And then, but but then, like I really like fried food, so I've got a big like deep fryer sitting there too. The kind that has a basket that you lower down into it. And then there's the mixer over it. it there's really just not enough counter space for us to have a burrito steaming station at this point. So yeah. I think I'm gonna get the uh, the the the, the uh, dove top thing. That but I really like it's much better spent on the deep fryer because that's something that's neat to have. I uh, I replace the oil regularly because sometimes I do sweet stuff. You know, you uh, you batter just about anything in uh, the, the the pancake batter, and then just fry that shit. Snickers bars, Twinkies, ice cream, butter, Oreos, mm. anything. So good. An Oreo on the inside when you bite in, it turns the Oreo cookie into like a melty chocolatey goo. So I've never good. had anything like that. I've never had deep fry oh. whatever. You never had fried Oreo. Mentioned. So no. good. 
I've never even seen it. Oh, it's I, so I don't, good. Honestly, I'd rather have a regular Oreo. I, I, no. Because, Honestly, the only deep fried thing I can think of is like French fries and like McNuggets. Those aren't well; those aren't battered. Well, McNuggets are. So you you, you take your Snickers and then you roll it in pancake batter with like a, a stick stuck in it, and then you fry it in the 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 oil, and it it turns it into this like a um, you've had funnel cakes, right? It's been a while, but yes. Yeah, it turns it's like a funnel cake wrapped around whatever else there was, but now whatever else there was is all melty and gooey, encased in funnel cake. It's uh, it's it's really delicious and terrible for you. Oh, I'm sure. Terrible. Yeah, this does terrible. not sound healthy. Because I like to get the powdered sugar out and powdered sugar on there, maybe some frosting, some chocolate syrup, whatever. New topic. I'm hungry now. Well, I'm there. Kind of. I don't know. Fried fried desserts is pretty. My grandpa used to eat fried bologna sandwiches all the time. Yeah, I've done that. It's it's better fried. Bologna is a meat that is definitely improved by frying it because then it looks kind of like you put some effort into it. It's it, all it really it takes it from if you just get like that big tube of bologna and you slice it into slices, it just looks weird and almost not like real food. If you fry it, it almost tricks you into being like, oh, could that be salami? Oh, I'll, I'll believe it is, and then you eat it like that because it looks never... a little darker and it curls up. I'll never forget the little awkward moment I had with this old lady at a grocery store one time. I was I was buying some bologna for my dad. My dad gives it to our dogs. He buys that Oscar Mayer bologna in like the package, and he'll tear off a little bit, and it, that's it's like treats for his dogs. And uh, and I, and so I'm buying this stuff. And in my opinion, bologna like that that in that package is just not fit for human consumption. I don't eat it. I wouldn't eat it. I would pass it up even if I were hungry because I just feel like it's low grade meat, and I don't want it. And uh, and so I'm I'm picking out this Oscar Mayer bologna and there's this old lady next to me and she's like oh she gets herself a package as well she's like I love this bologna put it on a sandwich with a little mustard and a little mayonnaise mm-hmm real good and without even thinking I went we feed it to our dogs <laughs> <laughs> like we feed it to our dogs and then I was just like ugh just. And I, I just turned had to walk off. away. Just had to walk away. I, I my social bad. security doesn't give me enough to buy real meat. I have <laughs> to have bologna and little bits of whatever fucking... I couldn't think of a dog food brand. God damn it. <laughs> Purina. Yeah, I, I felt pretty bad, but it was the truth. It's just like, we don't eat this shit. We just feed it to dogs. Yeah, it's not, it's not a very good-looking meat. I think it's kind of the same story as, like, government cheese, though. Where, like, my grandparents grew up both dirt dirt poor, like, didn't have running water or electricity poor in southern Missouri. And so they ate meat that they hunted and really, really cheap stuff. And so now it's almost like they have a like for really, really cheap stuff because they remember it fondly. Just like government cheese, a lot of people got given that. And a lot of people, like, if you look up on the internet, there's a ton of government cheese recipes that people like. And they still want it because they grew up eating it. Like, What's life like it, without running water? Like, you have to go to a spigot that's a little further away on the farm mm-hmm. and then pump it out into a pail and then carry it back okay. and then dump it into a big bath thing and then go do it again. And It, it sounded horrible. My horrible. father-in-law grew up in a cold water flat, so he had running water but only cold. And uh, yep. he was not a fan. He thought warm water was nice. Warm water yes. is nice. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't ever come out of the ground warm unless you live in like Idaho or Utah or one of those mountain places. I, I know that we're just really babied and, and sensitized by our modern conveniences. But look, I, I just don't want to live on without hot water. I just don't. 
I don't think I want to survive in a world that doesn't have hot water in it. Really? Like long term, long term, if you tell me that like for the rest of my life there'll never be another hot shower, like I guess maybe I could rig up some sort of windmilled powered thing heated by the sun or we could boil some water and have it pressurized or something. Have somebody outside pumping some bellows or something, I guess, <laughs> to make it to make like a jacuzzi. Like, <laughs> like, like, I guess we could make that. But barring that, if you tell me that no, it's going to be rough from now on. We're going to live inside this house. They're outside. We can't even show any signs of life. No hot water. We'll just be filthy and and give ourselves cold like sponge baths. You know what? Just kill me. Yeah, I don't think I. I'm going to go out there and face whatever that is and, and just. <laughs> See what comes of it. I have a friend that makes a big deal, or used to, about taking cold showers, being like, oh, yeah, I only take cold showers in the morning. It really perks me up, gets me ready. I feel better, feel healthier. There's studies that show fucking whatever I looked up that I wanted to find out. Um, and I, I just don't understand it. I've had to take cold showers out of necessity before. And, yeah, it wakes you up faster, but it doesn't put you in a better mood for the day. It makes me upset and angry, and the whole time, like, I just, like, I'm shaking, and, I, like, my hair's all lathered up, and I, like, stand under there for, like, two seconds, and they go, <sighs> it has to be out of there by now, right? No, not even close? Shit, okay. Your and then you have to try and rinse it off again. Because, like, you I know, take a cold because shower. you spent a life in cold water, Woody. Yeah, you spent, you're like, I'm talking about you get out of your warm, deliciously comfy bed, and then you get up, and already it's morning, so you're upset. And so you have to go into the bed, the bathroom. And I love turn how you just hate every shower. morning. I, every yes. morning is upset. every morning. Here's, every morning is a little the bit. The sun's upsetting. up already. I wake up yes. and I'm like, oh, I wish it was earlier. It's already like eight or nine or whatever it is. Like it'd be nice if it was six. And I have more morning. The sun right? back away. And then, uh, um, then when I take my shower, I, look, don't let me kid you and act like I'm just dumping buckets of cool on me. It usually starts warm, and I'm like, you know what? Cooler. You know what? Cooler, and it's like you know, like I, I'm enjoying yeah. this, and and sometimes I'll, I'll I don't know if I take oh, it down to full cold, but I take it down to a cold that you probably wouldn't like. My routine is very warm, so like the first thing I do is as I walk past the bathroom door to get my coffee, is I turn a heater on in there. It's gonna be toasty in there when I get in there, and uh, you know by the time I actually get in the shower, that the water's steaming and and as hot as it could be, fucking be, and I'm just like all right, here we fucking go again, and just like let's go in there and do my thing. But but yeah, I don't I don't I, I despise cold showers. I love um, like scalding hot showers to the point really like hot. you get out and your skin's kind of red, and it's probably not good for you. My, your like, hair that, feels probably, different. Your hair feels a little different. Maybe like yeah. my my sperm count isn't as good as it should be. Whatever. That too. Whatever. I've done that. That's a bonus. So 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 two things. One, um, it's easier to shave if you like run really hot water or soak in a hot bath. So like you yeah. know if I'm gonna shave my pubic hair I'll turn I'll get the 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 spray nozzle thing from the shower the shower head and like as hot as I can fucking take it and this is like turning it up in tiny increments like right on my pubic hair so that it's like super uh like like loose or what soft so that I so that it'll shave easier uh and then it, by the same rationale while I was down there I was thinking you know could probably lower my sperm count significantly if I just <laughs> turn this up a few more degrees and point it down a few degrees as well. And, you know, just blast my balls with some scalding hot water for a few minutes as well. Just kill all the sperm, I figure. One just to be safe. That is nice about just my shower. Safe. We have a separate hot water heater for that part of the house. So the shower gets warm in, like, 10 seconds or something. Like, if you, if you're, if, like, say you have your underwear on, you turn on the shower. By the time you take your underwear off, the shower is hot. Like, it's... Mm -hmm. Seconds. 
I don't know, 10 seconds. It's, it's... Yeah, there's nothing better than a warm shower. Like, if you told me that those were outlawed hmm. because Chancellor Clinton said no more, no more <laughs> warm water. She because... is authoritarian like that. She's yes. All the warm water candidate. goes to the refugees. They get our it's warm. All the warm waters. They've, the Syrians have never had a hot shower, and you want to take one every day? You know, like... Have a uh, nice sand bath like they do. Yeah. <laughs> it's sand scrub. Yeah, it's, it's refreshing. It's, we I've brought watching... water hose trucks into all the white neighborhoods. Just go outside and <laughs> wait for your Brace cleansing. yourselves. Yeah, I've, brace I've been watching yourself. the... We prefer it if you're soaped up already. We've <laughs> yeah, watching the polls this week really closely. I expected a Clinton bounce, and there was one. On, this is 538 I've been watching. But they, made, they wrote an article I didn't fully understand, saying, like, this Clinton bounce is just an illusion. She's not doing as well as you think. Uh, they're actually pretty mixed, the polls. Yeah, I followed them more on it, too, and it looked, maybe, this was, like, yesterday, and it seems mm -hmm. to change all the time, but one of, like, the 538 articles, I don't know if it was written by Nate Silver or someone else, but it was saying, like, uh, the title was, like, I've never seen so many smart people otherwise be stupid by pretending like Trump didn't have a shot at all when he was, uh, 538, was bickering with this other analytics guy because the other analytics guy made fun of 538 saying, oh, so now it's like 52-48 in favor of Hillary? That's way too close. Get off of Nate Silver's roller coaster ride. And Nate Silver responded like, uh, no, you guys just aren't looking at the polls correctly. Uh, it's way closer than a lot of people are admitting. Although he still says Clinton's still probably going to end up winning. She has more paths to victory. So the, the article I read was called, Reports of a Clinton Rebound Have, in, have Been Greatly Exaggerated. And uh, to just look at the numbers, it seems like there's a Clinton rebound, but they go in there and say that it's, you know, the, the, the results are so mixed, it, it's not as positive as you might think. Oh, I saw one, uh, it was, I guess, likely voter versus registered voter, mm -hmm. the polls there, well, the, where basically the registered voter polls is they're polling actual people who are registered to vote, and then likely voter is they're polling people who are like, yeah, I may go out there, and apparently Hillary's lead grows some when they include likely voters. Um, as opposed to just registered. That's interesting. I always, um, I typically, and I think the, the history says this, Republicans are the more reliable voters. That, like, there might be more Democrats who like, you know, who like their candidate, but they just don't show up at the polls. That's yeah. true with young people and poor people. You know, they might want to vote Democrat, but they uh, they just don't. But they, they don't. stay yeah, home. They yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas Republicans, a lot of them Old. are a lot of them are older and they are passionate about it more because they're mm -hmm. older and they kind of have more perspective and are really into it. It's their hobby. And it's their hobby. Exactly. It's their thing that they're into. Mm -hmm. And so obviously they're going to go contribute. Kyle. Smart cars, smartphones, smart homes. Technology has made everything smart, but when you lose those smart things, it makes you feel really stupid. Tracker makes losing things a thing of the past. Tracker is a coin-sized device that locates misplaced keys, wallets, bags, computers, anything in seconds. Just pair a tracker to your smartphone, attach it to anything, and find its precise location with the tap of a button. It's that easy. Unless this thing pops up in front of it. Lose your phone? Press the button on Tracker and your phone rings even when it's on silent. With over 1.5 million devices, Tracker has the largest crowd GPS network in the world. So your lost item shows up on the map even if it's miles away. Never lose anything again with Tracker. Listeners to our show here get a special discount of 30% off your entire order when you go to the, T-H-E, tracker.com and enter offer code P-K-A. The hardest thing you'll ever have to find is their website. So go to thetracker.com right now and enter offer code P-K-A for 30% off your entire order. Again, that's thetracker.com, promo code P-K-A. 
brilliant business. I think they're pretty cool. Yeah, these things are really cool, and they really are coin size. Like it, you might think coin size, and like maybe it's thick, but like eh, it's so tiny, you don't even know it's there. It's it's nice for finding things. I've got a bunch of them now. <laughs> Kyle, you ready for the next topic? What is Probably. your town's dark secret? Hmm. Can you think of your dark secret in your town or a town you've lived town? in? Right. I, I I saw this topic and I was like, yeah, I kind of have one. Hmm. No, I can't think of anything that the town knows about that that yeah. would really fit that profile. So some of the descriptions, like it, it, it was an Ask Reddit question. They have a fence with the word masturbate on it that you can only see when it rains. And someone posted a picture. It was pretty funny. Um, let's see. I'm looking for another short one. There was a brothel run by human traffickers in a mm. rural town in Ohio. Mine was in Ocean City, New Jersey. The parking authority lost money. Like, it wasn't a profitable business. And it's pretty amazing because it's a business. All they do is they collect money for nothing, right? Like, they walk yeah. out. They get money out of, like, They're money buckets. collectors. They're money collectors, and they couldn't turn a profit doing it. It turned out a couple things happened. One, the parking authority was, like, taking vacations everywhere. It's a beach town. So in the winter, they don't work. As a matter of fact, in the winter, they don't even collect money. So they just go on vacations but like work trips business trips and uh they'd have like you know parking meetings in the bahamas parking meetings in nassau parking meetings like all over the world and uh and that's that and then um the guy who was like at the top of the parking authority had a curiously nice home i mean you know how much money he makes and you know that that home doesn't fit the amount of money he makes so they all suspected that he bought that home in quarters and uh, yeah, they had to toss. They like fired everybody. I, to me, I was like, "Hey, get rid of the parking authority. Just stop charging for spots. It's a surefire way to break even." But um, they ended up just hiring honest people and making money. Yeah, I don't think I got anything like that. Taylor, does uh, your town have a dark secret? What your town's dark uh, secret would be? It was Ferguson, and then it got out. <laughs> um, no, not, that's that's a funny thing now is if people come through St. Louis, they'll like ask like, "Where's Ferguson?" And like they imagine some like horrible slum somewhere. And like if I was driving you through Ferguson and I didn't mention that we were going through Ferguson, I bet I could get through the entire thing without you going. Is this it? Like, because it doesn't look like Baghdad the way the like all the clips that you see from the riots that happened there did. Where are, are it was just, people like, too young movies. to know the movie Escape from New York? No, with Neil Pliskin so. and stuff like that. That is almost my movie version of Ferguson, right? Like people banging on the windows, fires and barrels and shit like that. Like you know, homemade weapons, handheld one like crossbow, but in pistol form. Like, but not really like that. Yeah, it's it's not like that at all. It's <laughs> it's like. Like, if you went up to someone in Ferguson and were like, hey, you want to go hang out in East St. Louis? They'd be like, fuck out of here. That's too dangerous. Like, they, maybe some of them go hang out there, but they're closer to North County, which North County's not safe. Um, yeah, there's not a lot, a lot of safe areas uh, very close to the city because it's just anything can happen there. But oh, dark secrets from the city. I don't, I don't know. If, it, if I knew it, it wouldn't be a very good secret. Hmm. Did you guys have one or no? I just had the parking authority thing. Lost money. Uh, hmm. 
I got a new topic. No. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know if it's been national news or not. Did you see the UNC girl that came out about being raped? Uh, no, I, I didn't see it. You have to like, give me the rundown. Dude, it's terrible. So, look, I'm I'm no perfect judge of of human behavior, but I saw her interviewed. And it was like 40 minutes long. They did like a press conference type thing, and she seems really credible. She seems like a Maybe a sweet girl that likes to party sometimes, you know? She goes to UNC, which implies that uh, her grades were pretty good in high school, and she has her act Mm -hmm. mostly together. But she had a nose ring, so, you know, that's who she is, right? Uh, Mostly has her act together. Anyway, she got too drunk at a party, and it appears that a football player raped her. So she did everything you're supposed to do. Like, she, she immediately reported the rape. She got a rape kit taken uh, by the police department and uh, like just followed all the rules and did all the things. And uh, the police interviewed her and she hated the interviews. My opinion on it was like, you know what? Some of these uncomfortable questions get to be asked. You know, did you lead the guy on? Uh, I don't know. Do you frequently have one night stands and stuff like I? Well, they're, they're trying to investigate, so they're going to ask a ton of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, had you had sex with this guy before? Questions like that. And she's like, you know, how dare you invade my privacy? The thing is, they also taped it when they interviewed him. And uh, they don't take these tapes and make them public, so I haven't seen them. But she was able to talk about him, and her attorney was. And the mood with him is totally different. It's like fist bump, bro. Don't worry. We're going to totally take care of this. It's going to be all right. You just keep on playing football. And they didn't press any charges. Wait, that was what the the football players said? Or that's what the attorney for the girl said? It's the cops said. That's what the cops said the as cops they interviewed said. him. Yeah, so you know she's trying to press charges on this thing. And I'm not an expert on it, but apparently only the state can like bring forward rape charges so she has like the state like dropped it like the the campus police and people who were investigating it they just didn't want to go anywhere with it and by the way like she got the rape kit she did the whole thing it appears that she was raped uh she got too drunk but that doesn't mean you can't be raped that's just what facilitated it and um uh i the, the most damning thing to me was as i heard about the police like bro fisting the rapist like we're gonna take care of this you just keep playing football (laughs) so um uh when she went forward to the press it looks like they're taking another look at the whole thing but it i don't know like i want to send my daughter to unc and there's some bad shit going on there in terms of the sports teams like all these fake classes rape charges getting dismissed like these guys are above the law it's a little scary, but hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm sure more will come out now that it's been sent to the press. We'll see what is up. Mm-hmm. Um, do they know as of now, if it was, they just dropped it because there was no evidence or they dropped it because they were like, Oh, f- no, like they, we're just not continuing. Like, I don't understand. They kind of didn't explain themselves. They, they said that they just weren't going any further with the case, but now that she's gone to the press, they're looking at it again. He got kicked off the football team. That's a thing that happened. Okay. It didn't previously happen. It wasn't until... So her and her lawyers did a... Apparently, it's a rare legal move where when the state like won't pursue it, 
they can pursue misdemeanor rape charges, like whatever that is, or misdemeanor sexual assault. Not felony, like like she was expecting, but she's like, you know what, I got to do something. You know, they did. Um, if I don't do this, then there'll be some other girl behind me uh, with the same problem. And when they did that, and when they came to the press, the the law enforcement is kind of like, well, maybe we will look at felony level charges. You know, let's give us a give us a chance to look at this again and see if we made the right call. I think that's where it stands. But yeah, it's really upsetting to like see, like maybe I'm jumping the gun, but from what you said, it does seem like he raped her and that she was raped and she's going through every avenue that she's supposed to, mm-hmm. to see like real victims like that called into question because people like Amy Schumer, for example, will just throw it out there like, oh, by the way, I was also raped uh, when I had sex once. Oh, are you going to press charges? Are you going to make sure this person comes to justice? Are you going to set a good example for you know, the women you're you're uh, supposedly t- speaking to right now via Twitter. No, no, it's just, it's enough to just say it. It's enough to just say it, you know, just throw it out there. Like, it, first, like, it's so, it, it lessens the value of actual victims who, who come forward, and if anything, makes them less likely to, because they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to come forward, and everybody's going to say I'm faking it, because so many people come forward who then decide, oh, well, I'm not going to press charges, I'm not going to do this or that. It It's really a fucked up situation. She did everything right. She did everything right, and it seems yeah. like entirely because her rapist played for the UNC football team, the, the, the police and the authorities were just like, nah, we'll let this go. I mean, It's got to have something football. to do with it, that he was on the football team, and it's UNC, so it's... I don't know how good their football team is this year, but I know they're a large enough school that football matters. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There'll they'll be some team that they bounce in and out of the top 25. Like, they're they're a top team-ish. Yeah. Well, on a happy note in college football, mm-hmm. Georgia beat Missouri. Yes, I was watching that game at a bar uh, near downtown with some friends, and everybody was like, oh, man, because I was sitting next to a buddy of mine and his wife who went to Ole Miss – and earlier that day, Ole Miss had taken a huge lead on Alabama, and then Alabama just stormed back and ended up embarrassing them, of course, because it's Alabama. And I was watching the Mizzou-Georgia game. I don't know if you were, Kyle, but we were up 27-21 to 21 for most of the second half, or I guess is college football, so quarters, like third and most of the fourth quarter. And then the last drive, I was just like, yep, this is it. This is Mizzou football. They're about to score, and we're going to lose. And exactly that happened. It was like someone could have popped a balloon in that bar. It was so fucking quiet of of everybody. Like, I don't know why they're surprised anymore. If you're a Mizzou fan or a Blues fan, or I guess Mizzou's not fair. Mizzou won the SEC East twice in the last five years. But Blues, really. Is I'm just I'm starting to get back into that mindset of blues because it's <laughs> coming up. I got to start tempering expectations. Especially you know, this year, you guys are going to be toast. I expect them to be much worse. They're not much worse, but I expect them to be definitely worse mm-hmm. than they were last year. But I want to see some predictions. Uh, I I think you should predict their their record for the season before it begins. I'll I'll think about it and I will come back with an actual prediction. Like like take a look at their entire schedule and and just map it all out. Like oh yeah, well by this time Big T he'll uh. His ankles might be hurting him a little bit. He won't perform so well here. They will be a 500 team next year. They will. Well, that's. Even though the Blues are in far and away the hardest division in hockey, the Central Division, we've got Dallas, Chicago, Nashville, St. Louis, Minnesota. Our worst team would have been competitive in the Pacific Division last year because they were so bad. The division with all the California teams and then a couple of bottom feeders. But. 
Oh, man, I think knowing the blues, it'll be like two weeks into the season. and They'll be like, oh, there was actually a raccoon outbreak in the middle of the locker room and all of our team has rabies. So we're, <laughs> we're facing Chicago Wolves, our AHL team. Give them hell, Wolves. Like that. Like, we had so many injuries last year. It was, it was pathetic. But, um, yeah, the blues will not be a 500 team unless they have a serious implosion, which could happen because, like I've said before, uh, Ken Hitchcock is our head coach, has been for the past few years. He's leaving after this season because mm-hmm. he said, I want to give it one more shot. I want to be the one who brings the first Stanley Cup to St. Louis. And it's like, ha-ha, no. Um, <laughs> then Mike Eichel, the former head coach of the Minnesota Wild, got fired. And they were like, okay, yeah, we're going to hire you, but you have to be the assistant coach to Ken Hitchcock this year. But next year, you get to be the head coach for a few years, or however long his contract is, I don't know. And so basically, it's going to be a locker room dynamic of if those two guys don't get along, those two coaches, if they have any sort of split or schism, all the players have to go, fuck, he's the head coach, but I can't piss this guy off because he's my future. And so that is what I could see going miserably wrong and causing the Blues to miss the playoffs. But if there isn't a huge coaching collapse... What kind of least... authority does the head coach have when he's on his way out, right? When he wants to enforce things, get the players in line, do things his way. They all know he's gone next year. But he has all the authority for this season. So he, if 30 games into the... this season. If they lose, they'll fire Ken and, and put the other guy in charge. Say, all right, let's do it now. They, they could, I guess. Like... The only thing I could think is that, like, maybe 30 games in or whatever, Tarasenko, Big T, um, Big maybe T. He, he and Ken Hitchcock don't get along that mm-hmm. well. And uh, it's generally not good for the best player on your team to not get along that well with the coach because then the coach does little spiteful things, like not put him out there on the power play when he should be, um, giving him shitty minutes, having him do, like, really quick shifts to the point of it being ludicrous, almost playing shorthanded like he did against... Um, uh, Dallas or San Jose in the third round last year. Um, yeah, I, I have faith we'll make the playoffs, but I mean, I, I'd say this year is going to be another first round exit. Probably. Yeah. Three years from two years from now, three years from now, we'll be better than we were last year. But, but your farm system is, is weak. Farm system is not weak. I read uh, it was on which website? The internet. On the internet, <laughs> that week. Um, I really did not read that it was weak, and it, 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 I noticed I, I, the article caught my attention because both Philly and Carolina apparently have a strong farm system. Uh, uh, Philly has. So the, the problem with farm systems is that the way that they're. I'm not actually. That is so fucking boring. I, I just caught myself. I'm not gonna. Do, I'm not gonna even describe the intricacies of NHL. <laughs> <laughs> As the last person exits out of this video. But <laughs> All right. Well, there's, there's, there's... Philly has a lot of good defensemen coming up. They've got Shane Gostisbehere, who was very good this year. But Blues have Pareko and Fabry, two rookies who played exceptionally well in the playoffs and regular season this past year. And I don't know. We're a young team, and I think we're going to end up growing into something better. All right. Hopefully. I guess we'll change the topic. <laughs> I, I don't mean to be a dick because I know this actually matters to Taylor, but... I, I am gleefully excited about 
how much that team will tank this year because I look forward to Taylor's angry rants. They'll be hilarious. It's going to be so funny when he, like, goes full-on Bull Burr. Is like, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know. They just they, they showed one season of promise, exited in the third round, and, and now it's gone forever. We have no good team. Big T is injured for the ACL or whatever the fuck is going to happen to him. Our other players are gone. Our farm system sucks. We can hardly manage. We're in a, seven games. We have one win and a bunch of losses and ties. It's a... Yeah. Uh, the problem with the Blues, though, is like 2005 to 2010 is when I fell out of interest with the Blues a mm, lot because mm. they were horrible. Yeah, it's coming back. Embarrassingly mm-hmm. bad. And the Blues in 50 years have missed the playoffs seven or eight times. So they've never been a team where it's like, man, fifth year in a row missing the playoffs. We really suck dick. It was always like, all right, 18 years in a row. We're making it to the Stanley Cup this time. Oh, we lost in the first round. Fuck. Well, next year. All right, made the playoffs again. All right, we're year 25. 25th time is the charm. They made it 25 years. No, 27 years, I think, in a row. You're like that an Atlanta be- Braves fan. I feel like the Atlanta Braves always make the playoffs. And they're, not, not a while, not lately. Like, not, not lately, but there was a period where they always made the playoffs, and it felt like their fans always complained, like, ah, we didn't win the pennant. Of you course, know? of really? course, not, not of it's, course to like, me. No, no, ten like, years in a row, and you and you can't, you can't, you win one series. That's bullshit. You're in it every single year, and you can't close the deal. And keep in mind, the National League East was always fucking weak, so you really only had to win like one series to get to the World Series. You just gotta yeah. win the NL. You just gotta figure out. You gotta beat the Cleveland Indians, or you gotta beat the Astros. And right. they couldn't fucking do it. And, and and then I'm over here like a Phillies fan. Not that I'm really into it, but I'm a Phillies fan, and it's like, how do those Braves people complain? Like the Phillies are one of the teams that they had to beat to do it, and like maybe one year, like throughout the '90s, the Phillies were better than the Braves. Like it was really rare. Not in the '90s. <laughs> Lately, they've been they they've had strong teams though, obviously. No, but they man, did. There was Lenny Dykstra was on the team. I think they lost the uh, the World Series one year. Sure, I, I, people I saw... here are like distraught about the Cardinals, and that's like, what I meant. Was earlier was the Cardinals. They're uh they like we're still above five hundred and people are acting like we're the worst team in baseball because they've been so we've been so spoiled with an excellent team for so long that now seeing it slip away, especially to the fucking Cubs, which is okay because the Cubs aren't gonna win the World Series. They're gonna they're gonna get knocked out. I have to believe that. They can't have the Cubs win and have Chicago's success in the past six years. It's not fair. It's not fair. So hopefully no to that. At least the Bulls aren't good. I don't care about basketball, though. Um, and the Bears, never good. We lost the Rams, though. Rams, uh, oh, the Rams ratings in L.A. were only slightly better than the Kansas City Chiefs ratings were in St. Louis. So I'm very happy to see that L.A. doesn't give a fuck about their team. And they're going to be bad. And continue to be bad. <laughs> well, that's sports. That's <laughs> yeah, sports. yeah, yeah. I don't have a new topic. Do you guys have anything? Um, I, well, I, I need to give everyone a quick word about um, Blue Apron. Please I can do, do that Blue real quick. Apron. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Uh, Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals, so they set the highest quality standards for, the, standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run, family-run farms, fisheries, uh, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, 
wild-caught Alaskan salmon or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best for less than $10 per meal. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. It's easy. Each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients and can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. And it's flexible. You can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences, choose delivery options that fit your needs. There's no weekly uh, commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Some of the meals available in September are the spicy hoisin chicken stir-fry with baby bok choy and sesame ginger ginger cucumber salad, the paprika-spiced shrimp and cheddar grits with tomato and sweet corn, and the uh, summer udon noodle salad with cherry tomatoes, corn, and and summer sweet pepper. Check out this week's menu and, and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash painkiller. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash painkiller. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Did you hear that stuff he was saying on the menu? Don't you wish that was on your menu? Mmm! <laughs> oh, and it could be yours! <laughs> Just go to blueapron.com slash painkiller. Tasty stuff. Give them money. That's the other part of it. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, first three meals are free, though. Ah. Th- three free meals? Yeah. I mean, let me read that again. Let me just make sure. I don't want to say the wrong thing here, but, uh, yeah, this week's menu, get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com. That's pretty badass. Three, you know, I thought that must have been a mistake or a typo. Maybe one or two if you're feeling ballsy. But not three? one, not two, but three free meals at blueapron.com slash painkiller. Shoe yeah. Nice just signed up. He's like, a free meal. <laughs> oh, hot damn. All right. Yeah, he just likes the ice pack and the cardboard. They send it to him. <laughs> <sighs> did you guys watch uh, the newest South Park? Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. Episode two? I did watch it. I liked it a lot. Um, I, I'm liking this season. They, they they do such good stuff. I think Under it's better than now? last season so far. I like PC Principal a lot. I, I like last season a lot, too. I don't know. I, I, I'm digging it, though. Um, I like the member berries. I, I really like them. Um, and I liked uh, the whole thing with the you know the trolling. Uh, what, who, who did he troll? He went to some, like... Like a Dutch breast cancer website and was trolling them. No, it was like, like a Dutch professional rower or something. Yeah, like but some... about her breast cancer. Like, like, like that. And, and oh, she's, yeah. she's like his nemesis now. She's, she's like, yeah. I'm not going to let that. He's like, oh, really? Game on. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what's so funny is like they threw right in the face that old thing that people do where they're like, those trolls, they're just pathetic and sad in their mother's basements. They're lonely virgins, probably ugly and fat. They they hate themselves so much, they just have to say mean things to you. And then it shows Gerald Broflovsky, like, uh, play, like the, the sun is shining. He's, he's walking out of his house that he owns, you know, just walking around. People are inconveniencing him, like walking into him, and he's, oh, Never the matter. You're fine, ma'am. Go right ahead. Someone's, like, using coupons at the store. Oh, no worries. Take your time. <laughs> like, being super, super friendly because that's, like, it, it really solidified kind of what trolling actually is. A lot of it is just people who get a weird kind of high out of fucking with people and, and getting people <laughs> to argue, like, where they can look and see. Like Shoe Nice was saying, he was like, I saw, I would sit on the playground and, and tell something to Joey and then go say something else to Steve and then watch as Steve and Joey duked it out while I sat on the swings just watching it all happen. Like, that's, like, it upsets people to think that people do that just because they're shitty and awful, but they also might have good, successful, happy lives. So they have to manufacture the nonsense of, oh, they're just lonely virgin basement dwellers, which some of them are. But uh, I thought that was hilarious. 
how they showed him coming off of a troll fest where he puts dicks in all these sick women's mouths and then just comes out beaming just loved so it happy. it made his whole day he's at the <laughs> store buying the things that he like drinks and eats while he trolls people he's like oh a little more wine <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's good i i i'm digging uh, i'm digging this episode so far or this season so far i like how uh i like them fucking with cartman i like all that stuff and the the Trump making fun of, I think, is hysterical. Of course. The, uh, where they, they fuck them all to death. First episode, and they're like, "You did say that you were going to quote fuck them to death." The immigrants uh, at this point, you promised to fuck 7.5 million people to death in your first term. How is that achievable? And he's like, "Well, I don't think I used exactly that word." <laughs> and then they, <laughs> then they, to, they like showed a whole clip of him just going, "And I'm gonna fuck them." And I'm drug, drug, those drug pushers. You better bet I'm gonna fuck them. And it's loud, <laughs> like him banging on a podium, and you can hear the like off the mic, like back, and he's, oh my god, just, well, just fuck the show. All to death. I wouldn't say that. And then the. He says it 10,000 times. <laughs> and then he's got like this meeting with his staff. They're, they're, they're like, he's like, how am I going to fuck all these people to death? And they're like, well, maybe you could use nuclear weapons and then fuck the bodies. And he's like, no, that won't work. It's great. <laughs> I, uh, I, and the, the cool thing about that show, I would think now in like the 20th season that they weren't up against the clock every week just making the show at the last minute, but they are. Because one of them, like half the time, isn't in the studio he like telecommutes and and so he comes in to like get this project wrapped up this week and it's like go 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 for like five days so the first episode of this season of the 20th season i think it was like it it comes out on wednesday so like we see it wednesday night and on monday they were like 60 percent done with the show it's like 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 we got we got to figure this out in like a day and a half here you know there's two million i think it's two million viewers or something Maybe more. I know it's like the, it's like the bedrock of Comedy Central at this point, though. With you know, no more Chappelle show, no more Key and Peele. I don't think anymore. Yeah. It's absolutely their show. flagship, no doubt. Like they, nobody tunes into Comedy Central, for the most part, unless it's South Park. I, I was saying that Amy Schumer comes last on night um, when we were talking. Like, man, did we, did we ever watch any things on South Park or on Comedy Central if it's not Frank South Anchors. Park? And then some stupid like commercial for a new cartoon came on, and it was like, see that. That example of that stupid shit cartoon that's going to last five episodes and then get pulled because nobody's watching it. That is why South Park can do whatever they want. Comedy South Central Park, to me used to be yeah. The Daily Show and The Colbert Report. There that, that was their. Yeah. That was the stuff that I liked. They're I remember gone. Crank Yankers. I liked it a lot. I didn't like Crank Yankers that much. I didn't believe it. Adam Carolla was always good on there. I'm yeah. sure it wasn't true. Yeah, I'm sure. But I, I think Adam Carolla is really fucking was. funny. I, like I, thought, I, I thought they were real prank phone calls. I don't know. I, I'm just always hesitant of prank phone call right. recordings and shit like that because, like, they used to do them. Like, I'm sure Stern, ONA, all those guys had fake, like, fake prank phone calls so. because it's it's illegal to call someone, make them look like an asshole on the radio in front of a bunch of people, and then go, "Oh, and by the way, you've been broadcast without your permission." Well, they don't do to it millions like that. of people. Oh, contact your attorney. Like, well, they don't do it like that. They they uh they pre-record them and they get permission to use them. Yeah, but that's kind of also what keeps it from getting super super crazy. Because if it gets absolutely wildly out there, they're gonna say no. You can't play this where they find out that I'm cheating on my wife with a with a gay man in a sure, in a yeah. house. But they'll have like uh, Sal Gravinelli and Richard Christie calling people with all kinds of ridiculous. Like they'll call animal control and it'll be like 
Richard Christie pretend like he's an old lady and, and her husband is like dealing with this animal in their garage and you can hear it roaring and it's a <laughs> it's a scary roar. Like you don't even know. You just like <laughs> and you hear like thrashing and she's like, Oh no, Harold, be careful. What is it? What is it? And and the guy's like, Don't approach it, ma'am. If you what it could be a bear or any Oh Lord, it's got Harold and you can hear the roar and Harold screaming, It's got me, it's got me. I think it, it's a werewolf and she's like, It's a werewolf The wolf's got and he's like, A where what the fuck? What are you get out of the garage, ma'am, get out of the garage and you just you just hear him screaming in pain and the roars and stuff. So every now and then they'll have one that's funny like that. I, I like their prank phone calls a lot. They they they'll call um I think it might have been a KFC. They called like a KFC in some Arabic country and started asking them like just uh, just whoever answered the phone just started asking him questions. He's like, you know, I want to come down there, but I'm worried you guys don't like Americans. Anybody going to do anything to me? He's like, oh no no no, we don't like what your government does, but we're not going to hurt any Americans. We wouldn't do that. And he's and it it sounded pretty reasonable. Wait, after mm-hmm. you started hearing this KFC employee lay it out like that, um, that yeah, there had been some like places get burned down in that country recently. I think they burned down some KFCs in that country recently as a protest against America, and so that's the genesis of the call. And he's and, and at the end of the call, he's like, "Well, what about Jews? Do you have any Jews in there?" And he's like, "Absolutely not. No Jews." <laughs> like, oh okay but but i'm okay he's like are you jew no no oh yeah then you are good you are good you come right in you get yourself some chicken <laughs> it was fun to see it take that turn though whenever you're like well you know i guess he lives in another country he doesn't know us of course i like that he's not prejudiced against the the everyday american though he hates american policy that makes a little sense for him i get it i get it but no jews no jews not one he was so anti-semitic yeah, well, that's not very uncommon <laughs> in, uh, in that area. That part of the world, you think they got? Yeah, that part of the world, the the Jews are very much disliked. Not to be popularity contests. Uh, no. Why are Jews so disliked in a lot of oh, places? We've, we've been through why the Jews are disliked. It goes back to the usury and, and the money lending in the old days. They were the only ones who would do money lending. Usury was uh, either looked down upon or punished. Um, so they would charge, you know, interest on a on a loan. And they were the only ones that would do that, and that and that beca- that became a bad thing against them. But then there's also something to the 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 idea that they stick together in a very close knit area, only do business with one another. So you get this income flow where money just flows into the Jewish community, and it doesn't flow out because Jewish people are spending their money at only other Jewish businesses. So it's just. They, you know, sure. That they, still gonna exists be, to a, a large point. Like, of course, it is. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about like something that happened in the 40s. I'm talking about Jewish people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had a coworker who went to the doctor, and uh, the doctor was Jewish, and he was Jewish. And I wish I could remember the word. Like, I, I'm gonna screw it up, but you know, he, he's billing him, and he's like, Goya, or, or whatever the word was. Goyam. Mm. Could be, I don't know, and uh, and he's like, you know, he just sort of gives him the nod, and the price drops by like two thirds, and it's like motherfucker, like you have different pricing for Jewish people. Hmm. I'm sure. Mazel tov. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I could pass. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I could get away with oh, that. Well, I'll keep that in mind next time I go to the doctor. I'll slip in a few. Uh, yeah. A few. Uh, 
Like, oh, oh uh, you know, Woody, we think your sinuses are clogged. Oy vey! Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, uh, maybe not that. <laughs> maybe not that, that ham-handed. <laughs> <laughs> Oy vey, how will I afford bagels? You, know? <laughs> you better just pay full price or you're going to get you're gonna cancer from that doctor. You're going to get something for being anti-Semitic. Uh, yeah, right, just... I saw this collection of things. I think maybe it originated on 4chan the other day, and it's like really disturbing facts and things that you don't want to know. Um, but it's like in small print on pictures of beautiful women, like in their underwear. So like if you look in the crack of this girl's ass, it's like the water table at Auschwitz is at 18 inches, which makes claims of large burning pits used to dispose of the bodies impossible. And you're like, uh. Well, I'm not a Holocaust denier. I was just looking at a butt. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? And then the next one is like, uh, you know, an African-American man is, is, is you know, they show the statistics of like black uh, crime against other races, white crime against other races. And it's just incredibly uh, disproportionate, the amount of like white people that get hurt by black people. Um, even when you versa. account for the, like, the numbers of them, it's, it's like they're really into attacking white people. That's what black people like to do, it seems. Um, much more likely... Uh, Assuming 4chan women ass stats are accurate. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I, that's all I'm referring to is ass statistics uh, from 4chan. But, but I like that. that <laughs> <laughs> do, what, what's their agenda? They're, they're step <laughs> below PKA stats. <laughs> Just one. But yeah, yeah, I, I liked that a lot. That was fun. I scrolled through like three of them before I got uncomfortable and turned it off. Really? <laughs> like, I don't want to know this stuff. I want to see it. Did you find it. one of those? Um, the one about Auschwitz for me was... Or is like, it not oh. interesting enough for us to look at? I don't at. think it's I... interesting enough. Because it, a lot of it is like it not safe for work because it'll be like, you know, a, a naked woman's ass and not just panties. But Dude, I just thought it was a little... So Hillary Clinton did her basket of deplorables thing, right? And... Uh... So then they went to measure it, you know, like, hey, let's see if it's true. Are half of Trump's supporters deplorable or not? And then they asked some questions. I don't remember all four, but I remember at least one of them I qualified as deplorable, I think. I think the question was, like, are black people more likely to be criminal or something like that? And uh, I was like, man, I... I I feel like I'm on the deplorable side of this answer, even though that's not how I think of myself. Are they? I I feel like the numbers are... Yeah, I think I've seen a lot of research and statistics that would suggest that a black person is much more likely to commit a crime than a white person. Like, like if or, the question or the was... Or at the very least, much more likely to be convicted of a crime than a white person. It, like, like, okay, Dude, the Taylor, fact that they're trying I'm gonna to ask, rationalize... I'm going to ask Taylor a question and see if he's deplorable or not. Are black people less likely to get PhDs than Asian people? Probably, if yeah, you go fucking by what, obviously. Probably? <laughs> you think Asian, <laughs> black, Asian people get the most PhDs, and I don't know if black people Do get they? the least. There's always some Native American Indian. Got to be the portion. Yeah, Asian people probably get the most. Yeah. yeah, and Indians lump them in, lump in with Asians. Don't forget that. Well, they're they're they are a clear first place if they have Indian people as well. All those they are Asian people in the medical field. In. All those engineers. So it's like oh, man. Like, some of these things, I just, I feel like when you're trying to define their their deplorableness, they're just, there's some well, stats it's because here. They, it's because it's they didn't actually want to be like, all right, we're going to have an even-keeled 
you know, just reasonable survey and see what they say. No, it was a leading survey, I'm sure. I haven't looked through it, but mm -hmm. you don't just write an article called, you know how our presidential candidate called tens of millions of people deplorable? Instead of condemning that comment, let's look deeper and try and justify it. Like, that's clearly agenda-driven and ridiculous. The fact that so little was made out of the deplorable comment in the mainstream media was kind of ridiculous. Like, imagine if Trump insinuated that half of Hillary's supporters were not just wrong and believed the incorrect thing, but deplorable as people. Their character is, is messed up. They're bad people. Like, that would never leave the news cycle. The, the, that was so shitty of her to say that half of her opponent's supporters are deplorable. Like, that... It, it, it's, it's beyond the pale shittiness. And un, it's, it's ridiculous. I know she ended up coming out and redacting it because she even must have realized, like, shouldn't be calling half of those people deplorable. It wasn't working hmm? for her, right? Like, it, I, I think she went and said, you know what? I, I feel bad. I wish I hadn't said that because it was costing her support. You know, they were loving with it. And it, it, <laughs> I kind of liked the deplorable side of it. You know, all of a sudden, they, they, they're like, oh, are we deplorables? They put a shirt on. They get the deplorable hat. They're happy. It's like calling a gun owner an infidel. You really haven't hurt their feelings at all. They're like, infidel? Shit. I need a patch that says that. That's kind of funny. You know, I need the, the infidel tattoo in Arabic language. And, you know, the, the, you call a gun owner an infidel, and you haven't hurt his feelings one bit, yeah. typically. And I you know think what I hate just as much as the deplorable thing in like her saying it is all of the uh a lot of the alt-right people like co-opting it and trying to like take it back where it's like uh oh i'm deplorable steve look at my twitter handle and it's like you're not anybody who's on the fence when they see that isn't going to be like wow he really took back the word deplorable they're gonna be like no this guy like they Never. either won't get it or they will just think that he's an idiot like i don't i don't like why try and pull that why label yourself as deplorable why I don't know. Like, I, it, I thought it, it was the perfect response. In my opinion, like when you take back deplorable and suddenly make it like a dig and like I, I will like when they call him a liberal, you know, I will take that pin and I will wear it with pride because, you know, that's that's how I feel. <clears throat> a set of beliefs, you know, is good for me. Suddenly, like deplorable takes a new meaning when you take it back. I thought it was a clever response. I don't Debate think three days, that. right? Yeah. Monday. I think that's the big day. That's 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 what it's all about, boys and girls. That's when I think we'll, we we may very well find out who will be our next president. If, if Trump crushes her, then that's it. I think. I think it could start a downward spiral. I could put him over the edge to get uh, those pink states uh, red or or whatever he needs to do to make this thing happen. But I really am looking forward to it. I hope I hope he doesn't embarrass himself. I hope it's not. I hope he doesn't look stupid. And uh, I, I hope it. Uh, I hope it's funny because uh, I'm going to yeah. watch every minute of it. Well, I hope it's not funny. I hope it's funny in a good way. I hope he's, I hope he's make, I hope he makes a joke at her expense and then says a statistic, a statistic. Hillary Clinton can't swallow her own lies. One in five American men today does not have a job. <laughs> like, that should be his whole mantra. That should be, boom, bang. Like, it's, it's like it should be a one-two punch TikTok, every time. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Hillary Clinton's an old crazy lady. I'm gonna bring employment back to the black community. Just, just boom, boom. This, this, that, that should, that's it. that should be his style from now on. That, that, that's all he should do. But he, yeah, he can't get caught in the reasonable. weeds. Just, just, just running off at the mouth and kind of going everywhere. And one minute he's talking about the Mexicans and how they're gonna pay for stuff, and the next he's talking about Bill Clinton. He's, he's got to stay focused. I kind of want to live stream us watching the the um, debates together. 
What time's it gonna be? I don't know. Yeah. Probably we'll like see. 8 p.m. Eastern, like a prime time. I'm probably up for that. Yeah, I've been I'm watching Filthy's. I've been watching Filthy's live streams. I've been watching him play uh, uh, a lot of Civ lately, trying to learn from him. It's so. Fr- I was telling Chiz this. It's like it's so frustrating to watch Filthy play because every time I watch, I learn something else. So it's it's like I don't feel like I'm ever catching up to him in like game knowledge of that game. Uh, he's so fucking good. I did beat it on Deity for the first time by myself this week. Um, so that was fun. Uh, that that was real good. Biggie, uh, congratulations. That is yeah. very hard. Yeah, I, it, I think. I, I, what I like about that that difficulty mode is like right below it, it says only the best players in the world will beat this difficulty mode. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely, fucking no problem. We beat it in like turn 180 or something. Is there uh, a higher level? Point. Is there a god? Deity is the top. Yep. About yeah. the uh, the debate thing, I think if Trump goes out there and does his stick that he did at like the uh, Republican debates where it's just like oh lazy hillary or crooked hillary or this that and the other like it's not going to go over well he's going to look like an insecure douche who's desperately trying to cling on and and it'll just kind of reinforce what the media is trying to push that hillary's going to win this by a landslide like easy easy peasy but and also like even if he gets a good dig i wonder what he's about to say i don't know he may not be able to get it out even if he gets a good dig, let's finish it. They're not going to give him credit for his clever dig. Or it's going to be written off as just a Trumpism if he gets a good dig. And it won't stick in the way that like, when Reagan got a good dig, it changed the course of the debates. Yeah. I, that's, I don't know. There's so much media attention on Trump. It's going to get played. Like They're going to play it over and over. People will see it. And they'll make their own minds up. And the... Fox News will give them credit where credit's due, um, whether they like it or not. Yeah, we never talked about Roger Ailes um, losing his job at Fox News over the sexual harassment stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess he was like, ah, make sure that you can see your legs in that shot. I think they're making a big mistake here. I think Roger Ailes' sexual harassment, if we're going to call it that, has driven Fox News to be the number one in cable. Number one in cable news because they're, they're, there's hot chicks on there all the time. It's like pornography. I... I I feel bad that Roger Ailes lost his job, unless he did something real bad. All, all I heard that he did was like, you know, basically encouraging them to show uh, show a little skin on the air. But maybe I don't have the whole story there. I wonder if we lost Taylor for. Oh, he's still on Skype. He'll be back. Um, yeah. Shit, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm torn. I, I, I it's like the Super Bowl is going to happen on Monday. But we've talked too much politics over time. <laughs> yeah. And that's where we are. Too much football. All they do is talk about football. But the Super Bowl's on Monday. All there's left to, yeah, all there's left to do is play the game. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's coming. It's exciting. I had a jo- So Josh was supposed to finally come over yesterday mm-hmm. uh, to help me move stuff. We we're going to rearrange my basement and clean out my garage and lots of stuff we needed moving. An entire gym's worth of equipment, like six different machines and an air hockey table and lots of boxes. So... He picked the time. He said 11 a.m. So I get up early, get get shot. Not not early, but I get up before 11. I get showered and I'm ready at 11. And he he doesn't show up. 20 minutes go by and I text him, "Where are you?" He sends me some disjoint, disconjointed mess about having to deal with his girlfriend. And he's like, "I'll be there soon." So 40 minutes go by and he shows up with his little brother. And I work them like slaves, like dogs. It, 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 
they were he was huffing and puffing and drip his whole shirt was drip was soaked in sweat like like his whole shirt was just wet and stuck to him and it, he got close to having the job done but i think that he was so tired and like lazy that he started doing a bad job at everything so he started making it worse and worse for himself so like the last thing that he needed to do was like hey take that box uh, that that has like all the components inside of it to like a, a laundry rack and put it in that storage building over there in that storage room. Um, so instead of just doing that right away, he tried to combine that with taking trash away. And so he throws this garbage on top of it, and garbage slime gets all over the box and all the components. And so I think they were trying to hide this garbage slime box and tuck it away. And he was going too fast, and he drops it. And everything falls out of it. The box explodes. And it's nothing that can get hurt. It's metal rods and like plastic things. And they all fit together to make this rack. But I look at it and I'm like, well, it's all covered in garbage slime. Get the hose. <laughs> well, wait a minute. First, finish sweeping so you don't make mud. Then get the hose. Then wash every piece of that. Then put it in that box. Then sit it in the sun. Like, like, you just created yourself 20 more minutes worth of work. And they did that twice before they left. But by the time they were done, um, I don't know, maybe four hours of work with all three of us going the whole time, we got a lot of shit cleaned and done. Um, well, there nice. were so many. There were so many. Uh, he's so lazy, though. His brother outworks him big time. His brother's like 15, uh, this little redheaded kid. And he's like always hustling, sweeping and mopping and lifting. And Josh is like. <sighs> like you need oxygen but you went with nicotine instead <laughs> it's uh it's an interesting choice you went with there you so, guys once talked I, I'm glad about that was over. selling that house that was on the radar is that still the case i'm gonna keep the house i'm just gonna pay her off for her part of the house um oh. I, i'm gonna keep the house i like it because i think that i think that for what you know we've got in the house i think it's worth quite a bit more than that now so i'm not interested in selling and i got so much fucking shit like, just like what we did yesterday, like this organization um, exercise, I was like, you know what? We got to get a storage building. Like, like you've got 18 crates of, of clothes in here, and, like, you've got enough paintball equipment for an entire team. But do you have a storage problem or a hoarding problem? I have a storage problem. <laughs> Kitty... Kitty might have a small hoarding problem. Now, the things that I hoard are kind of around me now. There's these plastic totes stacked up uh, on a rack over there and over there, and they're full of gun stuff. And it's every piece of it is expensive. But it's not like I have so many of them that there can be a drawer for each you know, AR-15 bolt. I got a whole bunch of like AR-15 bolts that I've been given over time or I've purchased or I've got extras, and they're you know, $80 a piece, $200 a piece, and like lots of components like that. And so it's like, all right, well, let's be better to this sell bucket, them. No, I can't sell them. I wouldn't do that. You never get your. You're never even gonna get the profit back. What I could do is I could assemble all the pieces I've got and sell some of that, maybe. But like, I've just got so many components. Like, I'm looking now. I've got every accessory that Silencer Co. makes for all of their silencers. All like a whole pile of wrenches and and like extender tubes. Like for my for my shotgun silencer, it, it's not just. It'll it'll be 12 inches, 8 inches, or 6 inches. So there's a whole set of rods for each configuration and a set of tools to make it happen. I've just got stuff that I don't that I need to keep, but I can't really store efficiently. So they're just in totes. But she's got she's got clothes that are just 
from like five years ago in bags. And she's got so much. She's got a box of totes that's nothing but paintball masks. There must be 18 paintball masks in there. And they're all like retro and like collector's paintball masks, I guess. But like we either hang them on a wall or sell them on eBay. Um, she's got a big bag of paintball barrels. And I'm like, you know, you don't play much paintball anymore. You could probably get by with just the one barrel. Um, it just... <laughs> There's it's a lot funny, of stuff. I, like there's the George Carlin routine where he says like this is my stuff. This is your shit, right? Your <laughs> stuff is shit. And you know, me, oh, what I I have 32 AR15 bolts. You can't sell those. Those are keepers. All 32 of them. But her masks, ah, garbage. Well, mine takes up this much space. You know, AR15 bolts that big, you know? It's eh, just that. in particular Ooh. is that big, but you've got like stocks and things that take more space and i do but it, i get i get uh, it, when something's free it's like wow this has 100 percent of its value is mine so it's like i should just keep this in the package and you know it'll be worth more next year i, I don't really want to sell it. It, it but it's not like i'm collecting old juice boxes it is a bit of a mm -hmm. hoarding mentality but but it could also be viewed as just smart you know there's no reason to sell these glock magazines that i bought bought in bulk Last time there was a gun scare, I should hang on to them and sell them when Hillary wins the election. Sell all my magazines. I got a box of uh, 32 or 32-round uh, Glock magazines. Just a big pile of them, this big. They're they're worth. I, I think I paid like 20 bucks a piece, but during gun scare times, they're worth 50 to 100 each. So maybe I'll do that. Sell some high-capacity stuff when that comes around. But that's only going to clear like two totes worth of space. I'm talking about she's got like 18 totes worth of like. I don't even know what this shit is. It's like you go through and it's like 18, 20 hoodies in a box. And it's just like, what are all these hoodies for? I've got interesting topic I might ask the subs for help with. In this box is a pair of Xeon 2687 or V or W2687, something like that. Um, they were originally $2,000 CPUs. They run at 3.2 gigahertz uh, and scale up to... I think 3.8 during turbo. And um, I think they're eight cores each. They might be 10. You'd have to look it up, 2687. And uh, it's not the most recent one. I think it's the version one, but I'm not even sure about that. It might be two. But uh, I'm thinking of making a PC out of it. The one I have is proven to be unreliable. It's it, it, it crashes too often while I'm editing and I lose some work. And that's so frustrating for me. And uh, uh, and then this is a weird thing that the taskbar disappears half the time it wakes up from sleep and I have to like do control escape to make it show and then put it somewhere else. If I had it at the bottom, now it goes at the top. Now it goes on the left. It's on the left right now. I don't want it on the left. That's never my choice, but that's where it is because the other ones, it, it broke on the top. It broke on the bottom. Now I'm on choice three left. Fuck it. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I want a new PC. I think this might make for a good rendering machine. Now I've read that Premiere Pro doesn't work too well past after six or eight cores, but I do other shit while I render and I don't know. I'm just thinking about it. So what would you guys do if you had a pair, this is the listener, of 2687 Xeon CPUs? Would you put together a dual CPU workstation? I'm thinking about it. Ooh. Yeah. They're 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 like four grand. Probably not now, because the other Few years well, old. you got a big part of that four grand already. I mean, that's what they would cost. 
That's what I'm saying. And, and oh, like, I thought you already had them right there in that box. Yeah, I do, I do. I guess that's what I'm oh. saying. So, yeah. And then the other stuff is a little more like ECC RAM is a bit more expensive, and a, you know, a dual Xeon motherboard is a bit more expensive. But mostly, you know, it wouldn't be too much, I don't think. I'm thinking How about the game. I think they'll game fine. I think the games in general are not CPU limited. So you just put in a high-end GPU and you're okay, I think. Um, and then, uh, oh, the other neat thing, AT&T was out front today, and I got a note about it from like uh, that homeowners association president guy. They're installing fiber optic in my neighborhood right now. He says it'll be like another month, but I guess in response to Google, like choosing this area as a place to lay fiber, AT&T has stepped up their fiber game and. Like, they're out there with the big rolls today laying out fiber in my front yard. Nice. So, yeah. I was joking with Chiz. Well, half joking with Chiz. I was like, would it be insane if I got an apartment to stream video games from? Like, <laughs> like would that be insane? It's a little crazy. I feel like I... you haven't had a quote yet. Like, get a quote. Like that's the thing. Like it, I remember, I, I know what it would be. I know exactly what it would be. It, oh. it, like, well, yeah, it what's totally. The what's the, give the rundown. All right, you know, go to Athens, get or, or somewhere between here and Athens, Georgia, and and get a one bedroom, very shitty apartment in an area that has high speed internet. So you know, the the, the apartment's going to cost six hundred dollars a month, mm -hmm. and the the internet's going to be another. Let's just call it a hundred and make it a round number. So we're talking about seven hundred dollars a month. But I don't know. I I, I really like. Playing Civ, that's very conducive to streaming. And then the Modern Warfare Remastered is about to come out. I know I'm going to put time into it. I know I'm going to put a bunch of time into it. So yeah. just a thought I had. I, just, I, I feel like you the, commute, the commute to my gaming apartment and then like, well, I guess I'll leave all my gaming gear here in Athens and go back to my house. Like, like I don't like any of that. Mm -hmm. like, like all of those things are, are just... Because it's a drive. It's not like a casual thing. It's it's 45 minutes going or going to the office. I, um, I feel yeah, like... Yeah. You, like if if I was in your situation, I'd be calling the ISPs, the, the one you have, maybe some of the other ones, or cable modems in your area somewhere. And uh, like when I went, to, I, I called Time Warner, and I'm like, you know, I need service in my area, and they look up my address and stuff and say, ah, oh, sorry, you know, we don't go there. And I'm like, look, I looked at your map, I entered like neighbors' addresses and stuff, and I get that you don't serve my house, but you serve houses not too far from mine. What does it cost to, to bring it? And they're like, well, we just don't, like, it's not available there. I'm like, I know, but money solves this. And she's like, oh, well, I would have to put you in contact with construction. Mm -hmm. Why was that weird in the first place? Like, you know, and... Uh, uh, I saw a Reddit post today, and it was like, what was the most expensive yeah. um, or most extravagant use of money you've ever seen someone do? And I think, like, the number one comment was this guy who was like, this guy wanted high-speed internet at his place, way off the grid. I don't remember if it was six figures or seven figures, but it was a lot of money for him to get that internet connection. Mine was a lot less. So it started at, I want to say it was high 12s, like 12,600 or yep. something like that. And, um, uh, and I was prepared to pay that, mostly because, like, look, I was buying a house. The house is expensive, and you just add, like, 12 grand to the cost of the house and see if you still want it. And I was yeah. like, yeah, for that much, it's not a deal breaker, you know? But I, not having internet at all was a deal breaker, right? The house is yeah. just unacceptable otherwise. So, um, but then what happened was they asked me to, I hated it, but they asked me to go door to door and like sell it to my neighbors. 
But it was an easy sale. It was an easy sale because each of them had like two up and no, I'm sorry, like two down and point two up, like AT and T phone shit. And uh, to them, like I'm not a dickhead salesman. I'm like a hero that's finally bringing high speed internet to the area. So most of them signed up, and my cost went from like twelve something to four something, if I recall. And it might have even been three something. So uh, that's what it was. Anyway. I ask myself, like, you know, if you're thinking about, like, an apartment, even casually, like, let's let's get a quote. Like, call construction. What does it take to get real internet here? I know it's a possibility. I just need a quote. And if that quote comes in at, like, 30 grand, you might be like, you know, maybe. I think I've got two internet um, providers near me, and one of them is in a lawsuit for not providing the coverage they promised, <laughs> and the other one should be. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like so. So you'd be getting I in with a shitty partnership, right? Like, you, if it was Google, I, I think I will call them, and because mm. so, here's the thing, and I'm not a thousand percent sure on this, but I've been told this, and I just need to, I need to dig a little deeper. It's been a few years since I've really fucking like. All right, hey, come on, help me, help me. No, no, really help me. Like, like and I've actually gotten to them. Uh, I threatened them a couple of years ago, and they, they sorted things out. But it's it's kind of stagnated since then, no improvement. I think the school near me has high-speed internet. So if it could be ran from there, right. um, I don't know how much it costs to run that line. But if it's $10,000 a mile, let's call it, call it. Are there telephone poles across your front yard like you know there's a there's obviously a a, a road with so, a yellow line in front of the house does that have telephone poles on it no but um it, it comes to my house from the back part of the property uh coming from a a, a a another area and so does the internet it's coming from the back part of the property as well it's not coming from the road so you'd have to get it down the road to the address and then up the driveway it's not a matter of just getting down the driveway for it is sure ridiculous that you, of all people, who makes their living on the internet, can't get a half-fucking-decent connection. And it's been, what, seven years? I only ask Something because like that. if it goes by telephone pole, it's a little cheaper per foot than if it goes underground. Mm, that would be nice. I saw Linus Tech Tip the other day. I think it was him who was talking about this thing that combines two internet lines into one. Sure. Um, that seemed pretty interesting. He'd been using it for a month and said it was great. Uh... So, so that's definitely a consideration. I mean, I, what I've got now is just is okay. It's right on the cusp of being like stream uh, worthy. Mm -hmm. So if I could double it, it's like all right, I'm here. Or if I could even add sixty, seventy percent to it. But I think that would be fun to stream like Civ, um, because there's so much going on in that game that I would uh, most of the time I wish I had another an extra pair of air, uh, extra pair of eyes, just to like watch and and like if I could look at the chat and play along with them, I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I, I want to do a one v one you versus me so i can so i can figure it out and get a little better because yeah. playing against ai does not get you better because they are i've never set a difficulty to it's, the way it has difficulties is like there's like seven options where it's like pauper surf prince king uh whatever whatever Settler, whatever prince king emperor immortal uh deity okay and so I've never played... Usually most games, like, you go to very hard, which in this is, like, Immortal or something, or okay. um, King, I don't remember, and it's like, okay, that's this is really tough. Like, this is hard. This game, it 
it almost feels lazy the way they do the AI. It's like, ah, oh, well, we're not going to make the AI any smarter, really, or better. We're just going to give them more resources. And so then they can have a lot of spearmen that will die before your riflemen in late ages instead of having, like, two spearmen that die to your riflemen. Like, it's just, I don't like that at all. I wish they, that they, they start, added some kind of, like, better tactics they to start the more difficult. text, too. Like, you know, like, it, as you're working your way up the tech tree, it's like, what? Like, you were born with nukes? You know, you just knew how to do that somehow? It's... Yeah, it, it, they give them an advantage in every component of the game to the part where it's, it's really hard. Like, like beating it the other day, was, I was on defense pretty much the whole game. Like, I would see I would see England start coming toward my borders like they're going to declare war. And I'd be like, oh, shit, it's, they're coming. And I'd quickly, like, evaluate my resources and I, I'd, I'd start talking to the Queen of England and be like, hey, what could I pay you to instead declare war on this guy? And sometimes I'd have to give her like two luxury resources and a bunch of gold, but she'd do it. And that would buy me time to like tech away and tech away. And then I would see like Rome coming and doing the same thing. And I would pay them off to go fight somebody. So everybody else is fighting their own wars. And I was just kind of paying for them to happen. So they'd leave me alone. But that's I it. Know, I, I don't do know that. how else to beat you. You can pay people to go fight. So all, all the only option I've seen is shall we declare war on whatever? Yeah, you want to go into. Going to trade and they always options. say no. Nobody's ever down with it. I'm always like, hey, shall we declare war on Genghis Khan? And they're like, oh, give me ten turns. I'll be ready in ten turns, and I'll get back to you. I wasn't good at counting turns the first couple times I played the game, and so I'd be like 30 turns later, and I'm like, Nebuchadnezzar, you son of a bitch. It's been like 28 turns, and you did not get back to me. And so I go and ask him again, hey, Nebuchadnezzar, are you ready to declare war on the Incan priest of South America? Oh, give me ten turns, and I was like, "This is bullshit." So I just started the war, and then he had to join. Yeah, uh, dealing with the AI through the trade thing is like a bunch of rules you got to remember. Like you can sell your embassy to it, you can sell your horses and iron to it for quite a bit. You can once you have a friendship with them, you can sell for instead of gold per turn, you can sell for lump sums of gold, which is cool because what you can do if you're about to declare war on England, you can be like, "Hey, what will you pay me in a lump sum for everything I have?" And they'll be like, "Ah." 2,000 gold, and you'd be like, ka-kink! You take their 2,000 gold, and then you declare war on them. So you take all your resources right back and keep their gold. Um, you, can, you can ask people what they will pay you to declare war on somebody, because sometimes they hate that person, and they'll pay you to declare a war you're already going to start. So playing the AI is a big part of winning on the higher difficulties. Yeah, it's, it'll be a lot more helpful to play 1v1 with someone. It won't be fun, really, probably, because I'll just lose. But as long as, as long as you're not giving me like bad tips the whole time, like, oh yeah, you're gonna want to just put everything into marble work. You know, <laughs> forget about those citrus plants and that that spices. You are a marble folk. You know, <laughs> the Huns, uh, made of marble. They used to say, like, <laughs> just giving me bad tips. But um, yeah, yeah it'll that, be fun. Yeah, we should definitely do that. I can't play tonight, but uh, maybe this, this weekend for sure. I love that yeah. game so much. Monday and then the, the new debates. one's about to come out, and I'm not going to know shit. Really it's gonna sucks. Be, it's going to be a fun weekend of content with maybe some Civ, uh, the debates. That's Monday, but close enough. Yep. And then uh, a World Cup of Hockey is this weekend. I think Canada and Russia are playing. Wait, I'm confused because I just saw North America like beat Sweden in overtime or something. How is there a North American team when there's also a Canadian team? So... Uh, Team North America are people from the U.S. and Canada 
23 and under who didn't make their team. So there were so many good young players that they were like, well, how about we just make a Team North America for all the best Americans and the best Canadians, and we'll see how these 23-year-olds do against, like, actually Team Russia or Team Sweden. Or, they're doing uh, okay. Yeah, they're doing pretty... I, I mean, they lost to Russia today, I think. Um, or maybe they were playing sweet. I don't know. I, I know that Finland, uh, very poor showing. Expected a little more from the Finns. Uh, Sweden doing pretty solid, and Russia started off weak, and now they're doing better. Because uh, Big T scored a goal today I for them. I think we should call him Sweet T. He's a finesse sweet player. Sweet T. Yeah. yeah. We'll do Sweet T. That's better. Yeah. Done. Yeah, so Sweet T had a goal. <laughs> it has um, been decided. Yeah, and, and Team USA is already out. Hmm. Already got eliminated. But North America's still in. The children are in. North America's still in. Because Team North America, with all those Canadians and Americans, 23 and under, is better than Team USA where they apparently just had a monkey throwing feces and bananas at a chart with all the pictures of American hockey players on it, and they just picked the ones with, with shit on the face and added them to the team, because there were a couple better people they could have had. But anyway, <laughs> sorry. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we should be talking about paramotors. So, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, um, I, just before we wrap, I'm very excited. My paramotor helmet now allows me to do live com, fly and talk to people at the same time. So uh, I, I think that will make that style of video much better than it was before. Very nice. I've thought so for a while. I've always wanted to hear you. And, mm -hmm. like, you know, I want to hear if your voice is a little shaky, if you're feeling good, if you think something's funny up there. I want to know what's going through your head as you buzz the skies. Right? I want to, like, see a deer, watch children play baseball from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't uh, – call it a wrap? Yeah. All right. Painkiller already, episode 301. I'm really curious as to how people react to the first hour. Be sure to check out our sponsors. Links in the descriptions. And have a good night.